Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti, featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. Live from Las Vegas on a Monday night. We just had Supercross, and we are excited about that. St. Louis Supercross, what a race it was. Probably the best race of the year. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Like I said, we're live in Las Vegas. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. And with me tonight, co-hosting the show, handling the, everything, and uh, basically infusing us with all of his moto knowledge, none other than the legendary factory mechanic now at RCH Racing, Tony Berluti. Berluti, what's up? Hey, Steve. How you doing? Thanks for coming by. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like you bring the class up in here, oh, the class that's level. Cool. That's cool. Thank uh, you. Um, and we'll get to, uh, to you uh, and your racing, your work for Brock Tickle, of course, and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Back in studio after a long time. Uh, JR, what's up, bud? What's happening? No wife, no kids, so. I got a hall pass for two days. Yeah, figured you'd come on by. Yeah. And I the Bud Light is already cracked. Well, I, I, like couldn't, I couldn't get you out of the house, so I had to bring it to you. You can get me out, but you can't get me outside the circle. Well, let's go. Right. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, very excited to get going. Michael Alessi, Jimmy Albertson, Bobby Canari, all live tonight. You can get this on Stitcher tomorrow. You can get it on iTunes. You can listen live on the app right now. Uh, on a Droid, on an, I, on an iPhone, you can go to Info and listen that way. Um, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bar 810 Solutions, Black Ops Moto, and Berluda, new sponsor, coming on board. What's that? W. Black- Oh yeah, W wheels. Sweet, Dude, you guys, you got a hell of a long list. I, people want to be involved in the show. That is awesome. That you is guys awesome. use W? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And quality uh, products. Very good stuff. Yeah, um, <clears throat> Brock uses the work stuff, but uh, that's just because of the deal, and that's yeah. what Ricky wants to run. But uh, Josh yeah. and we ran it. We've ran it the last few years, and it's right. excellent. Yeah, on on Hills Bike, Josh Hills Bike, Hills, w, Hills Bike so, this year. Yep, we're running a bit late to start the show. And so we'll get to more of the sponsor stuff. Uh, producing the show, running late today, causing the whole show to be backed up, causing everything to be backed up. None other than the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm frazzled. Traffic was bad, and I am you know, yeah. feel bad, but you know, what mm-hmm. do you do? Yeah, I'm I wouldn't sorry. feel that bad. Tits, well, where are you going to school? UNLV. Oh, wow. So you had to come all the way from the campus? Every week. That's a wow. commute. That yeah. is a hell of I a I even deal. left class early, and I still was late. So that's how... You know, mm-hmm. What do you do? Mm-hmm. What are you going to be when you grow up? Um, probably a dropout. I don't know. Loser. Come on, a Mormon. He's going to be a Mormon. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to go to East uh, St. Louis again and uh, uh, avenge his his. Uh, I don't know what that was. A calling or whatever, right? The the, the mission call. The mission calling. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, he had to go to. All the Mormons get to go to all these exotic places. Yeah. He got to go Louis? to East St. Louis. Wow. That was no hilarious. Way. Yeah. Wow. I, I never served in East St. Louis. I was downtown St. Louis for a little bit. I was just wow. there. That was, it's, it's, a, it's a sketchy neighborhood. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a sketch. No, no, but South America, no Europe, no Australia, no Japan, no Peter Italy. Sundell. You go to St. Louis. St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't know how, how much long f- were you there? You don't know. I'm sorry. How long were you stuck there? Well, I was in the St. Louis area for two years, but oh, I was oh in God. downtown St. Louis for about three months. Wow. All right. Let's. Uh, anyway, we're gonna have Jason Jason Thomas on later too. Uh, we'll get him tits. Uh, we'll get JT after. Um, uh, the commercial break. Okay. Michael Lessie's coming up first. A uh, couple things. Um, race tech suspension. We had they they ran an Instagram slash Twitter contest last week on our show for a free revalve of their suspension. Uh, the guys at Race Tech are uh, on board with us. Privateer Choice Race Tech suspension. Berluti, you you certainly is probably have a ride of us run Race Tech over the years. Oh yeah. At some point, one of your a hundred dudes. That you've worked for. Yeah, Paul Thede. Yeah, he was a good guy. I mean, back in the day, like Dubog, he, a lot of guys ran his yeah. stuff. I think um, Tommy Watts, believe it or not. There we go. One time, probably, he helped us out one Machine time. Gun Watts. Machine uh, Gun Watts. Race Tech came on, and uh, they had a real cool uh, uh, contest where the Instagram and Twitter, you have to show the riders, and you show the name Race Tech. And uh, the winner of that contest is, uh, uh, hold on. The winner me? is uh, Missy. Uh, Missy Martz at Rocking M is the winner, uh, and she wins the uh, the Race Tech um, revalve. So thanks to thanks to that, and we're gonna give away a couple of T-shirts tonight, tits. At some point, write that down. Remind me. Noted. Race Tech suspension T-shirts. We had a we had a fly racing butt patch contest, um, the, where we took your designs for three weeks and decided on uh, the winner after a vote of myself, tits. Mo Moser didn't get to vote. No, he was. Uh, he actually had Swi- a number of entries. Yeah, uh, Andrew Short voted. Jackie Short voted. Dale and Max at at Fly Racing voted, and we've chosen a winner. Mm-hmm. It was not Moser in a, in a huge galactic upset. <laughs> he did not win. Uh, who who won? Who did we decide on? Uh, Jonathan Lee. Jonathan was Lee, the winner. All right, and his design is uh, it's going to be uh, twenty nine problems, but my fans ain't won. That's what it's going to say on a butt patch. And Jonathan is going to get a, the pants themselves, an mm-hmm. autograph, um, everything. So congratulations to Jonathan. He did a great job. That was it's a nice butt cool. patch. Yeah, yeah, it was. Still, though, Moser not winning. I mean, just an upset. That's, just know, just this, a huge upset. Designed for uh, him. Yes, it really and, was. Uh, I didn't want him to win. Through. But, but to, be, to be fair, to be fair, he, had to, he, was, exclu- he was included. Oh, mm-hmm. he was. Okay. And I thought... Runaway winner. He'll do whatever it takes. Yep. One of his drawings was his hand with property of Moser and his hand drawn out. This is what he so be like resorted his to. Hand was yeah. on his butt. His hand was on Shorty's ass. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's that's Moser for you. I don't know. So he didn't win, but that, congratulations to Jonathan for winning. Um, and uh, Jonathan's actually associated with Tech One Designs, our graphic company. So. Uh, well, he should have been excluded. No, no, we had the no, we had the rules and There's the rules the creativity the rules right the there. I gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to uh, have Michael Lessie on right away, and looking forward to that. Don't forget uh, if you're buying something from Amazon, you can go through this site and uh, go through the Amazon link on Pulpamex and uh, hook up a site, hook up a brother. We're gonna have uh, the the NFAB banging bars segment. We're gonna have tweet at tits btosports.com tweet at tits segment. We're also gonna have a moto knowledge contest between tits and my wife Pookie. See who's smarter there. Yep. Uh, we got a lot of shit planned. Um, let's get right to the race, though. St. Louis, Berlute, Um I haven't talked to you much uh, at the races. The tracks have sucked balls. Are we on agreement on that? You know what? I, I, you guys are beat. Everybody's beating up yep. the track builders on this. You know, every year they try to do something to 
you know, make somebody happy. I, I kind of, I agree with you. I, I think the traction has been the big problem, but the tracks have definitely been easier, but I think it's led to better racing, my personal opinion. You think the racing has been good, though? The guys are kind of following each other. I mean, Well, there's ins- been a couple. There's, uh, I agree, but there's been some really good ones. The first round was awesome. You know, yeah, uh, there's been I'd have to look back, but there's been a couple good ones, but there's been some bad ones. You know, sometimes you go to a race too easy for the guys. What the tracks? Yeah, the guys are jumping everything right away. But it makes racing better, though. How many guys are running pretty good, though? I like I said, I I think you bring the class up in here, but now I'm thinking maybe not. Well, come Um, on. But this weekend in St. Louis, that dirt. Made for some great racing. That's what I mean. The traction has been the problem. Yeah, the the dirt has been beat up and beat down, and and this weekend. Um, Ryan Villapoto won. Not, he came through the field twice, basically. Uh, penalized three spots for jumping on uh, on the uh, on the red cross flag on the restart. Put back to sixth. Come back up to first. Um, what about the single file restarts now? Now we've seen three of them in wow. like yeah, you know, basically a year. It's After, a new thing. It's a safety thing, though. I kind of you like, like it. it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's all right. I think it's good if the race is past a certain point because it really does screw the dudes who you know who got a good start. Uh, who who wants to see a um, you know if the guys have been going for three four five laps the rule is past three laps and that's what it was it was exactly three laps so Filippoto was pretty good this weekend really good you know he probably kept his cool you know getting docked three three positions mm-hmm. I mean that that could fire you up you know and I I didn't even know at the time that that's really what yeah. happened I mean I'm out there with my guy I had an right. issue, we had an issue of our own but uh, when on the restart or uh, at the beginning oh. Yeah, we, before just, the, before the gate, before we the had goggle start. issues, you know, and, and, and my guy had vision problems, and uh, it was it, it worked out in our favor that uh, that restart mm. happened. Yeah, because then you got a new pair of goggles. Yeah, a new pair of goggles. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, not X-Brand goggles, though. I was just going to say, I if that was... those weren't X-Brands, were they? No, no I don't, don't think so. No, they weren't X-Brands. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what, about, what about Brock Tickle this year? Uh, I've written about him. I thought he would take a step up this year. Uh, I think, to be honest, he probably is about the same as he was last year on the Pro Circuit team. He's a he's a ninth to 12th place guy, it seems like, every week. The one weekend that he got a start, he went backwards fast. It wasn't good. Fast, bad, um, yeah. What's your take on his season? What do you think? Are you happy? Are, uh, do, you, do you want more? Do you expect more? Um, what do you think? Oh, I absolutely expect more. He expects more is a problem. You know, yep. he's, he, that kid really puts a lot in. You know, mm-hmm. he trains very hard. He eats right. You know, he mountain bikes, road bikes. I mean, does all the right things. Great attitude. Uh, I really enjoy, you know, all of that. You know, that's mm-hmm. refreshing. But uh, so he gets really discouraged. He comes in, you know, and he's not in tears, but he's, he's yeah. you can tell he's upset. And he's like, you know, Tony, I'm really trying. I'm, right. you know, and I just think it's a, I think he doesn't believe in himself is what I believe. I think that he needs to get confidence and believe in himself that right. he belongs out there. Because when he doesn't get that good start, when he gets that good start, he's kind of looking around him. And, yeah. you know, like when you see a guy well, doing that, you know that the, you're cooked. You know, The worst thing for him, and, you know, like last year I would talk to Mitch all the time and ask him about Tickle. Uh, he'd be like, we've we got to get him to start. He's got to get a start. He needs a start. I think he's afraid of the start. I think, uh, you know, this and that. Mitch is pretty blunt, as you know. The worst thing for him was getting that start in San Diego and going backwards that way because now he doesn't want any part of that anymore, right? He doesn't, no. Like, no, he's getting good starts now. He even, and I think in his heat this week, I he tries on the starts. Yeah. I don't think. But I agree with you. I mean, Mitch I agree. Like he doesn't want to, like, get in there because, for one, it's dangerous. For two, maybe he doesn't believe he belongs there. No, I don't believe. I, I, I actually kind of thought that maybe what mm-hmm. you were saying. But yep. 
I don't think the, the dangerous thing is there. I think he's actually trying to get a start, and I think he was embarrassed, but he knows that he's got to get up there and run with those yeah, guys. Yeah. And he does try, and when he does the technique and does it right, he, he leaves the gate late a lot. But if he's on time, yeah. he gets good starts. So it's a reaction thing for a lot of time for yeah, him. Big yeah, big time, because his, his technique's good. Right. Uh, how's RC been with him? Has it been all right? Been well, like, He gets fired up. He does? He's fired up on the radio. <laughs> Believe it or not, he, he was tweeting or texting or whatever uh, – the eye in the sky this week, you know. I mean, he's he's yeah. doing the show up there, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's texting uh, Kyle, you know, roosting on Brock after that, you know, that yeah. restart. Yeah, yeah. When we we're yep. in the restart, he said some things. I don't. Uh, I probably shouldn't. Yeah, repeat. no, no. Yeah, I don't need to. No, <laughs> we're happy to have you here. We do not want you ripped away. So yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Uh, but yeah, but RC's getting into the mix. Oh, he's 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 serious. Right, yeah, he right, likes right. it. Yeah. Talk about pressure, though, right? Well, I mean, yeah. When you're Brock Tickle, you get a works bike, a works Suzuki. Uh, and you're the number one guy on the team, and Carmichael comes on board for sure, you know? Um, and, and let's face it, it wasn't like Brock was a Justin Barsha or whatever where he was lighting, uh, lighting the class up. He was all right last year, really good outdoors. That's going to be the interesting part. In Supercross, he was all right, and I think he's just been all right again. Yeah. You know, not, not great, but not poor. No. You know, um, so I don't know. It's been interesting to see. Uh, Hill was sick this week, I guess, or Hill yeah, was sick he on was, Saturday. he was taking like – you know, cough stuff yeah, all yeah. week. He wasn't. Yeah, he was down for sure. It's yeah. too bad. Right. Didn't make the main event, but uh, I mean, hey, uh, some dudes are um, some dudes are definitely on me to talk crap on Hill, and I'm like, dude, it's he hasn't raced for like three years. You know what? Like, I'm impressed. Right. Really. Like, let's give the let's make give the guy. Events. How do you beat up on a guy like that? Well, I that's what I'm it. saying. Like, he he needs. Okay, 2014 Supercross, maybe we can see where he's at. But this year, just keep going and doing what he's doing, and you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. I, yeah, whatever. Whatever I, you want to do. I, I was, I was yeah. definitely a naysayer. I thought for sure that I didn't think he'd ever make another main event, but he proved yeah. me wrong. And when I saw him in pre-testing and stuff, and yeah. how he was riding, I was. You really were on impressed. here saying, "Hey, he's riding well." Yeah, you he came is. on here. He's riding well. Uh, Jared, what do you make of that? Uh, Berlut didn't watch the TV show, and he was down on the field. So, what do you make of RVs? Passing under yellow. Um, I think it was fine. No harm, he, no foul. He, he made up time on James. He was going faster while going slower and then made the pass, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. People were pretty upset about it. But I mean, it, it all boils down to, I guess, the uh, quote-unquote rules of the red flag or the medical flag. But, I mean, mm-hmm. the yellow, it is what it is. You can pass on the yellow. Yeah. yeah. And James said he was caught off guard by yeah. it, right? Yep. Yeah. The interesting like thing said. would have been, and I talked to Kevin Crower from the AMA. We're going to play his audio in a little bit here. We're going to come up with Michael Lessie. The interesting thing would have been, okay, so no red flag, right? So he jumps past the Lessie and gets penalized three spots. So what happens if there's no red flag and he jumps past the Lessie? That's the interesting question. Yeah. I don't see there any way they're docking him three, three spots. They do not want to take a win away. Well, you know, what happened? Uh, yeah. It was a great deal that they did that that, that restart had happened. Yeah. So then they can it makes him look good. They they, they docked him as three. Yeah, yeah. Now if that restart wouldn't have happened, they docked him to three at the end. He would have been a third place well, guy. That's what I mean. They wouldn't yeah, do exactly. that. They wouldn't do that. No, they, no way. they won't want to do no, that. No, no, no. So this was an easy way, right. you know. Basically, uh, when Canario was down, once Villapoto passed the red cross flag, he's now in a yellow zone and he can make a pass. And that's that's the did- bottom line. Didn't Stewie pass on the red flag or uh, the? No, uh, Dungey did. I thought they but showed Dungey, but uh, as you'll see from Kevin Crower, Dungey, uh, uh, Davy Millsap slowed down and, and singled when he didn't need to. Gotcha. And Dungey got by him, 
but it was okay because it was before, right before the Red Cross flag. So basically, I from the Red showed, Cross flag to the next flag, you can't do anything. I thought they showed something where, um, well, uh, with the RV Stewie exchange, you know, because they were going back yeah. and forth a bit, where the the red flag had just come out and then Stewie went by RV. No, no, okay. that was fine because that was before the spot. Okay, but you know who Barshik made up a ton of time on on RV and James doing the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it's all about going fast as you can while trying to go slow and single. Well, you know, moto is a different deal than NASCAR. I mean, this these guys have to make cat quick, you know, you know, decisions at the last second when they see that we're yeah. coming up on yeah, that, right. and you know, and so they don't have headsets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're they're not. There's spotters. no communication. So they. You well, know, they have no. They have they have spotters. The AMA has spotters and stuff and all that. You know, we're talking about the riders. No, oh, we're yeah, talking yeah, I'm about sorry. communication I'm to sorry. the rider. Yeah, I'm just uh, busy signing in here on the AOL. I, sorry, tits. Sorry, tits. Tits. Did you on? not get any of those ones? No, I, I did not. Send them again. Okay. Um, all right. So we're going to get Michael Lessie on here right away. Um, Berlut, there was a big rumor on Saturday morning your team had signed Christophe Purcell. Did you hear anything about that? Any yeah, that? that was going around in the did, morning. Did everybody come up? Kenny and, clipped it early, and, yeah. uh, and, and the team clipped it. But I can't even believe something like that would even come around. I, who's, who's kidding who? Are you it serious? Was, it, yeah, it was, uh, it was Le Big. Um, who started it from France, buddy of Purcell's. And I heard he actually made a report. He did. He did. Holy shit. I saw a text message from RC confirming it, but I guess they were all just fucking with him, and I feel bad for LeBay. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, like they were totally effing with him. RC did that? Yeah, Kenny did it. <laughs> RC did it, and it's just like, oh, man, poor oh, LeBay. He was all excited. Purcell was coming back. Dude, hey, Let's get to this question before we uh, – Oh, what, 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 No, nah, he's oh. injured. That guy's not – he's he's done. Come yeah, on, no, I really? think he's done. Uh, Quick question for you, Berlute. Damien, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, man? What's uh, what's your question for Tony? Well, I was I was listening to you talk about Brock, and I wanted to ask uh, Berlute. So you you know the guy hasn't hasn't been overachieving most of his career, and he seems to be struggling. And you're saying he's a head case, or, or you know his, his mental whatever focus or whatever isn't there. So what do you what do you do now? How do you how do you get him on point? Well, first off, I didn't say he was mental yeah. like that. You, or, a you're kinda, or a head case. Or a head case. But um, <laughs> let me clarify that. But, no, you know what? That kid's a winner. He's won a championship. And I believe, you know, he's he's an outdoor rider, and he's made that comment to me a couple times. But he's got to get better for Supercross because Supercross is where it's at as far as I'm concerned. That's where it, the show is. It is, know? yeah. Second yeah. beer already, Jar. Second beer. That's all right. That's quick. I'm just really? saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, all right, Damien. Thanks, man. Hey, I'm the RC of beer drinking. Let's just get uh, that. Last question before we get Michael Lessie on. John, what's up, man? Hey, Matt. Uh, I just want to ask Tony. I mean, you, you know, when you talk about RCH racing, you have the big sponsors. You have the, the, the innovator. Um, you guys have the best equipment. And, uh, I, I mean, don't – I mean, isn't Tickle considered, or at least based on his performance, I mean, he's a B-class rider. I mean, does, does Ricky Carmichael – uh, you know, now that he's with the team, I mean, do they go out and try and land um, an, an A-class rider next year? Absolutely. And there again, you know, I obviously I like Tickle, and I'm going to defend him. I, he, you can call him a B-class rider, and I, I get what you're saying there, but we got to work with what we got. This the RCH thing kind of came after you know the Tickle thing came, and um, yeah, absolutely, they're going to go after if you want to call it an A-class rider, they're they're going to do that. Well, and, here, uh, and you know, to be fair uh, to Brock, he's a good rider for sure. Uh, Ricky and Kenny on the show, Ricky said it in Race Rex interviews. I mean, they tried to get Millsaps. They tried to get Wilson. They talked to Josh Grant, and all those guys decided to go elsewhere. 
Um, but they're looking to get – I wouldn't be surprised to see Tickle on the team next year, but team with a, another – well, I think he's up. got a two-year deal, yeah. so Tick yeah. will be back for sure. Right. But uh, yeah, they're going after they're going after uh, what you might call right. an A rider, but that A rider that they might be going after could be a bust. It's, you know, this is a gamble out here. It sucks that our sport, John here, and and uh, John, no offense, this is our sport though, where you call Brock Tickle a, a B rider and yeah. he's a tenth place four fifty main event guy. I always feel like our sport is so harsh on these guys. You get For a sure. you get a tenth place NASCAR driver, IndyCar driver, and they're looked at as as one of the best. He's you know? making the chase, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and I mean, I and I understand that, but I mean, you know, really, I think that you know, when when you look at the resources and the efforts that are put forth by. Um, you know, RCH Racing, it just doesn't seem to produce the results that they're deserving of. Well, give them time. You know, give them time. Uh, JGR didn't start out with a bang either. You know, they hired Summy and Hanson, and they knew that, and they knew what they were getting, and they're growing, and you can make a case that they haven't yet got to where they Absolutely. want to. But, Absolutely. But there was, a, there was a reason why they did that, and, and there's maybe perhaps a reason why RCH is doing what they're doing. So give them another year and see what happens. I mean, they were negotiating, like you said, with uh, Millsaps. Yeah. If we, we got Millsaps, we, we'd have looked golden, you know. Yeah. But, you I know, mean, we geniuses. got – Yeah, what, you know, they, they got what they got, and you got to work with what you got for this year. But uh, to answer your question, and it's totally a legit question, it's a good question, I, mm-hmm. I think that for sure they're, they're, they're going to go after bigger – I won't say bigger, but they're going after yeah. – you know, Let's not make this a, a Bash Brock Tickle yeah. show. Yeah, right, right. Well, I appreciate you taking my call. <laughs> no the problem, show's John. great, and uh, yeah, have a good night. Thanks, man. Thanks. See you. On, on that same note, find a rider where it's on the line that where it's not mental, right? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. Mean, Millsaps was quote unquote mental, not in the game. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. now he is. I mean, what changed? So, right. uh, I mean, it could happen tomorrow. Baby and diapers, tickle. maybe. Who knows? Yeah, it's, it's quite a story he's doing. It's uh, great. I'd love hey, the guy. Uh, let's I'm get sick. to our next guest, uh, uh, Motor Concepts' Michael Leslie. His spot on the show is brought to you by Showy Helmets, showy-helmets.com. 50 years of helmet technology there. Showy Helmets, one of the best in the pits. And he's the whole shot guy. He led a lap, got seventh this weekend. Michael Leslie, what's up, man? Not too much. How are you guys all doing? Hey, Mike. Yeah, Tony Berluti's in studio, my buddy JR, where he's in studio. He's drinking beer. So uh, thanks for coming on, Mike. Yeah, no problem, no problem at all. I saw Berluti just uh, yesterday at the airport <laughs> going, yep. through the, uh, going through the checks. So, yeah, it was good, man. It's uh, good to see him and all the teams doing great over there. Um, you got to get more Twitter followers. Let's at MLSE eight hundred. Let's let's try to get you some more Twitter followers. You you, you need you need some. Dude, I appreciate that, man. I'm struggling right now. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> I need some more followers for I, uh, sure. But did you give let's away talk the, about the race, man, you, the season this year. Let's talk about that. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Did you give away that pink helmet yet? Yes, uh, to get to 30K. Oh, you're not there yet. Okay. Be, All right. So you're it sitting. ain't going your way. Come on <laughs> Come on, dude. All right. Hey, uh, uh, I got I got to pick a lucky follower. So It might even be someone from a different country, if possible. I mean. Well, you never know. It could go to a little, little lucky girl. It could be go to an old man. It could be to a fan <laughs> of overseas or maybe in Australia. You never know. He's, he's, giving, he's, giving, away, he's giving away a race-worn pink JT helmet. Nice. So, right. Anyways. Give it to Brock Glover. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Mike, uh, first question. Okay, so you whole shot the main, right? Uh, and then there's a red flag and there's a single-file restart. Do you do anything different for that kind of start? Like, what is that like? You got. I guess you're watching the flag. I've never asked a rider this, so I'm curious. Like, same starting technique, same everything, or do you watch the guy in front of you? Are you watching the flag? Like, what are you doing? Well, they specifically told us that there was no passing before the white line. So, right. 
I don't want. I didn't want to do anything that was, you know, going to get me disqualified or dock positions by trying to get around uh, Barsha that was just in front of me. So I kind of, I swung it wide in the next turn and set him up because he went inside mm-hmm. and I went over the tabletop triple double, and he, I don't think he was expecting that. And when I get into the next turn, I didn't really stuff him, but I just basically took his line away and I was able to get past him. And I don't know. I mean, that was pretty much what that pass entailed. But as far as the start technique on yeah. restart, it's just. It's single file until you pass the white line, and then it's, but it's game on. You're watching the flag. You're watching the drop of the flag, not the dude in front of you or nothing, right? Yeah, I mean, really, once it waves the flag, we're just rolling out. Yep. And then as soon as we pass the white line, then it's like, then we're, you know, yep. we're going for it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hey, you know what's funny? This is all new to me. I'm down there. Yeah. I don't know the rules. or <laughs> You know, this is my yeah, first, yeah. Right. you know, single file deal. And uh, I'm watching, and I thought the same thing. Like, everybody, like, took off like in unison or the by them they one guy took off one guy took like i'm like but, i thought this was when the flag dropped everybody went but nobody did that they had, kind of well yeah you had to, you could, had to follow until that I white line yeah i did right. i i until right. mike just said that i didn't know that was even the rule but do you do do you rev your do you rev your bike up as high as a, you would like are you full it's on a, it's a it's a weird deal too to not to mention <laughs> that in san diego they had the same um incident with jared brown crashing in the heat race and they had to red flag it mm-hmm. and they did the same thing the staggered formation so i thought that was kind of weird having two in one season already yeah uh, that's been kinda odd to see but i mean it's part of the rules and they gotta you know they gotta stick by the rules and you know they, you know die by the sword you, you live by the sword you die by the sword yeah. so that's kind of how it goes it's safety you uh do you rev your bike up as high hold the clock like same same all that are you as no no it was more of just like, you know, just like kind of like quarter throttle and just kind of rolled <laughs> off yeah. once the flag went. And then and then once I got across that white line, I was just going for it. And I knew I knew I had to get around Barsha before Chad was going to try and stuff me in the next turn. <laughs> right, right. Because I, I knew it was coming, you know. And, and I made sure I eliminated that situation by just passing Justin as fast as I could. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it definitely helped out. And, I mean, obviously the front guys, you know, they were going fast. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to, you know, say that I was going fast to them because they were. And uh, I was trying to ride my best and not, you know, slow up the progress and ride, aggre- like, too aggressive or too dirty in the same sense, but just ride my own race and focus on hitting my marks and try to do the best that I could and got a seventh, which I was pretty pleased yeah. with. And I'm just trying just trying to stay within the single digits this, this season and try to stay inside the top ten week in and week out and just right. keep building a good progress and, and a base and uh, that's all I can really ask for this season. Everybody's very competitive, very, very fast, and uh, it obviously makes for some great racing for the fans. And obviously the riders itself, you know, it makes it very competitive and great for yeah. everybody involved. Uh, 702-586-7857 if you want to talk to uh, Moto Concepts Racing, Michael Lessie, uh, really about anything. Um, did you, when, when Villapoto got you on the red cross flag, it caused them to be docked uh, three spots. Did you... Did you expect that? Did, were you like, "Hey, what are you doing, dude?" Were you were you thinking like, "Wait a minute, that's wrong"? Did, did it immediately come to your mind, or or what, what was yeah, that? Yeah, when it happened, honestly, I didn't even I didn't even think I had two thoughts about it. Honestly, oh, okay. it was just all not right. even a, not even a big deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as all the rules and other thing that what is happening after the race, I try to stay out of it. And, right. You know, the AMA they got a job to do, and uh, you know they do their thing, and you know it's mm-hmm. I, honestly I, I just try to stay out of it and. Uh, just do the, do the best that I can and race my race. But as far as the incident where he did get by me on the red flag, to me, I didn't even think two thoughts about right, it after right. it had happened. So, All right. Um, hey, uh, you're, you're riding all in suspension this year. I don't know if you're aware of that, but uh, you uh-huh. are. Um, how is it? 
Uh, how is the stuff? How is the Olin's uh, front and rear uh, stuff working out for you? I think the suspension's working great. I'm happy with Olin's. You're doing a great job. Been doing a lot of testing <laughs> with those guys in the off season, getting prepared for the Supercross season, and uh, and I can't thank them enough. They've been behind me and sticking behind me and really helping me on my suspension get better. And obviously with Mike Chinova, he's a great guy. You know, Moto Contest and Smart Top Racing. We got we got a great amount of sponsors: Showy, FMF, um, all the guys at Dunlop. The whole team's been working great, you know, and right. we can't thank all the guys enough. And X Brand for a huge support from them and supporting us the whole team this year. And so, like yeah. I said, we got great sponsors and a great team and a great foundation, and we got great riders on our team. Not just myself, but we have Gavin Faith and Jake Canada in the lights class. Yeah, they've been killing so to it. me. I think they're I think they're doing great. I mean, even though Jake had a you know his West Coast it, it hasn't gone that great, but last year he had a great Supercross season. And uh, you saw, obviously, with Gavin Faith winning the heat race, the yeah. very first one of the East Coast Lights. I mean, that kid's got some great potential. He's a great kid. He's a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. And he's always up for learning. And anything I tell him, he's like a sponge. He takes it all in, and he absorbs it, and he does it. And that's what I like about that kid. And I look good, look for good things from him this season. Uh, Berlou, you know who's doing the suspension for Olin's, right? For Mike? No. Clark Jones. Oh, okay. He's back. <laughs> they dug him out no of the lane. desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clark Jones. Oh. Hey, did you, Mike, did you try that stuff uh, in outdoors, or when did you guys first start trying it? Uh, we tried everything after, like literally right after the outdoor season had finished. So it was still fresh in my mind. I knew I was still fit, and coming off of uh, the last round of Elsinore, I knew I was still strong and fit and ready to go, and everything was still fresh in my brain from the whole season, so we immediately did it right after. And uh, I thought the stuff was amazing. It was great. And I wanted to start using it right then and there. And went right to Monster Cup. And I felt like I had a really good performance at Monster Cup, which was good for me. And, uh, and a good positive outlook on the suspension. I knew that we could make it even better than it already was. So, oh, that's yeah, nothing but great things coming from them. Yeah, my, my question, or I was interested that if you think that um, it's going to work better outdoors than Supercross, because I, I thought that you guys would struggle in Supercross with it, but I thought outdoors this stuff would be amazing, but I, but it sounds like you got it pretty dialed for Supercross. Yeah, it's it's pretty dialed for Supercross. I mean, I haven't really had that much, any complaints at all, mm-hmm. even through the, the, the preseason testing, it all went pretty smooth, and it's first thing when I got on the, the motocross right after the outdoor season had ended and I started using the suspension, I was like, wow, this stuff is amazing. Like, I like was blown away how good it was in just the first test day. And and from there, it was like I was hooked. Uh, a couple questions for you from the listeners here. We have uh, Oliver on one. Oliver, what's up, man? What's up? How are you? Thanks for uh, listening to the show. What's your question for uh, Michael Essie? Um, I just want to ask him, like, why does he think he's – or, no, why is he so much more better at Nationals than he is at Supercross? Well, he's probably answered that a ton, but uh, Mike, why are you like? We saw you last summer. You won a moto. You uh, were clearly the second best guy. Uh, what is it about outdoors that just makes you feel so much more comfortable? I don't know. It's a good question. You know, I, I'm just <laughs> yeah. naturally been good at good at motocross, I guess. But I'm trying to be better at supercross. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know, it's like my focus when it's in supercross. I want to be good at supercross. I want to succeed. I want to try to do my best to you obviously have the best result that I can get, but motocross has always come easier to me and just more natural. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, with supercross, I'm, it's, it, it doesn't come easy. And, uh, I'm not the first one to, you know, obviously explain that, but supercross comes easier and more natural to other riders. But for me, I have to work harder at it. And, uh, you know, obviously it doesn't come easy right. for me, but I'm trying to be better at it. Um, yeah, that's what I, you know, um, 
I like the fact that you're you're a racer. Like a lot of guys would shy away from trying to get a start because they're maybe not that good at Supercross. But for you, you're like, you know what? I'm not that good at Supercross, or relatively speaking. But I'm still going to try to get the start, and I am still going to try to run the pace of the top guys. And I like I like that attitude. You know, some guys are scared to get the start. You know, and that's the thing is like if you if you put yourself in a bad position in the start, especially right now with how competitive the level of the guys are at, mm-hmm. it's hard. I mean, you're you put yourself in a bad hole right off the start of the race by getting a bad start. You get a good start, you put yourself up front, you're racing with the front guys and they're going to push you to be a better rider and a better racer. And that's why I try to put myself in a good position mm-hmm. you know, week in and week out. Thanks, Oliver. Hey, hey and, and hey. pool in the hole, you get 1500 bucks. Yeah, good point. Might as well do that, you know, get the extra. He is a privateer. Get, get the paid. extra scratch. Yeah. 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 And there, was a, there was a point in the season or getting towards the middle now, I was like, I was really thinking, man, these starts are really, like, not coming easy anymore. Like, I don't know if it was me or if it was just the guys right. have gotten better. But uh, I was, like, thinking, man, I don't know if I'm going to get one of these anytime soon. And finally this weekend it came through, and yeah. it was weird. I, I just I knew that the start was going to come soon, sooner or later, and I just felt it after that heat race. I knew if I could get that same jump in the heat race that I could get in the main event, I had no sh- no doubt in my mind I could get that, that start right. in the main uh, event. And um, Fair enough, I got it. Oliver wanted to know why you were better at motocross and supercross, and Rob here wants to know, what's your question, Rob, why he's improved in supercross? Well, damn it, Steve, Oliver took my question, so now i got to come up with a different one. But, I mean, here's what I find, here's what I find interesting. Is I find <laughs> Mike has never really been good at supercross, and, and I think he'd be the first to admit it. But over the last couple of years, he's, he's gotten better. Well, this year he got such a stacked field. And I, mean, I don't is it is it because the tracks are easier? But Mike is riding really good. He's always mentioned. Um, he's finishing better than like Justin Brayton. So I'm just kind of I want to ask: is it, is it more years out of Supercross track that what has made him get so comfortable? Because before he looked so sketchy going through the whoops. He just I don't know. He and his bike and everything just looks so much better. And then the second part of that, Mike, would be. What out of you've learned to go better in Supercross? Is that how is that going to translate for your motocross season? Because I right now I think like you is being like on the box at every single national this year. Well, first first off, thanks for the support. I appreciate that. And uh, to answer your first question, you know, to me, I feel like I'm riding as best as I can. And like you said, my bike is working great. I'm getting better in the whoops. I'm being more competitive, and I am battling with the top guys like Justin Brayton. And like this past weekend, the rider who finished in front of me was the points leader, Davey Millsaps, and the rider that finished right behind me was Trey Kennard, uh, a, a champion in his own right in the lights class and, a, and a, a phenomenal rider. I mean, I'm racing with the world's best riders, and I'm I'm trying my best. You know, I, like I said, stated earlier, I might not be the best supercross rider, and it doesn't come easy to me, but I will keep trying. And that's one thing about myself is that I'll never give up. And uh, the second part of your question, I feel like the transition going from Supercross to Motocross is only going to make me better, faster, and stronger come outdoor season and just got to stay consistent. And like I've been stating, just put myself in good positions and being up front and racing those front guys and gaining that confidence back to to race them and be up front. And that's all going to translate into outdoors. And it, it should be really, really good and really fun and interesting. So thank you for the two great questions. Thanks, Rob. Awesome. No problem. Thanks, Steve. All right. See you. Um, what about uh, what about your contract, Mike? Are you 
are you up this year? Um, are you going to uh, re-sign the Motor Concepts? Do you have another year? What, what's the situation with that? The uh, contract is uh, it, it is up this year for okay. sure. I'd love to stay with Moto Concepts and, and Smart Top Racing with mm-hmm. Genova. He's a he's a great man, a great guy, a great team, and uh, I look forward to great things with him. And like I stated before, I, I would love to end my career racing with with Moto Concepts and Smart Top Racing uh, because I just feel really really at ease at uh, at this team and with Mike. It just makes it so much mm-hmm. fun and. Uh, and I could just do my own thing and, and train and ride and come to the races and do the best that I can. And I don't have to feel that, that strict pressure from or regiment right. from a like factory team that is, is always placed on. And with Mike, he, he, he makes it really like enjoyable to like go do my job. Like I look forward to doing it. And I don't know, like I stated, but I mean, contract is up for sure. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, stuff like that will get <laughs> negotiated and talked about more down the line here right. in the, the coming months. Because you, uh, because you got the whole shot this weekend, because you rode so well, I'm going to give you that third goggle for practice. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you that third goggle for practice. Yes. Uh, oh, that's funny. No, uh, Daytona this weekend. Um, what's your thoughts on that? It's uh, it's not quite what it used to be, Daytona, and, and we'll get. To, I want to talk to you about that, Berluti, later on in the show. But um, what's your thoughts on Daytona? I think that Daytona is going to be a great race. It's going to be – Awesome weather, no rain in the forecast, and I'm actually here in Florida right now, and it wasn't nice. that good today, honestly. It was uh, a little windy and cold, but mm-hmm. come weekend time, it's going to be fa- fabulous. The weather's going to be about 70, 75 degrees. Nice. Track's going to be really good. Um, I-, I look forward to a good event, have some fun. Uh, it's going to be a good race, and having rocks in there, that's, that's going to be interesting. My old teammate, so having oh, yeah. him in the 450 class, and, and Tomac, and, and obviously Stewart riding really good right now, and RV's riding good. All the guys are, everybody's riding great right now. I mean, you look at the list of riders that are in the 450 class, it's like, dude, those are legit guys. They're all fast mother, mother efforts. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're fast dudes. And uh, so, like I said, I mean, uh, you have to applaud all the dudes that make the mains week in and week out. You know, they're, they're the top-level dudes in America, and dude, you can't get any better than that. Uh, Berluti, you know he rode at uh, Stewie's house last week. No, he did. Yeah, Alessi and what? Stewart riding together, riding buddies. Really? Yeah. Who would have thought? How did he let you on the track? <laughs> They're Suzuki teammates. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> How was it down there? Does he got a nice, nice place? Huh? Yeah, James is. Uh, he was awesome. It was great. I, he let me come down and ride his track. We were pretty much rained out up here in Jacksonville. And- mm-hmm. It was pretty much, needless to say, it was underwater. There was no way we could ride. And he let me come down, ride Tuesday and Wednesday. And, you know, it was fun. I enjoyed it. We did a lot of motos. We did, like, two tens on Tuesday. Then it started pouring down rain, came back the next day. We did, like, four tens, one five, a 20-lap moto, and then some starts. Dude, I was, like, beat after the day was over. But, man, did I have fun just having a blast just riding with James in it. Yeah, it wasn't like one of those things where it was like a strict, you know, regiment or series. Like we just went out there and we just rode, had fun, and enjoyed it. And uh, you know, that that's what that's what racing and riding is all about. When you bring the love and fun back into it, that's mm-hmm. when you really start to enjoy your job again and you really see like how, how much enjoyment it really is. And that was really cool for me last week and I think that translated into St. Louis and having fun and mm-hmm. had a good result. The love and the fun and huge, massive mother effing jumps. Dude, uh, he had some big <laughs> jumps gone. on the motocross track. I just, I just went out there just started riding the motocross right. track. 
I went like four or five laps, and I, I saw my dad and, and my practice mechanic Daniel. They're like telling me, "Hey, you got to come in gas." They're pointing at the, the gas yeah, can, yeah. and I'm just like, "There's no freaking way I'm coming off right now. I'm having too much fun." And they got to the point where they like literally had to pull me off the bike to get off <laughs> the, the track. And the last time fun. I was there, I was like, I was like looking at these jumps, going, "Oh, James, you, you jump from there to there." That's what you do, those two mountains? Wow. You know? Just like, yep, that's what we jump. And I'm like, oh, my God. They're insane. Like, if you were to have a bike problem on the face, Ooh. it's over. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's over. Big time. <laughs> oh, it's, it's crazy. Just huge jasso jumps. Well, hey, Michael Lessie, thanks for coming on the Pablo Mech Show, man. Appreciate it. Good ride this weekend. Hey, Mike, I oh. want to say one thing. Sorry, you're, Tony. You're pa- no, I'm, I, I just interrupted you. I just wanted to get this in is that. You know, just listening to you, your passion is unbelievable. You know, passion takes you a long ways, and, and you're going to be in this, this game for a, a long time because you love the game. And listening to you, I, I love to hear that passion. Well, thank you, Tony. I appreciate that. You're a great mechanic. I, my dad always talks about you highly and says you're a great mechanic. And, uh, He's lying. Well, I appreciate the good things that you say, man. That's awesome to hear. You know, like, like I've stated, I mean, just having the fun and just enjoying it and I know I'm not that old yet. Obviously, I'm only 24 years old. I'll be 25 at, at Hangtown this year. I mean, really, I'd like to ride another four or five more years. 29, 30 years old probably be about time I want to be done racing, start a family, and start that next chapter in my life and, uh, you know, just enjoy it after that. But uh, as far as right now, you know, I'm just having fun and trying to just do the best that I can week in and week out and just enjoy it and because i mean this is this is a gift from god i mean there's there's only 20 riders that make the main every weekend and i feel like to me that i'm privileged enough that god gave me this talent to be able to do this and do this sport and i'm not going to waste it that's why i train hard every day and i work my ass off to try and do the best that i can and and to be the best that i can and try to get the best results that i know i should be getting and like i said this is you know, this is my one chance, and I'm not going to piss it away. Well said. Um, all Great. right. Keep those X-Brown goggles on. Keep them whole-shotting. That's why he whole-shot. Your guy had goggle problems, Berluti. Michael Essie had no goggle problems, and he whole-shot. Wow, you believe this. Hey, I, hey, I have no problems at all with my goggles. I can't thank all the guys at X-Brown enough, and I'll see Steve Mathis. No dog hair. I just want to give a, pl- I just want to give a <laughs> plug out to all dog the hair everywhere. <laughs> There's no dog hair. Sure. That, <laughs> that dog died. No, no dog hair in the goggles. <laughs> no, there's no been no dog hair. You're building them in your hotel room, then, right? No, I'm not. Hey, Steve, how much you paying him? Come on. Yeah. No. Listen, you, we don't well, want to Mike, talk about well, it. Mike's a believer. Back top- okay. Back on topic. I just want to say thanks again to all the guys at Smart Talk and Motocross Association doing a great job. FMF and Olin Suspension, Shelly Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, just all the guys at JT Racing. I can't thank them enough too. Got some great gear on. And uh, all the guys at So Clean and All Balls Racing, guys doing a great job. Uh, just can't say enough good things about them. And look forward to this weekend, Daytona. So right I'll on. talk to you guys in a bit. Thanks, Have Mike. A good night. All right, and Mike. If you guys want to follow, if you guys want to follow me, yeah, what's on his Twitter? Instagram and Twitter, M L S C eight hundred. Hit that follow button. All right. Make sure you draw me for that helmet. All right. See ya. See you in a couple of days, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. So, uh, see you, Steve. All right, everybody. That's Michael Lessie, Motocomps. That's Michael Lessie. Is it possible for you to drink your beer a little quieter, Jr.? Serious? Oh, who's hearing the sucking and the squeezing of the is beer? Is it me or is no, it him? him. Oh, you know sucking? Sure. I have nothing, dude. Oh, my God. Are Tits. you serious right now? Tits, will you back me on that? 
I can't say I heard that, but I did hear him clanking around this whole time, getting his beers and moving around the, and junk like we're that. We're trying to get sound perfection here Dude, on the podcast. I went downstairs and got Berluti a bottle hey, over thank it. you, Jay. It's got nothing to do with me. Yeah, but you're sucking on that beer when you take a sip. <laughs> You can hear it. Oh my God! Dude. Jr. I was hoping I was, it wasn't me. I'm it wasn't you. Blaming you. I was yeah, watching. I was watching. Yeah, whatever. It was this guy. Hey, whatever. You <laughs> can't out. get the beer down fast enough. I'm gonna take my ball and go home. I'm out. No, uh, no, no. Stay here, bud. Come on. You'd, I'd like you opening my bottle for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to help a brother out, dude. Now I'm getting thrown under the bus. Hey, uh, W Wheels is on board with us, uh, and I just want this is their debut show, and. Uh, John Anderson down there, a uh, great guy. He's been, been around a long time. Great guy. And uh, W has been uh, uh, eight years now. Uh, or w has been around for a while now. John Anderson, member of White Brothers. Yeah. Mechanic for yep. years. Worked at White Brothers forever. And uh, if you know the importance of good, reliable race wheels, don't be fooled by the Chinese wheels out there. There's a W on there. Reed, Dungeon, Millsaps, Brayton, Short, Tickle. Many more guys use W wheels. And as a popular saying goes, if you got a $10 helmet, wear a $10 if you have a $10 head, wear a $10 helmet. The same go. can be said about your wheels. Uh, and we're going to actually have a uh, giveaway for some wheels, I think, at one point here. So thanks to uh, W for coming on board, as well as all our sponsors, Black Ops Moto, 810 Solutions, Brat Bar, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, Works Connection. What do you guys use Works Connection? You got the yeah, we, device? Uh, yes, or, or absolutely. Or yeah. per- you still got the perch now. No, we're not Factory using perch. Yeah, yeah, yep. But the starting Great device. products. Starting yeah. device. Wonderful. Yep. Best one out there. For sure. Uh, showy helmets and fab Jeep and truck parts. Atlas neck braces. You know Atlas is giving away a free neck brace if you're a pro? Really? Yeah. Have if you, you ever do, worn if, one of those? No. Oh, you. That's right. You don't I, ride anymore. I don't ride anymore. I, I never had a neck brace even when I rode. You yeah. got no tracks. Yeah. This, the the riding is terrible here. I think I would have a bike if I lived in SoCal. I really no, no. do. Have you been out to Sandy? Come out to Sandy one day. It's, it's an Dude, hour. That's yeah. way outside it's of his It's an hour. Circle. Way outside. And a bit each way. It's 35-second yeah. lap times. Dude, I saw you at Mesquite. Mesquite's farther up there. No, Mesquite. We went there Mesquite's twice. good. Mesquite's Wait. farther up there. And it is I good. I would rather but... go the extra distance to Mesquite because the track is that much better. I'll side with you on this one, Steve. The, for us to go to Sandy, <laughs> yeah. it's a bit of a journey, and it's short. They have lengthened the track, but it's still shorter lap times. It is times. small, for sure. But, um, and they've done a lot. I know I, I, my buddy's you know, good friends with Clark and all that. It's a good track. They've done a lot to expand it. Um, Mesquite, it's a journey, but we only went there a couple times. Well, it was only open on Saturdays, and then I was racing. Or whatever. Yeah. And I the mean, problem, it, problem with Mesquite, how many times are you going to ride there? Yeah. They close it down. And come on, get real. They're not passionate they, about the game. They, they are. Wow, there were so many guys there, too, every time we went. It yeah. Was so many people. But, and they shut it down Utah. April April to um, – Forever, let's yeah. say August. Right. Um, Later now, it's even. tough. Boulder, Boulder was Boulder City Boulder was good, was cool. but um, you know, Boulder was Sandy's all right still prepped. there. Sandy's a fun place. Clark is a good dude, and he preps the track. He's, nothing a, to do he's a rider. It's a fun track. If yeah. you can you move need to get Sandy, a bike and come back out. I got a bike. If you so, can oh, move okay. Sandy Valley, yeah, <laughs> closer to my house, I'm in. Yeah, Steve, but it's not worth the drive for sure. Mesquite's further. But that track is he's worth not, the drive. He's not denying it, but the track that, is fun. Okay, Mesquite's fun, okay. good track, a real track. No, it is good. Sandy's gotten a lot better since you and I were going. Okay, but right. um, again, it's just one of those. There's... I'll bust out the red gear, the Santa gear. The one nice. Yes, yeah. He did look like Santa Claus the, with that. The shirt. gear that Pink said I made me look like Santa. Oh <laughs> God, dude, that well, red and white. To, he needs to go to the, the Santa Claus Grand Prix there <laughs> yeah. in uh, Carlsbad. Uh, let's get to this call before we go to commercial. <laughs> Brian, what's up, man? It's tough coming from SoCal, though, dude. Come on, Brian. Yeah, what's up? What's up, man? 
Hey, I got a question. Um, I'm on the East Coast. I was wondering, uh, you were talking to Verlute about um, the Daytona track. Like, can we talk about that a little bit now, or you kind of got to wait? Brian, for you, we will talk about it now. <laughs> okay. I don't uh, want, I just I'm, I'm watching the, the 86 uh, Daytona race. I think it was yesterday. But that track was so treacherous, and, like, just the bikes are so, the suspension was set up so soft, and it'd be cool to see another track like that. What do you think? This was what I was getting at. Uh, Daytona has done a few different things. Um, they made it, you know, it was old school. It was a 30-man gate. It was uh, rough and tumble, and the jumps got treacherous. And it, Burley, you were probably there when it went over the speedway. That was before my time, even. I don't know if you were there mm, then. You know what? I don't think I was. Han- I remember Hannah. Cr- yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and then they went to a more of a supercross track, but it was still during the day. Yeah. And now, but it was still a little old school, but now oh, it, sure. is, it is supercross. It is at night. It is, you know. It's super cross at night, but it's still in that sand. I still call this this place the roughest outdoor national we go to. No one changes their suspension anymore. We used no, to test before, you know. Yeah. You remember you used to come up with a Daytona setting? Yeah, yeah. And I remember even at Chad's house, he would build like a some dig some pits out, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the, the nose, the, the wheezing of the nose, Jr. Well, that's like that's like RV saying, right, oh. that, you know, he doesn't go to that setting anymore. Like I think you guys were talking there on the – the, I don't know the podcast or yeah. whatever they're after the race. Yeah, yeah, right? it's uh, yeah, it's 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 the same old thing. Berlu, what would you like to see it if you could wave your magic wand? I, I would go back the way it was. Well, you you like the daytime when it's really hot. Yeah, it was, and it was it was that was Daytona right. for sure. Although you know, I think Gary Bailey was a terrible track builder. You know, as far as the transactions, the transitions go, and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's what made it gnarly. You know, yeah. but just make sure your elbows are up. Bring, Kodowski, Larocco, bring, bring the current track design builders, Barnett or whoever does it, and make it old school in the middle of the day. And now we got something. Now we got I it, mean, I think. I, I just don't see how you, um, you know, with the bikes and the technology and stuff, I mean, I'd love to see that kind of a track, like back in 86 with the bike that we have now. You know what I mean? Just see how much different suspensions would, you know, obviously act and just everything else. Yeah, I mean... Berlut, um, when's your first year going there, Daytona? Uh, 87. Oh, the mutter? Yeah. Ricky Ryan. Ricky Ryan won. Yeah, you were there. You're good. You're good. Bowen. Bowen should have won. Yeah. Bowen was gone. Yeah. Who were you working for? Tommy Watts. That was Watts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'd like to see it more go back. I don't want to see it go totally old school with the, yeah. tel- with the telephone poles. I don't want to see that <laughs> uh, for whoops, but I'd like to see it go a little more-ish towards what? what it was you know i feel like now with the modern jumps and the nice transitions it's a little dangerous because of the the chuckles the the shadows and the chuckles that develop it's almost like you because of the way the braking bumps form and the way the chuckles form you can't build the normal 70 foot triples or whatever you gotta take and i feel like they but it's always been that way i mean it gets there it's funny in in practice what they're jumping is like normal supercross but it gets so chuckled and whooped out before the face, and next yeah. thing you know, they're single in the shit. Yeah. Know? Well, but even still, you think they are now? 20, well, 2012? I think it still gets gnarly. Okay. I I like it at night myself, personally, because I think the fanfare is, is coming out. You know, Definitely they love, more fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, yeah. Uh, when they moved to tonight and they opened the tarmac for, yeah. for, stand, for standing. They get a good they get they, a good fanfare there. They do. Sure. You're right. Um, all right, Brian. Well, thanks, man. All right, Steve. Thanks, guys. Have a good show. All right, thank you. Hey, we're going to go to commercial break, our first commercial break of the uh, – of the uh, show, and then what's what's the matter? 
Oh, nothing. I'm just oh. little, I'm reading my phone. Oh. I'm not like Kenny. Come on, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. Let me see the phone. Why? <laughs> you know, why do you throw Kenny's out hey, the door? Ever tr- since ever since Kenny left, this guy's got like way more demanding and like he's like he's controlling the place up in here. I'm just trying really? to. Did I'm, Kenny keep him in line? I don't know. It just seems that like like uh, now he's tr- now he's trying to be a hard ass. F you, dude. Yeah. Love this uh, guy right here. Uh, no, no, I'm no, not trying times. to be a hard hey, ass. Hey, what's up, I hard miss, ass? I miss Kenny. My bad. I just the sucking and the wheezing coming Bro, through the. Honest to God, how many times did you? Motion me with my mic. I don't know. Let's go to commercial. We got Jimmy Albertson coming up. Bobby Canari, Jr.'s in studio. Tony Berluti's in studio. Tits is semi here. Not really sure. I'm here physically. Physically, mm. not mentally. Uh, <laughs> we still have a lot of more things coming up. We're going to give away some race tech suspension T-shirts and uh, a whole bunch of stuff. So stick around. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. 
from Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013.
2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulbamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Showy. Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. 
The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessey in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Yes, sir. It's good Van Halen song, huh? As good as they come. It is. Yeah. It's one of the most underrated of the Sammy Hagar Van Halen yeah. songs. Makes me happy to hear it, kids. Yeah! Welcome back! Coming at you! Van Halen, Sammy Hagar, 0812-1988. Mine all mine. What a song. Great wow. album, huh? Good, good album. Listen, Brody, you're album. the motherfucker who likes David Lee better Whoa. than no, Sammy. No, no, dude, we've had that discussion so many times. And I times. thought you said it was never, David. Never, never. Out of the three or four times you've asked yeah. me, it's always okay, been. Okay, I, I take it back then. Hagar. I, I'm mistaking you for someone oh, else. Oh, for yeah. sure, Hagar. Hagar. That right. might be Absolutely. me. That might be you. Yeah. Uh, uh, welcome back to the show, the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Black Ops Moto has developed an aftermarket high-output ignition coil. Unlike traditional ignition coils, the Black Ops Moto coil has several features not found on the older-style ignition coil designs. Black Ops Moto is the leader in testing and producing the latest-generation ignition coil products, such as high-output pencil-style coils. With the coil installed, the improvements will be more power, quicker throttle response, and easier engine starting. BlackOpsMoto.com. They're on board with us. Uh, thank you, those guys. Um, Berlut, um little bit of noise this weekend. Chad Reed went back to the Spring Fork for Atlanta and for this weekend. I was under the impression that he had to run the Air Fork. Honda was very excited to run the Air Fork and wanted to promote it. What's been Brock Tickle and RCH's experience with the new Showa Air Forks? Um, all Brock's is positive. You know, he was one of the original guys that started testing that with Mitch last year. And mm-hmm. we, you know, we, we've, we definitely play with it quite a bit, but... Uh, He's definitely he loves it. I think I, I really the, the the number one thing that the guys when we test it they say is the traction the front yeah. front end traction is what's amazing. 
But then why like is Chad nonstop complaining? He's the only guy. He is, isn't he? He really is. I mean, every all he you would... guys were beating up Villapoto saying it's the air fork. That's why he's washing out. I mean, come no, on. I was not, but some people were. Yeah, yeah some people yeah. were. Um, that's the thing. Every suspension guy I talk to is like, this is better. This is better technology. This is better response to the rider's hands. This is a better grip, better feel. Weight. And, and, and plus the weight. I thought the weight was the big thing. And every suspension guy is like, oh, no, no, no. Weight is awesome, but the performance of these things are better. Well, number one thing, yeah, the, the rider maybe don't feel the weight like you're talking about. I mean, mm-hmm. me as a mechanic trying to make my bike as light, and then I put yeah. it on the scale, and I'm like, yeah, I got right. two pounds off my bike. But Where are you they, at on your weight? Where am I? Where are you at? I can't. I don't. Two, are you 224 lower? No. You know what Carlos is at? Mm, he's, I think, told me like 226. Oh, he's claiming different for me. Really? Maybe he's got a lighter yeah, sense. Yeah, Depends yeah. on if he's running. The yeah. air shock or whatever. Nah, Carlos is claiming really? like 223, 222. Oh, then he's telling me a different story. Okay. He's very ha- proud about his weight. So Yeah. The, the bike weight there. He said he was he, – he actually made it sound like I gave – I kind of threw mine out there. And he oh, made yeah? it sound like I'm close to the Hondas. Oh, but the Hondas are always light. Hondas are light. Oh, you mechanics. You guys, you guys care. Well, that's it. what it – but anyway, getting back to the right, fork. Yeah. The number one thing is they said the front end traction. That mm-hmm. the thing they can just rail around turns. Yeah, I want to actually. I'd love to ride with it. Try it myself. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool, no doubt. Yeah. And uh, does Brock say that the Work Showa Air Fork is any better or worse than the Pro Circuit All Air Fork? No, it's, I mean, is uh, it the same thing? I don't even. It's they, very similar. They look different. Yeah, color wise, and a few things. You know, you got some right. uh, the lugs down on the bottom, but right. According to the Showa guys, believe it or not, the work stuff is going more towards kit. They're 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 saving money. They're, yeah. It, it, the parts that are in internal parts and stuff are mm-hmm. more towards kit kit now. Yeah. The yeah. works one is more towards kit. Yeah. 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 They're finding no performance difference really. Yeah. Well, not, and, and, not as much. Yeah. Well, and saving money. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah which is the number one thing. Yeah. Um, hey, more to the uh, to the AMA uh, red flag. Brian Villapoto uh, issue. Um, I spoke to Kevin Crower from the AMA this afternoon um, for the show. And uh, here's a brief little, I think it's a six or seven minute conversation with Kevin Crower about uh, all the penalties that went down. And, wow, uh, you got that, huh? Yeah, that's what I do for the listeners. Dude, you're awesome. Uh, thank you, Brilliant. No, that's seriously, why you're on the show. You're that's why you're on the show, because I'm awesome. <laughs> that's I'm, why I'm on the show, because you awesome? tell me I'm awesome. No. Yeah. Oh, you dog. Yeah. Come on. I'm humble Steve now. No. That's what I'm trying to be. This guy right here. Uh, <laughs> Poor uh, Junior's getting his ass kicked over here. Oh, in the chat room? <laughs> yeah. No. No, by you and oh, the chat oh. room. <laughs> All those people in the chat room are 95% dildos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's listen to myself and Kevin Crower talk about the uh, AMA red flags and and all that. With me is the director of Supercross for the AMA, Kevin Crower. And uh, Kevin, um, you're the man on the scene making the calls. This weekend we had uh, well, we had a few things. We had two red flags, uh, another single file restart. I guess let's mm-hmm. first of all, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. And let's deal with the uh, the single file restart first of all. I was surprised. That it was it went single file because I thought it was a fifty percent rule, but it is not a fifty percent rule. Correct. It's three three completed laps. It, and is it a uh, is it a judgment call or is that it? After three complete laps, it's single file. No, it, it is not a judgment call. It, it is you know once once we get to three complete laps, it, it'll be a single file restart until we reach ninety percent. Okay. You know, which in a twenty twenty lap race is at eighteen laps. Man, it seems funny to uh, to have. I didn't see these things for uh, 
for 17 years following the circuit, I didn't see one single foul restart, and I've seen three in a, in a year. So Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things I guess people can't ever say that we're afraid to throw a red flag anymore. Um, you know, ultimately it's about rider safety, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, most of the time it's John's call on the floor, John Gallagher, our race director. Um, and a lot of times it's, you know, as soon as we see someone knocked out or something, it's, it's, yeah. we're going to go to a red flag. It's, it doesn't matter whether it's live television or, you know, what the situation is, mm-hmm. um, you know, rider safety is ultimately what we're after. Um, and so, um, what we had, we had two incidents. We'll cover the first one, um, in the first, within those three laps before the red flag came out, Ryan Villapoto, um, you're supposed to roll the triple when the safety lights are on. He rolled the first one and doubled out passing Michael Lessie, and he was, he was uh, determined uh, to, to have done that under the caution, the Red Cross flag, and uh, three positions was the ruling? Yes, it was. Uh, why the three positions? How did that come about, and uh, can you talk about that process a little bit? Yeah, sure, and, and just to, to clarify, you know, John Gallagher is our race director, is the one that makes the decisions on the racetrack, mm-hmm. um, you know, with regards to these penalties and different things, but the, the three positions penalized for jumping on the, the red lights is kind of a precedence that we've set, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it's in qualifying or, or the heat races or anything like that, that we have the ability to, to do a position penalty, and that's kind of what we've done in the past, and we try and stick to that. Right, and so he was docked three positions. Um the second thing was in the main event, uh, there wasn't actually a formal protest filed, was there? For which incident? For, 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 the, uh, for the passing James Stewart was, for the it, lead. It was a bit of a busy night. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there wasn't a formal protest filed, from what I understand, for passing Stewart for the lead under the yellows. Well, actually, there was a formal protest oh, filed by the, uh, James Stewart and Team Yoshimura. Ah, okay. Okay, I, th- I didn't, thought they were eventually decided not to do that, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's basically an incident like that. It's it's obvious mm-hmm. um, for the race director when it happens. So it's you know John chose to review that situation, and, and as you know, we held the results until he could have a chance to review the videotape um, from different angles and all over the place. So you know we held the results, and and John. Um, completely reviewed that situation and you know obviously the decision as you know was it was that there would be no penalty assessed um because of where it happened and then at, at that point the uh james stewart and team yoshimura um chose to protest um the pass mm-hmm. um so but there was a protest filed it's fine to pass under yellow and that's what Correct. rv did he did make up time on james with the red cross flying but there's nothing in the rule book Stating you can't go fast, you can't go slow faster. I guess is what the idea, what the what what RV really kind of did, right? Yeah, and and as you know, you know, if you watch that back and look at it, you know, it's the same for Justin Barsha. Yes, you know, the three yes. of them going into that triple at the same time, and you know, to put yourself in their position as those guys, they're all racing for the lead at that point. And that's got to be a difficult thing for them. Is basically it turns into a slow race for them, and they're mm-hmm. they they don't want to lose position or advantage, you know. So they're all kind of moving around, and in uh, but yes, I mean, you can make up time on somebody there. You just you know, in that section. Um, but you just can't pass him. Right. And RV pulled close, but he made the pass under yellow, which was fine. According to the rules, it, was, it was done safely. And, and I think um, right. the next time we see Stewart under yellows and, and some red cross, he might go a little slow, faster while going slow. <laughs> um, you know, basically yeah. that was kind yeah. of. 
that it's, was- uh, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, and we'll, uh, you know, we always, those things happen so fast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on and, and uh, you know, you just, you do the best you can. Some people were speculating in the pits after why didn't the three positions get thrown um, after the race. Um, can, you mm-hmm. talk, can you talk about that decision a little bit? Um, I, I mean, I, I feel like it was assessed at the right spot, but in, in, in a sense then, Filippoto got a little fortunate with the red flag coming out. But um, can you talk about why it wasn't done? That wasn't penalized after the race. Yeah, sure. And, and that's, that's a matter of, um, you know, when, when, a, when we talk about the, the red flags and restarts, you know, it states in the rule book that obviously the original start is an official part of the race, so any infractions that happen before the red flag can be enforced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's up to the race director when those are enforced. And it, it's kind of a precedence that we've, you know, used all along in, in professional racing. We just haven't seen it happen in Supercross before because, as you mentioned earlier, the, the lack of single-file restarts is, right. is we're seeing more and more. Um, but if you look at road race or any of the other professional, you know, AMA disciplines, there's, you know, if there's a red flag and a, a rider does something prior to that restart, you know, the race director has the ability to to move that person to the back of the grid or, mm-hmm. or situations like that. So in this situation, um, John Gallagher made the decision, um, and in the right one, I feel to to impose that penalty prior to the restart. And there would be no, in a sense, uh, and again, this is you know what was going on in the pits afterwards. There's no sense you can't punish someone for doing it again, which is what he did under James Stewart because the original the original the pass it with James Stewart is deemed was deemed legal and fair, so there's no like Correct. repercussions for another shady moment. Let's say, you know. Correct. Right. Right. Um, is this something where you will talk to the riders maybe this weekend um, and reinforce the rules a little bit? Yeah, I, I think, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, something John will probably just mention, you know, when things like this happen that are confusing and, and uh, you know, we try and clarify them a little better at the next riders meeting, uh, you know, that'll be up to John what he wants to do at the riders meeting. Right. Um, okay. Anything else? Did we, uh, did we cover it? Um, no, you know, I think the only other question we had that night, um, you know, was, was also, there was a question about the pass, um, actually not the pass, but the, the doubling into the triple from Ryan Dungey, um, right, right. in the same area prior to the red flag. And, you know, that was another thing that was reviewed by the race director. And, and after looking at tape, it was very clear that the red cross, red cross was prior to the triple after the double. Um, so when, you know, Millsaps chose to roll that. Um, double where mm. you watch the video everybody else doubled in which was legal um, because the Red Cross was after that um, but unfortunately it allowed Ryan to to get up next to um, to Davey and they you know they kept that position all the way through and then you know Benji completed the pass at the other end of the track but yeah. you know that was something that was reviewed also um, you know but there was no incident there yeah I think afterwards uh, one of the Rockstar team members said Davey slowed down he made a mistake Davey slowed down and made you know he didn't need to do that what he did it's, it's good to have the, yeah. the safety but you know well, I mean, it's a matter of you know with that red cross flag it's you, you know you, you race to the flag you know we we got to draw a line somewhere and it mm-hmm. can't be you know when you see it because that becomes very very just you know cluttered right. with where that would be um so you race to that flag and, and that's what happened in that situation and and I think, you know, just a, a matter of the confusion about the yellow flag um, and whether you can or cannot pass on it. You know, this is, uh, I think, the second week that we've, you know, got a lot of input from fans and our AMA members on, mm-hmm. on, you know, 
not they're upset that people were making passes under yellows and you know that's been in our rule book you know looking back uh, you know, i went back as far as 97 and you could pass under a yellow mm-hmm. um you know it's just supercross is a different animal out there and that's why we have the red cross flags because it gets bad enough we can put those out to make it so there's no passing and no jumping mm-hmm. um but the you know as busy as it gets the uh the system that we have with allowing passing and i realize in amateur racing you can't but right. you know we are different um and it, it has worked all these years um you know and that's what the rule is you can you can continue to race and pass um under yellow right whose decision is it to put a red cross flag out who is that the individual flaggers decision or is that an ama guy's decision well, the, the, the Red Cross flags are actually in the hands of the AMA officials. Okay. You know, if you, I know sometimes it gets confusing if you look out on that floor who's doing what. Um, but the, the folks in the, the black black shirts with the big AMA logo on the back, those are AMA officials. Um, Feld has their, their folks out there in the black shirts with the monster logo on the front, and then you have Dirtworks. And, right. and then you'll see the flaggers with the yellow flags. Those are the, you know, the, the folks that are just working the yellow flags. Now, right. the, the Red Cross flags... Uh, red flag, green flags, any of those flags that you see around the floor are going to be in the hands of the AMA officials. Right. right. Um, and for the most part, most part, these guys are, you know, I have an East Coast and a West Coast crew. These guys are very professional. They've been doing this for a long time. Right. Um, and, you know, it's they have the ability to put that out Excellent. under their discretion when yep. they see something happen. But also, you know, we have Jeff Canfield up in the uh, race control up top looking down on things. Right. Um, myself in the tower on the floor and John on the floor. Um, and sometimes, you know, we make that call if we see that someone hasn't seen it yet. Right, right. Yeah, it, it did. Uh, the only thing I would think is that the, the Canary situation may not have called for a red cost flag. But again, it is. It was out. And I guess you're going better, to better to err on the side of safety than, than not, right? Although Canari was up and he was fine. He was actually arguing right. with, the, with the AMA officials and the, and the flaggers to give him his bike back. Uh, right. But, uh, yeah, you, I guess you don't know in the heat of the moment. Um, you know. No, and it's, as you know, it's, this is, it's, it's moving fast out there. Yeah. And as officials and as a sanctioned body, we have to make decisions, and we, and we make those decisions, and we live by our decisions. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very lucky to have a very, very good crew, very professional crew. Um, you know, and we're lucky that a lot of these folks work the motocross outdoor series and, mm-hmm. and they're true professional officials. So, right. um, you know, so for the most part, it, it works very well. Perfect. All right. Well, hey, Kevin, thank you for, uh, for coming on the Pulp Mech Show uh, tonight. I think we clarified that a little bit. I know it'll be a point of discussion um, with fans and, and with our guests tonight. And uh, I think you guys made the right call in the end. Um, I really believe that. And uh, hopefully your explanation helps out a little bit. So. Yeah, I hope so, and I appreciate the opportunity, and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody at Daytona where it's a little bit warmer. Yeah, no <laughs> no doubt. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. See ya. All right, everybody. Uh, what do you think, Berlute? That was great stuff. Interesting, right? Nah, I mean, Trying to provide a you service get him to the on listeners. there and stuff? Absolutely. Those guys are loving it. You're a fan of the show, Berlute. No, I'm a, I'm a likes, fan. Likes, I love Moto, me. dude. Are you me. kidding me? Uh, yeah, I love hey, you, Steve. Uh, um, Steve. I'm going to give you a big old wet kiss. Hey, before it's uh, I got an email from a Scotty um, and uh, Scotty uh, Stewart about um, Scotty Stewart. You helped out a guy named Kurt Pingle. Yeah. In the in, he ran the Fox team in the mid '80s, early '90s. Scotty just wants to say that you pulled out, you helped this Kurt guy with a with a frame and wheels and everything from like an early '90s RM. Really? I guess one of your race stuff. Sound familiar? No, no, it's not. 
So Scotty wants to say thank you well, years later. Scotty, thank you, thank you for, for uh, bringing it up and I, for helping out Kurt Pingle. Hey, I love all you. I love it. I'm I'm into this game. You know that. Come yeah, on, you are. You're gnarly. Uh, Kurt Pingle. No, name doesn't sound familiar. You know Did, the Pingle part does a little bit. Okay, not David Pingree, but Kurt. No, Pingle, but right. Pingle was it is the same group that made a Pingle uh, petcock? <laughs> no, seriously, know. it's not a joke. <laughs> there was this Pingle. Petcock thing that we were that they were trying to sell us on. Anyway, never mind. Probably not. Dude, Berlutz helped so many people over the years. I forget that, that he that's can't. So he, funny. he can't recall them. No, all. he can't. Berlutz been doing this and game that's a, a good long thing. Time. Long time. Uh, hey, let's get to our uh, our next guest. He's uh, uh, there's no other way to describe him. Uh, he's Jimmy Albertson. He's Jimmy fucking Albertson, and he's on the uh-huh. Pul- and he's on the Pulp Mech Show. Beer goggles, beer optics. Jimmy Albertson. What's up, Jimmy? Nothing. I like my introduction there. You like that? <laughs> yeah. That's um, good. Hey, your appearance on our show, by the way, is brought to you by Race Tech Suspension. Race Tech Suspension, the suspension of choice for privateers everywhere, and uh, been around a long time, since 1984, making the gold valves. And uh, we're also going to give away two T-shirts from Race Tech. Let's do that right now, tits. Race Tech, out of the kindness of their heart, has decided to donate two T-shirts to our listeners. Uh, first two callers, tits, right now. Race Tech Suspension, that stuff sucks, though. <laughs> No, it's great. It's fantastic. On, no, I, I think Merge is way better. All right. See you, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Do not trash talk our uh, sponsors. Uh, I actually meant to put him on hold. Can you get him back? <laughs> I actually meant to put him on hold. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Math has oh, clipped him. him. Um, wow. I was going to. Uh, you should have instructed him before you started going off on that. Math is stern over here. Dude, he uh, loves that Merge, huh? Merge, yeah. I mean, that they uh, the Kyle Regal stuff. They built Kyle Regal's motors and suspension, and now they're building Albertson and Jim Lewis over there. Right on. But uh, but re- thanks to Race Tech for coming on board. Uh, appreciate it. Good guys. Um, Been around forever. What do you think about the uh, Kevin Cower? You, you you liked all that? that that's all copacetic yeah. with you. Yeah, really good. Right. That was that was a, a good good mm-hmm. find or good pull for you. I yeah. mean, was was it a problem him you getting him on? No, not at all. Yeah, no, no, no. I think he's he's a great guy. I don't really, I haven't had a lot of interaction with him, but I, I think he's good to have in our sport yeah. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Mark Johnson? You got a new guy on your team. Oh yeah. Um, how's that? How's Mark Johnson? What and what's his role? Um, I think he's the guy that uh, makes sure that all the eyes are dotted and the T's are crossed uh-huh. kind of guy. Um. He's very professional. I think he's uh, he's going to help organize our team a little better. Uh huh. Internally, I think it's going to be better. Former team green guy. Yeah. Uh, yep. And uh, former uh, manager of Motor Concepts. Did some IndyCar car stuff. Motor, motor uh, Concepts. Motorsport. Motorsport team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, mo- yep, mo- yep. Motorsport team. Uh, and then uh, now he's what? So he's kind of working with Suzuki a little bit. Is he like? Is Kyle Bentley still? Yeah, working he's with- supposed to be like a. He's supposed to get, you know, like a liaison right. between our team and Suzuki to try to get things done. Right. As far chance as ability. <laughs> yeah, chance ability. Testing <laughs> schedules and uh, just to, to yeah. make things happen that, you know, maybe somebody right. can't make happen. Cause does this, he, does this affect good. our buddy Watson? Um, I don't know. You know what? I think Watson's I think Kenny's still... kind of taking a step back a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Jimmy. Yeah. I meant to put you on hold. <laughs> I didn't mean to hang up on you. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Okay, sure. But we'll go with that. We, we we can't have a show to have you on without promoting our sponsors. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. Race, race, race 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 okay. suspension is okay. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. Uh, God damn it, this show. It's, I swear I'm going to lose my... I am going to die prematurely from this show. Like, 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 yeah, something happened. He meant to put you on hold, but I hung up. Like, no, yeah, I, I, I... Honestly, I did I really see, didn't mean to put you on hold. I did see that happen, and he meant to put you on hold. I did. That, I will attest to that. All right. And, and that, I'm a nobody. That's, that's my buddy, JR. He's in studio, and Tony Berluti's in studio, too. So, I had it coming. Um, hey, first of all, right off the bat, how's Ronnie Mack? What, what's up with Ronnie? <laughs> He's doing good. He, I think he's shooting a video out um, on Wednesday. So. Oh, okay. Uh, Berluti's looking, uh, looking for something new. Berluti's got a buddy at the dealership here in Vegas, and he wants an autograph from Ronnie. Not not Reed or Villapoto or Stewart from Ronnie Mack. Can you get it? I don't know about that. It's hard to get one unless, you, unless you're there with him. He really doesn't, uh, right. doesn't understand, like, the whole U.S. mail system. Well, Jimmy, this this guy, it, it blew my mind. So I, I go in, and we, we go and get parts from uh, Carter's, the uh, local dealership here. And right out of the gate, the guy goes, I need you to get Jimmy Mack's autograph. Ronnie I'm, Mack. Or excuse me, Ronnie yeah. Mack. Jimmy Mack, that's that's Jimmy a, Mack that's, from MXA. Exactly. My bad. <laughs> Ronnie Mack. Anyway, uh, so I'm like, what? Are you serious? And he goes, yeah. And I go, I don't I'll, I'll try. I don't know. So, Steve, thanks for asking. We'll yeah, take, we'll, we'll make come it Come on, Albertson. you got to help me out with that. This yeah, guy I, I tell you what, like, I mean, we might be able to get you hooked up, but every single Supercross race, everyone comes up to me, and they're like, hey, why don't we get a Ronnie Mack autograph? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, right. yeah, you know, you know, you know, you know. I'm like, no, I don't know. Like what are you talking about? Right. Well, you, you hang know, with you hang. It. I'm like, uh, right. no. And then finally they just walk off. Did you? Like, hang... Ronnie's not. Ronnie's you... not here, bro. Get get out of here. You were signing autographs with Ronnie at Anaheim. I know, and people just still are right. They're blind. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Maybe maybe if there's some PB and R's involved, then that would help. In, right. uh, you know, expedite the process. Hey, are you going to that video shoot with him this week? I don't know. I'm probably gonna be riding. I don't know where it's gonna be at. I imagine it'll be out of trade, but hey, he well, was claiming it. He was claiming a shoot on Wednesday, dude. If you do see him, just get me an autograph, something, something anything, you know, goggles or something. No, seriously, this guy'd be some, so some beer optics goggles. Yeah. Do you, does do you, does he run beer optics? Yeah, Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie sign me some beer optic goggles yeah. if you could. That'd be awesome. Um, Are you gonna be at Daytona, obviously. Yeah, right? for sure. I'd be stoked if you bring him by. All right, I'll, um, I'll swing on by for sure. Hey, Tish, so do we, you guys, uh, do we what, have, what was the what was the yes, start of the show? Were you guys talking about the, the the Red Cross flag deal? Yes, yes, we were. Oh, because I, I was kind of I started listening. I was driving back from one of my friends' places. I started listening to it, but then like all of a sudden, you guys called and then it like went to some different things. So I didn't know if you were on the same subject or not. But. Yeah, we were talking about that. Obviously, it was a big source of debate this weekend. How was the single file start for you? I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's. I think if you're only three or four laps in the race like we were, we should have just restarted. But, I mean, it is what it well, is. Well, the, the rule, it, the rule mean, is. For me, I, was, yeah. I think I was like 16th or something like that. Right. The rule was you three know? laps. It had If it was any less than three, it would have been a full gate drop. But at three laps, they can they can do the single file. And that's what they chose to do. I don't know. It was just kind of hoaxy, if you ask me. Like, everything just kind of. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the AMA guys do a good job. But, like. There's some stuff that was shady in that main event that that went on. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? 
like the whole, I mean, let's face it. If it was called, you know, Red Bull Supercross, Ryan Villapoto would have got Dr. Lap. I watched the video. Like it was crazy. We just had AMA Kevin Crower on talking about it. I know, he, but it's just like, come on, like let's be honest here. Like, no, no, no. I definitely, I dude, do not dude, believe like, that. Like drug his foot peg off the face of the off the off the double part of the triple, scrubbing it. Like, he, yeah, he made up time under a red cross flag just because he was going faster while trying to go slower than Stewart. Look at Barsha. Barsha came up super quick too. I don't know. I mean, yeah, okay. You you can go either way on it. I'm saying, but I'm saying it doesn't help that the leading. Look, we, what we did talk about was okay. Let's say there's no red flag, and RV passes Alessi, um, like he did, and that he, that that caused him to get uh, dock three three positions. Um, uh-huh. And there's no red flag. What happens then? Well, we all agreed there's no chance he's getting dock three positions um, at the end. At the end of the race, there's no way the AMA does not want to do that. They they just do not want to do that. But I think what he did with James, I think that was legal and fair. And he and you know he he definitely pushed the envelope while trying to go slow, but I mean I think that that's fine. I think next time James races, um, you know he'll go a little faster on those yellow flags. And okay, also, also but, too- but look at it this way though, and this is how I kind of saw the whole situation. Say if it would have been like a serious red cross flag issue going on, and there would have been somebody on the side of the track like on the verge of, you know, having a really bad injury, maybe even dying. And that that pass would have happened right there. I think people would have made a lot bigger deal out of it. But since it was Canary and it was kind of a well, fluke deal that flag should have been up anyway, then they're like, oh yeah, well yeah, he should have got dog. Maybe he shouldn't. But like, it doesn't take away the fact that like when you see those flags, you shouldn't be like, you know, you shouldn't be. I mean, you should be going, but you shouldn't be like sticking a wheel in on somebody. Well. I mean, there's no rule about sticking a wheel in on somebody. There's no yeah, what you're I mean, talking. I agree. It's, yeah. You're right, and I, I agree with you. And but it's listen, just kind of Albertson. Of things, it's like, listen, Albertson. I don't know. Listen, I, 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 you're going to make me bring this up. Uh, in the LCQ, you did the exact same thing to Blos. Oh, were, I gained time on Blos. Oh, yes. big time, big but time. It, but but how can you how can you honestly say that was the exact same thing? That now that is a bullshit. Statement. You, <laughs> you 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 went faster than Blos in a Red Cross situation that benefited you, and you probably pulled up three bike lengths on him. And I and listen, nothing wrong with it. Look at <laughs> golf claps for you. That was a good move uh, because it got you closer to Blos. So. You know, you went, you played that well. You went faster while trying to go slow. So. But, okay, and I will tell you this. The, the one lap, I, I did go through it. There was a shot that I could have jumped that last double in and stuffed both in that corner. I had an opportunity to do that, but I didn't because we're right. coming out of a red cross. Right. Flag. Well, hey, your pass on Blos, by the way, in the LCQ, that was beautiful. That was a really nice super cross pass. It was, I was. I felt like it was. It was safe, but aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's, was, I that's, don't know. That's what. You, that's what. If you could show someone like how to be aggressive, but not talk, not hit anybody, not make a move on anybody, it's that pass. That was beautiful. Yeah, no, it was. I don't know. It was. It was what it was. Wow. And that corner right there was kind of a weird corner, you know. Like you had to go so the race line was so far outside, like. Mm-hmm. A lot of people had that same thing happen, you know, like just come in, basically stop, 
so, you know, it's funny. Actually, in the main event, Weston Pike kind of went to go do the same move on me, mm-hmm. come in there and, and stop. Well, I'd squared down already, and he was turning, and, and I was already turned back the other way, so he stopped in front of me, and I just basically dumped my clutch out and hit the side of his bike, and it knocked him over instead of <laughs> <laughs> knocking me over, and I got away with it, but I don't know. Um. The, the LCQ was stacked once again. I'm sure that's the last place you wanted to be. You're like, ah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> it sucks because I finally, I finally got my starts figured out. I'm not going to tell anybody how I figured them out because I feel like I got a secret right. weapon now. But right. But um, and I got a killer start in the heat race. And I was third coming into that second turn or whatever. Mm. And, and um, like, there was a bunch of un- there was a bunch of I'm not going like making up these excuses, but there was a bunch of not unfinished dirt like that was clotted up at the bottom of the berm. And, like, I didn't even notice it until my brother mentioned something tonight. He was like, hey, so you know what? You crashed, right? I'm like, no. And then, like, we slowed it down on the replay of the race. There's all this unfinished dirt at the bottom of the bottom of the berm, and I just nailed some big dirt clods and went down. And, and I, like, I, like, I like how Blows just ran right over your bike. Brown. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was karma there. That's why I got him in the last quarter. Uh, no, it was uh... – No, I like, I like Chris a lot, though. We and him know each other pretty well from – being on the TLD team and so and stuff. You, it's LCQ, man. It's it's desperation mode. You really think that the AMA is not making uh, rulings because it's a monster rider? Like you truly believe that, Jimmy Albertson? I think it's in, influenced. It's not like I mean, I think you're <laughs> crazy. I mean, I. I, 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 I... What do you I think, think he's he got needs a, gr- a prize. Stuff you know, goes on because of that. You absolutely. Know, you know listen, I, I, stuff goes on with the top riders, but it's got nothing to do with monster energy. Well, it's, it's political. Okay. I agree with what you brought up the, about the political part of it, but they are two different uh, identities. Um, you got, you know, Feld Entertainment yeah. that is monster, right? AMA is supposed to be doing their job. And if they're doing their job without the influence of Feld, I think they I are. Think, yeah, well, then, I think they are. I, so I agree that there is stuff that's influenced, but I'm I want to believe that AMA is doing the job the the right way. No, they are, and I, I think AMA does an awesome job. But on, on the other hand, like I think that 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 influence, that that for instance, it was influenced. You're crazy. Or, you're, no, it you're was crazy. for sure. Just, I was trying to think of. I, I had something on my tip of my tongue. I Look out your window. Are there UFO? Are you there UFOs out there right now? <laughs> Is Bigfoot out there? Besides Georgia, no, don't no, call Georgia. No, Bigfoot. I was going to say something. It was <laughs> Georgia. It was. Ah, uh, well, I forgot about. I was going to say I, something, I but oh, I forgot it. I, I just look. I, I do. Do they want to? Do, do they want to uh, knock guys back? Take away the win? No chance. Do they want to catch illegal frames and and all that? No chance. Uh, but they don't want to do that with anybody. They don't want to go there with any of the top guys. Uh, That's tough. But I don't believe it's anything to do with the monster athlete or top, you know, anything like that. I just think that the guys, they do not want to take away a race win. That's never been done. When has it ever been done, brother? Does that make well, you know it what? Right, there has been times they've taken away, but they've given it back. Have they? Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. I mean, Carmichael Fuel. But yeah, like, they exactly. didn't take the win away. Carmichael and Reed kept their wins. No, but they they, but were they got docked. Docked They were points. points, and yeah, then they were giving it back. Reed got or RB, okay, RC no, got his points. No, back. here's another Chad thing I wanted to mention. You notice? I mean, I don't know. I because I don't know. I, I just seems like to me in years past that that when the champion comes out on opening ceremonies, 
it's always the guy who's leading the points, not the past champion. Right. Am I right? And yep. this year, it's always been the past champions coming out and not the person leading points. Well, Kevin Windham comes out last now. Because well, now yeah, he does, right. and that's the different thing because he does the big transfer or whatever. And yeah, they're hype. making they're they are they're making well. a show. But it they, is failed entertainment. I mean, they got it. I mean, I I get what you're saying. Like RV comes out last now, and Millsaps has been leading the points. Um, exactly, that's what you're and talking about. Always been, and you know this too. Always been for years. The guy who's winning the points it, championship comes out last. It has been, but I mean, they changed it, and I don't think it was any sort of. You know, monster thing. It was thing. monster, it was monster influence. That's, on that's on the entertainment it's, it's side. That's not, not on the yeah. yeah. That's, that's not, not an AMA. That's, that's not, not an AMA, AMA call. AMA that's side. Feld's that's, call. That's that's an entertainment. And I guess if you're Millsaps, you're you you might be going, hey, what the f? Absolutely, right. WTF. Absolutely. And you should WTF. be because Millsaps right. has been hands down the best rider this year. Everything or you know, well, not everything. Nah, I, I disagree. He's been consistent. He's been on it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, he's awesome, but I don't think he's been the. I mean, Poto's definitely. Been pretty fast. Hey, we got a tweet. Uh, we got a tweet for you, uh, Albertson. Why? Why are you running the single exhaust uh, on your uh, 20, 2013 uh, Honda CRF? And uh, talk about why you're doing it and uh, what its advantages or disadvantages Good are. Question. I mean, it's freaking weight. You know, like the single exhaust is so much lighter. You people go, people go bust their balls on saving a pound or even like you know, mm-hmm. half a pound on all these little trinket parts or titanium. And um, the difference between a single system and a dual system is like three and a half pounds. Wow. Is it that big, huh? It's that big. We weighed, we weighed the SMF carbon system to the SMF carbon single system, and it's three and a half pounds. Really? Yeah. That's a lot Shit. of weight. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. My, my, that's, that's huge. I mean, we're, we're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can you do to lose that much weight off the bike? And the Honda's already a really light motor. It is, yeah. I mean, um, I can't afford to go out and buy titanium bowl kits. That's hey, Jimmy, sure. perform- so if I can drop three and a half pounds on a pipe, then performance- I don't really even care if it's the performance is any worse. But the performance is better on it, obviously. I mean, <clears throat> you think about it. The Honda guys, obviously, you know, they want to go with the... Um, the balance of the motorcycle or whatever, but I mean, I don't know. Well, you've probably tried both exhausts, right? I don't notice any difference. What? You've you've probably tried both, right? You've had an FMF oh, yeah. dual yeah, or I tried single. Both. Right? I rode uh, I rode with the dual on, and the FMF makes a really good dual, to be honest with you. Um, but you know, especially the FMF dual to the stock type is like huge difference. But um, I rode I rode a um, I rode a FMF dual for pie. I don't know, I think it was like a lap and a half, and I mm-hmm. pulled off and took it off the bike. And I was like, ah, oh, there's no reason to run this anymore because, you know, if anything, I think the, the single system's better, and, mm-hmm. it, you know, the weight of it, it's like, why even bother? So better performance-wise? You actually feel it's as good or better performance-wise, a single? Yeah, the... because that, that Honda has really good um, low-end power. It's yeah. not really something you're searching for. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. if anything, everybody complains about it signing off on top, and, and I think it definitely opened the bike up a ton more by going to the, the single exhaust. So, uh, I mean, obviously, you uh, go you go with a more direct flow. It's going to make it rev a little bit better. Let's get to these questions on the phone, Albertson. Um, talk about UFOs and stuff later if you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Mark, what's up, man? You got a question for Jimmy Albertson? Yeah, uh, actually, it's more of a question for all of you guys. I wanted to get all your opinions on it. But okay. 
I was reading um, Jason Wygant's article on Racer X the other day. That guy's an idiot, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, I guess he was just bored and wrote that article about uh, the championship system that they're putting in for Arena Cross and, you know, what it would be like to implement some type of a playoff-type system into Supercross to kind of give the guys who had a slow start to the season, you know, like uh, Reed or any of them guys that, you know, mm-hmm. are still mm-hmm. trying to get things figured out, they would have a little bit better of a chance to make a comeback in the end. You know, I just wanted to get you guys' opinion if you think that would ever happen or if the riders would go for it or, if Jimmy, if you would go for something like that. Well, I guess well, it works pretty you, good in that. I, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard of this yet. What, is it kind of like a a deal where the, the first races don't count as much? Yeah, something? it's just basically just like a NASCAR chase um, deal where they're resetting the points after, um, I think it's, I don't know, I think it was six races or something, um, six races left. They reset the points, and you start over. Uh, you do, yeah, I think it's five in Arena Cross. Okay. You, do, you do get some credit for being the points leader. You get a few points, you know, um, uh, and they reset the points, the, the chase. It's, uh, you know what, um, uh, Mark, um, I, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I can't believe that we as a sport, we went to two 12-lap mains in 85, Berluti. That was when you were in your prime, 85. <laughs> yeah. um, and we, other than that, it's we've done – Fuck all. We have 20 lap mains. We have 25 points for the winner. We have 22 for second. Tw- Nothing has changed in our sport. Look at football, baseball, hockey, F1, NASCAR, uh, probably the pro rodeo deal. I, I don't even know. Um, everyone changes their sport except right. for us. We're just morons doing the same thing over and over. Why don't we give a whole shot point? Why don't we give a heat race points? Why don't we give most laps led five points? Why don't we do – a chase style. Why don't we change up the main events to go twenty minutes instead of twenty laps? Why don't we do anything? We don't well, I feel do like as anything. A fan too. I mean, I just feel like I would be more pumped, you know, for the end of the season, knowing that like my favorite guy still has a chance. You know, just like in football, any any team can do it in the playoffs. You know, you want your rider. You know, towards the end of the season, it may have had a few uh, mishaps or bad luck or you know mechanicals or something to. You know they have the talent to go out and win. It'd be nice for them to still have some type of chance, you know, down the line somewhere. I oh, just sure. look, there's nothing worse than when somebody wraps a championship up for yeah. then, you know. Uh it's put, like, put a Joker lane in. Uh do, Joker lane. Put put two twelve lappers at five races to see who the sprint guys are or whatever. Do something. Please change it up. Well, please. That's what the Aussie series kinda does. Right, that. right. Change it up. Why why do we do the same thing over and over and over, man? Uh, I, I don't, I don't get I, it. I think, I think definitely that would be because you know how this sport is. It's not like NASCAR either. Um, you have so many guys getting hurt throughout the year. You know, it's like the, the same um, in a lot of instances. Like even last year, you know, think the top freaking right. five guys were knocked out of the damn series. It's just, like. You get into those final rounds, and everyone, you know, obviously Villapoto breaks his leg with three rounds to go or carries his knee up for three rounds to go. It's like no big deal. I already got the championship. Yeah. So, therefore, I, this is too, I don't know. Let's try it something. Let's do something. And if it doesn't work, we can always go back to what we've been doing for 30 years. We can always just do that, you know, if it doesn't work. I don't get it. It frustrates me. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for the call. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. See you. Uh, Sinjin. Uh, fine. Oh, forever. 
first and foremost, <laughs> Sorry, bro. dude, what are the what are those ugly ass mutts you have, Jimmy? Like, get rid of those things. Put them back on the street. Oh, you're lucky. What? Pookie is not listening right now. You are those, lucky. She just walked those, up. Those ugly mutts you got off the street. Put them back, dude. Those things are hideous. Dude, you have no idea. I've been. I'm still dealing with the dogs. They're in my garage right now. As we speak. Dude, who cares about to have? I'm supposed to have a foster. I got a foster family dogs to come get them or whatever, but I don't know. I feel bad. Obviously, you know, they're stray dogs or whatever. But Georgia, you know, she's gonna save the world. So, Sinjin, Sinjin. First of all, what's with your mouth? What? I'm eating blueberries. Is it blue? (laughs) Yeah, you could say that. Don't judge me. Okay, Sinjin, Sinjin, <laughs> would you like to repeat what you said to Sinjin? Would you? Oh, Sinjin's gone quiet now. Shocker. What, 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 what do you want me to say? I don't know what you're, who you're fucking talking to. He wants the dogs to die? What did he say? He wants the dogs to die. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get rid of those fucking dogs. Don't mess with nature and leave them back on the street. Nature? Get, yeah, they're nature. That Just makes back no sense. Get them right fucking they're not wolves. Right they're dogs. No. <laughs> Who cares? Hey, and while you're at it, you should put a Fred out there. Whatever. What's that dog? Fred died, so thanks. Hey, clip this dude. What's he got to offer right now? Sinjin, he's a he's Wait, a wait, local. hey, okay. Whoever just said that, fuck you, but he's let me mean. ask my question. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I, was pretty, um, I was pretty bummed out that I didn't get my nudie pic. Oh, yeah, okay. Now that's where it goes to. George just said you're, you're a fuck. Who's so. our guest on the show right now? Huh? Jimmy, wait, Jimmy Albertson. Okay. Jimmy Albertson. Continue. Yeah. Cut him off. So yeah. anyway, cut him off. I don't, I don't, don't even cut know off what's Jimmy. going on anymore. Okay, Come thanks, on. bud. <laughs> Thank you. I don't okay. even know what's going on anymore. Well, then now let me, uh, let me talk. JR, I thought I liked you, but not anymore. But, um, That's fine, bro. I'm good. <laughs> so, Have a nice day. So, uh, yeah, dude, I don't Very know what it has to take to get, to get a top ten for you. Like, I, I'm offering my body. Like, I don't know what else what else I can really do. And, I, I mean, you can it's, ask. It's, if you find a home for those dogs, we'll guarantee you it. It's, it's so much pressure when you say you're going to send me nudie pics that I can't do it. So maybe if you send them first, then I can get it done. Uh, okay, oh. well then, uh, if that really is what it takes, you, you know I'll do it. And, oh. dude, you, you, yeah. uh, when you got a good start in the heat race, I'm, like, super pumped. You crash. I'm like, fucking stupid Jimmy, and I made a hole in my wall. And Elizabeth's oh, wow. like, I'm, I'm like, he's done. He's not making the LCQ. The LCQ's back. Jimmy's fucking done. And Liz, dude, she had hope in you. She said you were going to make it, and you made it. LCQ, that's my thing now. Don't, this guy don't loves you, Jimmy. It. This guy loves you. All right, well, then, I better expect, like, if you go to the LCQ and you lose, you're fucking done. Like, I'm going to contract you out. <laughs> you're out of here. I don't understand Sinjin's relationship with Jimmy. It's like, he, he, he demands the best of him. He's feeling very he's awkward. Like yeah. He's like a mean moto dad now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a mini dad, dude. I, I just need, I want the best for Jimmy, you know, and if, if that takes screaming, sending nudie pics, whatever it is. You're right. just that's living your dream through son. me, Sinjin. Stop it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what it takes. Stop uh, it, dad. All right. Th- thanks, Sinjin. Yep. Thanks, bud. Yeah, later. See ya. Uh, uh, Albertson, uh, but for real, uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get Wygant on your bandwagon. You've been riding very well this year. Uh, listen, I'm not. We're buddies, and I, maybe it sounds like I'm blowing you right now, but I, I've been impressed with you, like you're riding well. Um, you're coming through the pack. Like even when you fall in that heat, like you got right up. I think you got 11th. You were on sort of the pack of the qualifiers, like where you need to be, and that that says something. Um, is it just the Honda? 
Are you just at a happier place with HRT Honda and, and all that? Just is that what it is? The whole, yeah, I mean, everything's going a lot better this year, obviously, and and not that like last year working with the Butler Brothers crew, like those guys are great. You know, everything was good over there. I mean, like you said, the equipment has a has a huge deal to do with it. I am, um, you know. Going to the season, there was some opportunities to maybe ride ride Yamaha or whatever, or ride ride different bikes. And you know, I was really, I kind of looked at it this way: like, man, I can go another year and and kind of do so so and make half the main events and do whatever. I can just basically do exactly what I think is the best for me. So, I mean, I went out and I I own both of my motorcycles. I bought my one outright and I financed my race bike. I, I freaking. I own both those motorcycles, you know, or I'm paying, well, the bank owns one of them. And when I did that, and then I, I know that, I, like, I had a lot of faith in Jim Lewis and Dylan Turner down at Merge Racing, and, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to work with these guys, and I made that decision, and, like, ever since then, I just kind of really haven't looked back, and mm-hmm. and I'm surrounded by, I feel like, between my brother, Trey, Dylan, and my, Dylan's my mechanic now, and, and uh, Jim Lewis, and then my wife as well, like and the whole group that I'm with, like everybody's like there and everybody's in it for the right reasons and everybody's like motivated and wants to wants to go out and, and prove. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we've we've done a good job on setting the motorcycle up. I feel like I honestly can can say I feel like I have the best working suspension on the track. And I know I know a lot of that can be be mental, but man, there's certain things that I, you know I watch other bikes do, and I'm like, man, my bike just doesn't. My bike's good. I feel comfortable there. Like, I never once out on the track this year felt like, okay, that's the limit. I always kind of like mm-hmm. something Something will happen, and I'll get a little bit sideways, and I'll be like, oh, you know, and then like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And I'm able to push a little bit harder, mm-hmm. which for last year, I was I would make these big mistakes, and then I'd get spit off, and my confidence would go a little bit further down. And then, you know, I just I kind of – just wasn't comfortable, and then I, all of a sudden I got scared. And then once you get scared, it's like I was telling my friends down at St. Louis, like, man, they're like, oh, you look so so good compared to last year. I was like, man, I can remember Fridays coming around and dreading going to the races. Like, and it wasn't because I didn't like you know mm-hmm. my team that I was riding right. for. I really got along great with with sports and everybody. You know, they were they're still my friends. You know, I still talk with those guys every weekend. Mm-hmm. It's just I I I was scared. Right. And, you know, that's bottom line when you can't race really scared. And that's how it is. And now, like, I look back at those times and I'm thinking, man, like, I can remember walking the track and being freaked out. And now I don't even, like, I walk the track and talk the whole time and bullshit with people. You know, I don't even, yeah. by the time I go back out there, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I better watch unseated practice, but I know what jumps are out there. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, it's just a bit, it's fun for me now. And, you know, I can remember my wife, you know, Georgia is like talking like, Oh man, I, I have so much fun going to the races. Hopefully we can make it more. And like, he's like, I can just remember you never wanting to fly me to the races last year. Right. Uh-huh. And I just, I told her, I go, why would I want to fly you to the races when I didn't even want to go myself? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you funny know, like, and then on top of that, it's like, Oh, well, I, I might as well save money, you know, because right. you know, I'm, I'm not doing good either. So no, you're right. No, well, it's you're you know, it's, it's just a snowball effect, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, no, you can see it. You yeah, see for it. sure. You're, he's riding really good. That that last chance this year is probably the best I've ever seen. I mean, it's 
the thing's loaded all oh. the time. And uh, it's crazy. it just goes to show what he's talking about is suspension is key. These 450s all produce great power production yeah. bikes. They're, they they run so good, but suspension, he's he's comfortable and happy. You know? Race Tech Suspension, by the yeah. way, on the show. Thank you to Race Tech Suspension. Morgan and Sid won, won some T-shirts from Race Tech Suspension. So. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, I had that one coming, didn't I? Uh, hey, John, John has a question oh, for you. John, what's up? What's your question for Jimmy Albertson? I hate to keep on on bagging on Tickle, but you know oh, I wanted it has, wanted to it has been a rough Jimmy show for Brock. If, you know he has any <laughs> bitterness towards uh, you know a guy like Tickle. You know he's on RCH Racing. He has the best equipment. I mean, and you know here Jimmy's out there paying his own way. I mean, don't you feel that you know a guy like Jimmy could almost achieve the, the same results as, as, as yeah. a guy like Tickle that's, put in the same? That's a loaded. I mean, you're looking at. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and talk down on myself, but. Brock Tickle has proved himself. He is a West Coast Supercross champion. He's got many of he's got podiums in the outdoor series. Like, yeah, I mean, riders go through they go through stages, you know, and and you know, right now, yeah, Tickle's probably not doing up to par what what the what the team thought he was. But I mean, look at the guys that are in front of him. Who else are they really going to pick to get? Like, yeah, I'm I'm coming close. I still haven't. I don't think I'm. Maybe beat Brock in one one main event this year, or something like that, or maybe not even any. I I can't remember, but um, you know, you look at it and it's like these these teams make their decisions and they make their their picks and and you know a lot of them get upset with their riders, but then you look at the sheet of paper and the guys that are beating them. You know, when Brock Tickle goes out and gets you know ninth or tenth place, you know he's got Trey Kennard, Ryan Dungey, Ryan Villapoto. You know, Chattery, James Stewart, Justin Brayton, Davey Millsaps. I mean, you're looking at guys that, you know, that the team really didn't have a shot at getting in the first place. So are they really doing that bad by picking a guy named Brock Tickle? It's like, no, and Brock's a killer rider, and, and you never know when, when a past <clears throat> champion like that can just turn it on and, and lick it right back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's... Do you consider it a compliment? I mean... Um, that uh, Zach Bell doing the uh, the boner air over over the finish line. I mean, um, yeah, that's kind of your signature move. Um, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was great. He He's did a good job too. Me. He had it way up there, man. I was I was pumped, and then your little walkout at the end was was funny too. Yeah, exactly. it just goes to show you not not everybody's cut out to do it. You know, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's a special it's a skill maneuver. Right, you know, right. when you're a rookie in the industry, it's pretty hard to do it. But. Yeah. Hey, uh, I was pumped for him. It was, it was, you know, it just it just goes to show you. Even a guy like Zach Bell, it's always cool to win. You know, yeah, it's always cool to go over the finish line first. You know, yeah, it looks safer than the Ronnie McEndo though. By now, sure. in my book, but yeah, the, oh, well. the Ronnie McEndo is that's gnarly, that's ridiculous, that's patented. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Hey John, well, I'm a big I'm a big Jimmy Albertson fan, but I think I'm even a bigger uh, Georgia Albertson fan. Who is it? Oh, whoa. What was yeah. it like uh, waking up to her every morning? <laughs> whoa, <laughs> nice, God. nice question. Whoa, that's creepy a little yeah, bit. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like anything else. We're we're an old married couple now. Oh, stop! So, it. What's it like waking up to that piece of ass, Jimmy? Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Not why, weird to me. That sounds like a good question. Exactly. I like it. I'm actually, she's actually leaving for England on Wednesday, so we're going to be apart for a week, which I'll really? be the well, hey, longest Al- time listen, we've been apart for in a long Albertson, time. Albertson, I'm, so br- I'm, br- I'm not bringing Pookie to Daytona. Let's you and I, you know, 
Like, let's... Yeah. Hook yeah. It up. Like, let's going. get some bitches. Yeah, what are you talking dog. about? What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've been hitting you up for two days. Yeah, but I can't do it in my area code. I got to go to Daytona. Why? I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. so much talk. Albertson, I'll see you at Razzles. Is it Razzles? What is that? Yeah, place? Razzles. That's Razzles. It. Yeah, yeah Razzles. Lollipops. Hey, Lollipops. We can go double on a scooter since it's bike week. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. I love that. I don't know about that. One more. I'm just talking about getting chicks. I just, yeah. I got a great mental picture when I just said that. Uh, you, you and Mattress. I want yeah, to take you, a photo of that. You and Mattress. Thanks, John. All right. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Uh, Albertson, yeah. we got to run. Thank you, bud, for coming on. Uh, you're riding well. Keep it up. Uh, keep those beer optics running strong. By the way, if you want to get beer optics, uh, Pulp Show 13 saves you 30% off on yeah. beer optics. Let me thank my sponsors. All right. Is that, is, that, is that cool with you? Do we got time for me to thank my sponsors? As long as they're uh, Race Tech, FMF, X Brand, Atlas. Yeah. And, yeah. And well, of course, FMF guys, you know, Moto Thumb, HRT. Bird racing, fly racing, motor beer goggles, X brand, all that good stuff. And also, I wanted to say one more thing before yeah. I go offline. I know um, a lot of people are giving Matt Gurky a lot of grief about the whole Kyle Chisholm thing. Right. You know, the the crash. And I was the bike behind that whole deal. I saw the whole entire thing. It was a racing incident. If it wasn't for him cutting over last minute like that and Believe me, he couldn't see Chisholm. There's no way he could have seen him. Mm-hmm. Then he would have landed right on top of Jake. So it was, it was basically flip a coin. What do you want? You <laughs> right. want bad or worse? Right. Yeah. You someone's know? getting someone's getting jacked up. Yeah. And I saw some tweets yesterday by some people. I'm not going to mention any names, but some some high up guys in the industry bashing on him. And you know, it just it's bullshit. He didn't doesn't deserve that. And at the end of the day, he's a racer, and I know that you know it probably bums him out mentally to think that that people people think out there think that he's trying to intentionally hurt people or an idiot out there and he's not, you know, he's out there trying to freaking he's trying to do the best he can. He's not gonna, you know, cross jump somebody on a seventy five foot triple and try to kill himself, you know. Yeah. Uh so. well, well said. That's cool. Yeah, well record, said. Record record set straight. There we go. Matt Gerke, Matt Gerke made a decision for either bad or worse. So he yeah. didn't have any other choice. You know that is super cost for sure. You love all riders. Do you hate any of them? What? No, you love all the riders. That's great. I mean, you got good words for Tick. You're a good guy, man. You love you love the racers. No, it's you know it's cool, man. We go out on the track and we race each other, and it's cool to go out and race each other hard. But like we're all we all love the same sport. You know, we're all absolutely we're all in it for the same reasons. We all grew up wanting to do the same thing. It's cool. We're all doing it so. Why not all have a good time when we get on the track? It's, you know, a different deal. You know, we can go out and race each other hard, but you know, it doesn't say you can't be friends with people off the track, you know? Got to respect that. No, good it doesn't. Job. Good all right. Job. Thanks, well, cool. Jimmy. I'll let you guys go. I'll get out of your hair. Thanks, buddy, and we'll see you this weekend, man. All right. Sounds good. See all right, everybody. That is uh, HRT Honda's Jimmy Albertson. Uh, he's been riding. I'm serious. Very well. he's been He's been good this year, and I uh, wanted to get him on the show. And uh, all three guys on the show tonight are uh, ex-brand athletes. Didn't even realize. Coincidence? I, I, oh, no. Come on, dude. Full coincidence. Didn't even think about that. What about the monster Canary's deal? has been scheduled come for a couple the weeks. The monster deal and the, the, the red lights and stuff. Come on, really? What? The monster, pa- you know, passing on the I do not believe. I do not no, believe. I'm, I'm I do not you. believe that. Why I, are you wearing a tinfoil hat tonight? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jimmy's been wearing his tinfoil hat. I do not believe 
uh, uh, Feld and Monster. If anything to do with that, that's John Gallagher, I, I Kevin really, Crower. I really hope the AMA is completely separate of I that. I think they are. Yeah. I, I, I do. I, I think, hope so. I, I mean, I think that they do not want to penalize any of the big guys. Like, you would have to do – you would have to maybe murder a family of four to get penalized. Yeah. You know – they're going to give you every single benefit of the doubt before they come down on you. Yeah, That's but what if it's it so egregious. If it's do so, though, I yeah. wish they would, though. I mean, I, I would yeah. hope that it doesn't matter, big guy, small Ding. guy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, just, I agree. I know what you're yeah, saying yeah, there. I just but feel like they – Don't, don't they screw do. the, the points chase up, right? I don't know. Um, all right, let's, let's go to commercial break. Let's all do right. a second commercial break. We're going to come, come up with JT next. Jason okay. Thomas, uh, we're going to do Tweet at Tiff segment. We're going to do uh, Bobby Canari coming on at, uh, well, shit, actually, Bobby Canari will probably be on right away. Yes. Um, all right, let's go to commercial. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, which is uh, Brat Bar, Rhino, and Global, Rhino Global uh, Supplements. Uh, w Wheels on board, Black Ops Moto. Uh, Rosetti banging headsets. It was like Kenny used to. It's fantastic. Uh, all right, we're going to go to commercial break, and we'll come back with Bobby Canari and much, much more. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. 
from Nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013.
2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamec Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Welcome back. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Berlute, some tool. I like it. Haven't heard that song for a long time. It's an but old it's, song. It's good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Thank it's good. You. I love it. Thanks for dedicating that to me. Is it, uh, you know, we had Holly in here like three weeks ago? No. Can you believe he picked Adele? No, he did. Yes, didn't. he did. He picked Adele. <laughs> and then he told me that his second choice a couple weeks ago, he told me his second choice was some 50s crooner song. And he started singing it for me. So, hey, do you do you police that? Do you permit that? If you're on the show and you're the guest, yeah, you pick your music. Tits wants to pick the third commercial in the worst way, but he's not. It's a true story. He's not allowed to. True really? Uh, well, I want to add to your show. I like Tool. I think people Tool's good. Respect. Yeah, it. I've been called a Tool. A I don't lot, know about Adele so. though. That's kind of dude. And I love but, Jimmy, but come on, really, Adele, Jimmy? I know, right? It's great. Was it? Yeah, I liked it. I, I, I'm not <laughs> right hating on Adele. I'm not. Ha- it wasn't terrible. 
It's no Halen or Tool or a leopard. <laughs> well, well, that's to a be love, fair. She's, she's a, love, a love Thank ballot you. or something. Like she, if you're into hey, guess, who's, guess who's on the line? Who? And guess whose appearance on the line right now is brought to you by Fly Racing. Jimmy? Fly Racing, the gear of choice for Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, Jimmy Albertson, and many others. Jimmy Hawley? No. No. Jason Thomas. Jason, what's happening? What's up, boys? Berludi brought us in with Tool. I think, uh, I think Tits looks a little bit like Adele. <laughs> oh God! Again, and you like him, hey, and you like JT better than me. And this whoa, is the shit he does. Whoa, this is the shit he does. You can make me choose between you two guys. All right. Every week he says, "I don't even get the question out of my mouth whether you'll know something." And JT's already saying no. Um, JT, welcome to the show, bud. Um, thanks for coming on. Yep. No um, how's the show been? The show's been good. Uh, it's been busy. We had Jimmy Albertson claiming that. Um, uh, Monster Energy is in charge of rules and discipline, so that was good. Um, we had Michael Lessie thank all of his sponsors many times. I have no doubt about that. We talked about the track. We talked about the Red, the red Cross and the, and the passing. Did you, did you tell Michael Lessie our thoughts about the uh, collar idea? No, I didn't okay. know. We should have brought that up, yeah. A shock collar on Mike, tell me. <laughs> uh, Berluti, controlled by Tony. Oh, that's funny. Would it help him? Would it help him? Uh, while he's racing, yeah, no, okay, all right. Um, Berluti, when you were at Suzuki and Mike was winning the outdoors and probably going to win the title, riding very well before he hurt That's his knee. That's premature, Steve. Okay, all right, but true, I agree what you're saying. But that was so early in. Was I believe that Tony? Yeah, Alessi. I respect Tony. He tries hard. JT, you and I just had this discussion this weekend. He tries hard. He does whatever he can. He looks for every advantage he can. I believe he's gotten better, Berluti, than he was at Suzuki. I don't know that. Yeah. He's intense. That guy's gnarly. You feel like he hurt Mike at Suzuki? You feel like... like um, I think he hurt him with relationships. Yeah. Like Roger, right, between right. him and that. I think that's where he maybe hurt him. Yeah. That guy, you know, he's intense. He wants... That that guy studies and does things yes. that nobody else even does. I know, and and JT and I talked about this this weekend. Like you got to respect him. He's up at the crack of dawn, watering or doing the track, and looking for every advantage. Absolutely, that they can possibly have as a family. You know, if if I if you were to ask me if I think he hinders him or helps him in the long run, he's got to help him. The yeah. guy, the guy's. I mean, I think he's gotten better though. Yeah, in, in the last few years. Yeah, from what I gather. I hope so. Yeah. I hope that he knows. Well, I think he, I, I believe that he probably does get better because he hears all the negative about him. That mm-hmm. he, right. his, his main focus is to make Mike and his program better. So I, I hope that he takes what is negative about him and maybe looks at it and then makes the things better. Fixes that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. BTOsports.com. Tweet at tit segment. These are the best questions sent in by you, the listeners, to myself, JT. Berlute, JR. JR is in the studio, JT, by the way. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm aware. We're good. Okay. <laughs> He's aware. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. JT, who's going to win the battle of, uh, the battle of the knowledge. Pookie with her tits and the tits? Who's going to what? win that? Who's going to win that? What moto- are you talking about? T- Pookie and Tits are going to have a later. battle of moto knowledge later on. Who's going to win? Oh, Pookie's going to win for sure. 
He's got That's no what face. I got. I got, got him. I got tits tonight. Come on. I got tits. I think tits beats my wife. I do. Um, all right. Sounds illegal. Tits, these are the best questions. You've got a ton of them. Mm-hmm. You went through the, the best ones. You, you made sure to ask the worst ones, uh, according to our listeners. Yeah. But let's kick this off. What do you got? Yep. All right. Tom Bax um, wants to know, why are so many teams left high and dry to fold when the Supercross sales are up? The TV's ratings are massive. Why can't they help out or why? What's going on with that? Where do we start? I mean, is it the promoter's job to prop up teams in the sport? That's you, what you they, have to ask yourself. They're promoting. Yes, but is it their job to promote the prop up teams? I don't know. Yes or no. And if you say yes, then yes, they should do something. If you say no and it's a free enterprise and you're, 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 you know, you're welcome to participate in their series or you're welcome to go home, then you just say then those people that the teams are folding aren't capable of marketing themselves correctly. Is prop up the real – is prop up the appropriate term there or would it be facilitate them succeeding? Uh, yes. Okay. Facilitate them succeeding, <laughs> succeeding. Uh, I, I, I've had some team owners tell me that they, they would love to get some sort of benefit to having riders complete all 17 races, uh, as a team, even some sort of stipend, like, I don't even know, 10 grand, 20 grand, something where if you show up every race, this is what you get from Feld. Uh, good luck with that, everyone. Um, do you understand what I'm saying, though, by yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not prop up? Like, yeah. Yeah, just um, making things easier, giving them incentives or, you know what I mean, not making it easier for them to market themselves. I, um, yeah, yeah. Um, although, you know, the whole marketing thing, I think, is a little, um, a little overrated in the fact that the MX series let Ryan Dungey market at One National and... Apparently, it didn't really sell any T-shirts or anything, do anything. Like, I think that dream, like Bobby Hewitt of Rockstar Racing told Wygant, like, what if we could sell $20,000 in shirts every weekend? Ah, I think that's that's a lot. That's a lot of T-shirts that you're selling. But could they let the team sell? Should they? Probably. I don't seems know. like seems like merchandising is a is a really hot. big yeah. big uh, you know hot topic. I do think like. You know, these teams folding up is not good. I mean, they it should cause the people that fell to look in the mirror a bit and wonder, can they help out? Should they help out? I, sure. And I'm not saying they need to, but I would hope all these teams going away, there's three of them now this year, would cause them to at least go, what, do we, what can we do? Can your, we do anything? Your big insight was that these teams folding up is not good. You're going to go on the record as that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right, next question. All right. Uh, Woodsman wants to know, can a bike be set up or altered to compensate for someone's injury? He, his example is like a softer fork setting if they have an injured wrist, or do they do stuff like that? Can they? Uh, I'll say this. I'll let Blutie answer it because he's the ace mechanic. When Ferry had a wrist problem, we were trying different bar bends to try to soften the blow on his wrist as far as uh, making a sweep in a bar bend. I don't think it helped, but we were trying. Loot. I've never experienced it, but what you just said, I that makes sense. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I yeah, you probably could try to help compensate that. But an injury is an injury, in my opinion. I yep. mean, JT, you ever do anything like that? I don't think it's possible. I don't think. Well, I think it's possible to try, but as far right. as effectiveness, probably very well. Right. Good. Right. Good call. Um, the real O'Doyle <clears throat> has a question for Jason since he's our uh, expert 
racer. Oh, he is? Um, yes, really? He is. Yes, he is. Oh. Um, <laughs> and, my, and my Manitoba title, just piss on him? No. Shit on him? Yeah. Yes, um, please. Re- regarding the St. Saint Louis track, it was arguably the best track so far, but what would you, you have shit changed on that is that, is that what to make it better? shitting on that style right there. That's badass. Thank you. I like it. Thank you. You look like, Total a, prank. You look like a praying mantis. Fuck off, Berluti. <laughs> that was good, bro. All right. Good, Sorry, bro. JT. I tried to get Berluti on my side, but clearly not. The, the real I question I won't be was, on the show anymore, JT. It was nice knowing you. Yeah. I'll see you at the races. <laughs> what would Jason have done to improve the St. Louis track? Uh, just more unique obstacles, more thought into rhythm sections. Um, yeah, just something different. Like, keep it fresh. It, it just seemed very unoriginal and... Basic, like literally, the the top guys had done every jump combination on the track within three laps, and that's no exaggeration. That's just not that's not exciting. If the dirt had been bad, it would have been a really, really, really bad race, like just mm-hmm. terrible, because the track was not anything to to be excited about. Just the dirt, the dirt allowed the racing to be good. Okay, um, hold on one second. Can I read an email real quick? I, while uh, I have JT want, there, yeah. Uh, Bailey sent this email in. <clears throat> My question is for uh, Steve Ping and JT. If you guys were racing and you had to go buy a bike, what brand would you choose, assuming you had no affiliation with sponsors or teams? Also, I would like to add that I think I know why Chad Reed is not winning this year, and I believe that if JT would ride with him again <laughs> at his place, that Chad would regain his confidence again. By being able to have a slower guy on the track with him like JT, he would regain his pace. Just saying, I love you, JT, but go help Chad. Also, I don't care about Tits Not So Legendary opinion on his bike choice because he is a quad-loving homo, and I wish I could take him over a berm at the track. Love you guys. Love the Pulp Show, and Tits can go suck a fat one. Okay, so. Well, all right. Uh, never mind. Uh, JT, you said you'd buy a Suzuki. You're, you, you firmly believe that Suzuki 450 is a badass bike. Um, uh, it, it's my favorite bike. Let's put it that okay. way. What about riding with Chad to help him help his confidence? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's really doing anything. <laughs> Okay. All, right. <laughs> all that does is make me feel like poo. Right, yeah. right. Okay. All right, next question. Sorry, kids. All right. Uh, Ryan Tanner wants to know, if you guys know, is there a deadline that the AMA have to review thing or overturn decisions that they've made? Do you they, know? They try to do everything that night. When it comes to the fuel and the frames and that kind of stuff, a lot of times that's done um, by Tuesday or Wednesday. If they made an official proclamation could they or would they ever go back and um, if there was new information? Yeah, there was. To remember, light? remember when DV got taken out by Wyndham? Nope, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> it only happened. It, it happened in this decade, two thousand four. Okay. Uh, AMA originally, they originally deducted twenty points from Wyndham. JT, right? Uh, ten points. And uh, then on Wednesday, they had an AMA board with three guys, and they overturned the ruling. If that. Is any precedent like Wednesday sure. or so? All right. Um, no, there there was a protest, and then it went much longer than that. I I thought it was that week. No, I don't no? think so. Okay. The okay. same with the same with like Ricky's gas that went on for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah that did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Double D Customs wants to know who picks these questions. If you guys think Wilson going into the season thought that he would just sweep it and he was good to go. And if Han is in his head now? No. On, on both parts? No, on both parts. 
Prelude? <clears throat> no, I, I don't think Han's in his head, but I think Han has got complete confidence now. So yeah. He's 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 got something to, right. to to work with. I mean, I mean, for sure, it's not going to be easy. I'd like to get something to work with that phone that keeps buzzing. Does Can you put it on going? silent? Can you put it on silent? Thank God it's not me you're yelling at. Really? Flip the switch on the side, bro. Uh, yeah. Just the phone silent on the side. I know. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Flip that. Yeah. So the orange dot's showing. This is a five. It might not have an orange dot. No, oh. I'm confident it does. <laughs> All right. Next All question. Right. Um. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> Who knew? Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I strive for audio excellence uh, here at the Public Mix Show. Do you actually hear that? Yeah. yeah. Really? I do. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Steve. Right. He heard me crack a beer. <laughs> he heard you sniffing and snuffling. I'm trying yeah, to be humble, Steve. It's really hard to be humble, Steve. <laughs> Steve. <sometimes. laughs> that's why you're good at what you do. This right. is your show. Uh, Next funny. question. All right. Patrick Edmonds wants to know, uh, since Chiz is injured, who will JGR get as a replacement rider? Who would you guess? Assuming they even are going to get one, I uh, I had a, a Ben Lemay. I threw up Ben Lemay earlier. Uh-huh. Um, Weston Pike, but he probably doesn't care. Mm-hmm. What do you think, JT? I don't know. I like Ben a lot, but it's hard to justify when he's only made one main event. Um, yeah, but yeah. I think I just think I the Yamaha connection. Know. You know the Yamaha. Yeah, thing? no, yeah. I, I understand right. um, what you're saying. Um, yeah, it's difficult. I don't. Can can Weston just leave whatever he's got going on? I don't even know. I imagine he could he. Do you know his situation? I think he can because he's just in the. Uh, I think he's on like Ted Teddy Parks' right. program, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he could probably. Do you think Weston and, and the sponsors he has? It would right. go into that deal. It's like, I mean, it, he's obviously a fly racing rider, so. Yeah. Um, but it's hard. I mean, that's such a good program. Like, it's hard to stand in the way of something like that. No, they don't have a gear deal over there. Oh, okay, yeah, then that'd yeah. be sweet. No, for they, sure. they don't have a gear. I mean, Tedesco even even his, his whatever sponsors no. he has, right? Just you know, I, don't I was just he'd have to run, one, but they, he'd have to ditch his goggle sponsor. I know this firsthand. Uh, huh. They have an Oakley deal. Other than that, I think you can run everything you want. Um, uh, what about Berlude? Any other guys? They're gonna have. They're not gonna have a fill in for this weekend. It's official, but they're gonna need one. Kyle Chisholm's gonna be out for a while with ankle and knee yeah. injuries. So, wow. What do you think, Berlude? Who would you put on that bike, Pike? So is it mandatory? They got to have. Yeah, they got to have. Yeah, they do. Really? Yeah. Hey, I like Pike. Yeah. That guy is a scrapper. He's a brawler. Oh yeah. I love He's watching that guy. He's yeah. no joke. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, next question is for Baluti. It's from Cole Farrell. He wants to know if there is a bike in particular that you really enjoyed wrenching on. Seventy-eight Hodaka, the super, the super wombat Baluti. Did you yeah. like that? I like the Wombat Combat. The Wombat Combat? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a little bit better. Right, the, yeah. The, the, power, the power valve on that was – no, I'm joking. The cotter pins <laughs> holding the rear shocks on were perfect. <laughs> uh, you know what? They're, they're, all, they're all good. I, the Hondas are difficult. The, the Hondas got – they're way engineered, over-engineered if you ask me. But the Cowies are easy to work on. But I'm, I'm partial to the Suzuki. I really am. I like them. Imagine that. Two strong uh, stuff? What about two strokes? Too They're smoky. All, they yeah. were all the same. Yeah, the two strokes. Two strokes like, yeah, for sure. The only thing you had was: did you pull a recage out of the cylinder head or out of the cases? Yeah, well, out of the barrel or out of the cases? Like that was the big. Yeah, you the, know. yeah, that was Suzuki though. Four fifty out of the case reed, and, and then Honda later. But that's a bad design. The case reed. Yeah, more top end, really. Yeah, more top end, but yeah. no zero bottom. bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Gonzo has a question for you. 
He wants to know if you have software or any way to determine how many people listen to the show live and who downloads the show. We just make shit up. We just make it all up. No, we do. We have uh, our server keeps stats for us for live listeners. And then we have a tracking program called Blueberry. Drop the E. It's called Blueberry. No E on it. Uh, It tracks uh, individual listeners, uh, multiple listeners, countries that people listen from. You name it. We track our podcasts. We track our show. Track our hits. Track everything. Yeah. Suck on that, Gonzo. Great. Do you track docking? No, that's tits. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my it's my department. Uh, Jarrett Rockley wants to know: Do you know which guys, if any, don't run knee braces anymore? I think it's in reference to Chiz hurting uh, his Win- knee. Wyndham just hung it up. He didn't run any. Anybody else that you Ooh. know that doesn't? JT. Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Most guys do. Um, yeah, I don't know. All the guys that I've ever practiced with do. How about you? Yeah, I definitely do. So you really think they're effective? Uh, yeah, there, there's been times where I've like felt my knees even pop, and I didn't tear anything. And I didn't have anything else to attribute it to other than my knee brace. Well, like I felt cool. like I should have, I should have torn something. Like my knee was in that bad of a position, and mm-hmm. I walked away from it. So like I'm not, you know, I can't, I can't prove it, but right. I didn't have anything else to point to. I think a lot, of, a lot more guys run the the. Um, the, the old CTI braces as opposed to the Asterix. Who, who runs Asterix over-the-counter stuff? Do you know anybody? Uh, I know Shorty runs Asterix. Chad runs Asterix. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how different they are than production, but most of the guys are, are – I wouldn't say most, but there's a lot of guys running Asterix now versus CTI. Yeah. Well, JT, a good friend of yours, um, Tortelli, how many times – he wore he warm, and how many times he blow his knees out? Yeah, not good. Yeah. Not good. I, like, I, like I've always said – no knee brace is going to keep you from tearing your knee up if the force is too high. Yeah. But I, th- I think there's a gray area where it can save you. Yeah, for sure. All right, Tits. Great. Uh, Brian Colgrove wants to know, what does a trainer like, say, Alden Baker, what, what's their salary for, like, a guy? You got any idea if he's saying no, I got to say six figures, but, JT, what do you think? Oh, yeah, he's – I've heard <clears throat> 250. Whoa. Really? Huh? Yeah, wow. he, he's the highest paid guy. No, without a doubt. What do you think Johnny Louch gets? Uh, I don't know. I, I think Jeff Spencer was a hundred. Yeah. Um, back in the day. How much did you pay your guy? Me? Yeah. <laughs> I I can't write myself a check. <laughs> yeah. If I could. Oh, this fuck. Excuse me. Yeah, you, can, you, with you, there. you can say I can't say that. <clears throat> no, um, honestly, I, I was really lucky because I would just piggyback on other people's programs. There you go. Two fifty. You think that's a lot of dough per season or? Per yeah. rider. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. Per season or per rider. It's wow. I think, like think RL was riders. like 175 or something like that. When wow. He was, really? Oh, yeah, Yeah. because, I mean, those guys get bonuses and all kinds of stuff. Dude, he stepped it up, man, making 40000 as a mechanic to 175 Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think those me... were the good old days. I don't think it's there now. but Mathis didn't give me shit for trading him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't work. Uh, um, you didn't comply. All right, next question. <laughs> didn't right. work. Uh Frederick Olson yeah. wants to know, this question is for you, Steve. What would you rather have, a fifth Manitoba title or, yes. another, or another released album from with Van Hagar? Oh, no, another Whoa. Van Halen album with, with Sammy, without a doubt. Come yeah. on, dude. Oh, yeah, I don't really? need another. Five times dude, I have better four, than four titles. I mean, seriously, Five times I practically shit out Manitoba titles. <laughs> I don't need a fifth. I've got too many. Steve, when you know? it's bitching, though. You gotta, no, yeah. but a new, a new Hagar. Really? A new Hagar Van Halen wow. CD with ten new beautiful tracks. 
<laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> you're talking like you're talking about tits or something. Hey, uh, Not legendary, Berlin, but tits. Uh, going to Def Leppard. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you want to go in March? I heard it's here in town. Yeah, huh? they're here. Let's uh, do it. There's still tickets available. No, yeah. May. I think it's May. Is it in the middle of the week? or They, they, have, they play like all Yeah, in the middle of the week. Yeah, I'd love to go. They're doing high steering. Angie front wants to, back. to go. My gal wants to go. Well, so does my gal. Let's do it. Your chick's Angie? Yeah. My chick's Angie. I know. Wow. Let's Angie, let's Angie it up. Yeah, Angie squared. <laughs> uh, is it the same Angie? Wait. Hey, whoa. whoa. You're Mormon. I understand <laughs> that. But come on. Relax <laughs> over there. That's the other way around, but that's all right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You guys are sharing. Okay. All right. He's got you there. Let's go. <laughs> let's do it. All right. Uh, Matt, I think it's Andre, or maybe it's Andre. I'm not uh-huh. sure. Do you think the officials lately are throwing the red flag out a little too early? There was a red flag in the 250 heat race where both dudes got up, dusted themselves off. I do think they throw in a little early. Chisholm thing, yeah. Red flag it because he needed help, you know, getting off um, the track. What do you think, JT? Uh, I just think they're erring erring on the side of caution. Caution, And with this new single file rule... Um, I, I think it's a good thing, to be honest with you. Did you hear that Ch- uh, Chisholm, the, the S-Track guy, was trying to drag him off the track and he was throwing punches at the guy, saying, don't pull me, don't pull me? I did hear he was throwing punches, but I didn't ever get the reason why. <laughs> I guess the Astra guy was trying to drag him off the track. It doesn't at, sound like at, good protocol. It doesn't. It sounds no. odd for those guys. They're pretty decent dudes, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, funny. you know the deal. Like He said he couldn't feel his legs, so he was probably scared that he was right. going to like kill him, you know? Right, like right. they they say in that situation, like any movement could you know yeah. be really bad. So. JGR guy said he was just throwing haymakers. <laughs> stop wow. it! Yeah. Stop it! Well, if you're like, I mean, if you you know what I mean in yeah, that yeah, situation, yeah. yeah. If the guy's not listening, dude, it's life or right, death. Right. You know, like realistically, yeah. could be. Uh, all right, next question. All right, uh, Missy Martz uh, has another question for you, Berludi. Who was the hardest guy that you had to wrench for, <laughs> as far as settings or being picky or whatever? Um. <laughs> Robbie Renard for yes. for our settings. He was probably the hardest. The non arm pump setting. Yeah, that, exactly. looking for that. I was trying to throw up some R gang signs yeah. right there. Hey, you, you, so you were with me, huh? Oh yeah, I lived with him at that time. Yeah. What exactly. about Larry Ward? Yeah, I didn't work with him, but he oh, okay. was gnarly. Yeah, I didn't know if you were ever that, in there. That, that was Leroy. Yeah, that was Leroy. Leroy's got sto- Larry Ward stories for days. But as far as like mentally, that the guy that was like freaking cuckoo was was uh, I would have to say Pashan. But um, he ended up being a great guy. I love I loved him, but he was really hard to work for because of his dad. There again, a dad yeah. influence. Yeah, like uh, yeah, you know it's weird. Like there's so many horror stories about Pashan. Yeah. Everybody's got him. Yeah. Mitch loves the guy. Mitch Payton, the hard ass, especially back then, hard ass Mitch Payton, loves Mikhail Pichon. Because he won for him. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Well, I mean, no, Mikhail, Mikhail's a, he's a, he can be a good guy, but I think that, I don't know, it was tough. I, he was a tough guy, but, you know, as far as settings wise, for sure. Uh, did you work for Pichon when he won Glen Helen? Yeah, I did. 5 1? Matter of fact. You went 5 1? Uh, 4 1, I thought. Oh, okay. Good job the, Fren- the French are just different. Yeah, they, for they just sure, are. for sure. Like they're they're just their brain operates like differently somehow. <laughs> a good does. call. Um, except for Tortelli, class guy. He is a good guy, but he was hard to work for too. For, he, according he to Shane, was gnarly. he went through parts like it was. Oh, yeah, dude, like, the guy was the bulldozer. He wasn't like to hear that. It wasn't so much that he was uh, weird. He was just gnarly. Like, oh, well, he can't every jump on the track. Exactly. Right, right, right. 
Uh, all right, Tits, what else you got? Um, we got to get to our next yeah, guest. So. We'll, we'll ask one quick question. Okay. Uh, it's for Jason. Josh Carlson wants to know, what exactly is it that you do at Fly? What is your, what is your position? International sales manager. Man of mystery. Wow. Yeah, so I manage all of the – oh, we have distributors in every – like well, not every country, but the I guess the bigger countries. So I manage all of the accounts for our dis- distributors there. I cannot wait till before Toronto when you go up and visit all the Canadian guys and you're stuck in Canada for a week and, all, and i got to follow your tweets about how cold it is, how <laughs> Tim Horton sucks. It's just... No, Tim Horton's rules. You will not get that from me. Really? <laughs> yeah, I love Tim Horton's. Right. I don't like Tim Horton's. It's too hot. What are they? They make it too hot. No, I love hot Wah. coffee. Okay. No, I'm looking forward to it. Canada's, uh, it's going to be cold, but I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but I haven't been anywhere warm. JT's really, got to go to South America here soon. Really? I am, Brazil. straight from Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Wow, how are you liking your job? Uh, I love it. I love it. i just been, it's funny because racers, and, and there's going to be a lot of guys that realize this, and I have in the last few months, you think you're busy when you're a racer. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, my God, I have no time to do anything. Yeah. Wait until you have a job or three or four jobs. <laughs> then you really have no time. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not life or death, though. No, no, not at all. Don't get me right. wrong. I, right. I'm, I'll choose my situation now over that one. I'm just saying, busy wise and the realities of things, like you, you know, when you're done riding for the day at two or three or four or whatever, you get to go do whatever you want. Right. You know, it's, right. it's just a different, different deal. Yeah. I got to say, JT, you really let this riding go more than I thought you would. Like, you're over it. You're done. There's no comebacks. There's no, I may race this. There's no, I got to, you're done. You, yeah, you, no, you, I'm, you I'm completely fine with it. Yes, you are completely at peace with hanging up the boots. Dude, are you, yeah. gaining, are you gaining LBs or what? Uh, not, not too bad. I mean, I, I think a few, um, right at like the first, the first little bit, I was kind of just over it and like didn't do anything. But uh, yeah. I kind of been enjoying like working out and like I was always into lifting weights and stuff before I started riding a ton, uh, like racing like real serious pro. Um so I've kind of been enjoying getting back into that. Like, I did state weightlifting in high school and all that stuff. So. Awesome, awesome. Tell you what, yeah. after I gave it up, there's a few, I gained a few. I'm not gonna really? Lie. I'm not going to lie. I know. I know. You wear it well. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, coming up next on the show uh, is uh, none Ooh, other than uh, NFAB Tyloo Yamaha's uh, Bobby Canari. What's up, Bobby? Oh, man, just sitting here watching some fish and waiting for, uh, waiting for a phone call from you, Steve. Watching some watching fishing. fishing. I figured as much. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't even know what to say to that. Uh, hey, welcome to the yeah, show. Thank there you. you. Go, man. Um, JT's on the phone. <laughs> My buddy JR's in studio. Berluti's in studio. Bobby. What the heck? How are you? Um, first of all, uh, your St. Louis main event. Um, I love the fact that you're arguing with the medics, sh- pushing them away, telling them to get away. I'm, I'm fine. I'm going to keep racing. That's classic Bobby Canari. Yeah, you know, I had a little uh, get-together with, with Gorky there um, on one of the triples, and, and again, the jump after. I saved it on the triple and, and uh-huh. kind of tangled again on the jump after it, and uh, I felt like I was in the right, he was in the wrong, but, you know, whatever, that's racing. He was a lap down, I wasn't, so that was kind of frustrating. Uh, got up, knocked the wind out of me, and just pretzled my bike. I mean, I had my radiator wrapped around my seat, and my bars wow. were down, my bars were twisted, <laughs> and the subframe was crossed. I'm just like, you got to be kidding me, man. And uh, yeah. 
you know, the medics were trying to drag my bike out, out off the track, you know, to uh, push it back. And I said, no, no, where, where are you going with that thing, man? You ain't paying me to walk back. I need a couple extra bucks here. <laughs> so uh circled around the track and hopped back in and, uh, you know, I uh, did the best I could. I ended up somehow salvaging a 17th. Uh, yeah. Obviously, some other guys uh, pulled out at that point to allow me to do that. So, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, I got some points at least at that point. Eventful race. Did you have any words with Matt, or did you – I mean, is this something that – No, you know, he came over <laughs> in the tunnel and was trying to apologize, and I had nothing uh, good to say to him at that point, <laughs> yeah. so I just didn't say anything at all. You know, it just kind of mm-hmm. did, uh, did my walk back to the truck and uh, just, you know – Swallow the words that were wanting to come out of my mouth. So, yeah. I had a hard time doing that. Yeah, I always know, had a hard time I mean, keeping my mouth shut. Yeah, I've, I've seen JP. I've seen you get into with some guys in Europe, and I'm just in tears, laughing in the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel like I verbally belittle there, a lot of know, people, it, but JT, man, I love it. I love watching it. Uh, <laughs> JT, uh, who, who did you verbally abuse? And in, in I, I tried to not discriminate. Right, right. Matt yeah. Bonnie. Tried to Matt spread Bonnie. the love around. Oh, Come on. The, 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 yeah. the, the Thomas yeah. Bonnie Bolute, battles. Bolute seen it. i seen it. I almost got my leg taken off one time. <laughs> well, hey, I, I will say this. If I felt like somebody had it coming, I did not hold back. Right or wrong. Good for you. Maybe I regret it later, but right. I, I definitely let him know how I felt about Love it. Love it. Um, yeah, a tough deal for you, Bobby, though, for sure. Um, but what are you going to do, right? Uh, good start yeah, in the main. You know, good start in the main. You were right up there. Yeah, you know, I was a little frustrated with myself. You know, I, again, I, I've been getting good starts again lately. Put myself right where I needed to be, and I felt like that uh, that red flag, I feel, uh, kind of took the wind out of my sails. Uh, you know, on the restart, I, I don't feel like I was focused on uh, sprint speed again right off the bat like I was uh, on the initial green flag. Uh, laps, you know, so I, I felt like I kind of shuffled back there a little quicker than I thought I was gonna uh, on the restart and got back to about tenths and was with Tickle and Short and those guys and kind of <laughs> felt like that's where I was going to stay the rest of the moto and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we got about 11 laps in and it went downhill from there, but uh, hopped back in and stayed right with right. them even with a, a mangled bike so at that point, it just for my own self-gratification, you know, to know for next week, hey, you know, that's where I belong. Right, right. Uh, this guy's yep. been on hold for you for a long time. Uh, Gump. What's up? Gump, thanks for waiting so long. Uh, you got your guy on the line, Bobby Canari. Stevie, all right? Bobby, what's up, buddy? How's it going, buddy? Got a frog good, in there. <laughs> good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, I got a cool story about Bob. I grew up racing with him, and one thing about Bob is he's never been scared to go for it, dude. Um, little known fact, Bob is the first rider to jump the catapult at the Arena Cross Series on a 60. Really? That was true. Yeah, that was true. I was there in 1996 was, at Niagara Falls. Like Bob jumped it, and uh, the announcer went crazy. Yeah, dude, I remember that. that I remember walking the track, and I had uh, one of the dealers that was kind of helping me out with bikes when we were on 60s, you know, helping me get to the races and stuff, and no man, I think for... I can jump this thing. And he's like, no way, no way. I said, oh, watch, man. <laughs> it's like a lap of practice. I just probably looped out, you know, like a little kid on a 60. Right. Just sent the thing. It was funny. Uh, a, a young meathead. <laughs> a young yeah, meathead. Yeah, a, a little young meathead. Watch this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Bobby, what's up with Stillwell? Um, we had him on the show one time. Hey, um, hey, can I interrupt real quick, Mathis? Uh, yeah, sure, go. Hey, real quick, I was just going to say a shout-out to Stillwell. He was in a very bad car accident this weekend. 
Oh. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, like, that. before you get Paul started, Parker he was in a very bad wreck, so. Yeah, you know, our thoughts on Carter today, today and he was right now. about that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. One person talking at a time. You you heard that, yeah. Bobby, about Stillwell? Yeah, I just talked to Carpenter, and uh, he was telling me, you know, he's kind of a mutual buddy of a lot of people in upper, up upstate New York, and uh, I guess he was in a bad car accident uh, over the weekend and was, like, in critical condition, and I guess his girlfriend right now is still in unstable critical condition and the whole oh. deal. He oh. apparently broke his leg, broke his knee, broke his ribs, broke his back, broke his neck, broke his arms. Like, wow. Really Jeez. Okay, up. well, uh, yeah. we wish Stillwell the best. And I will not. I will not. I will not talk about Stillwell, and you know what he's been up to. Good. Good luck, Stillwell. Get 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 healthy. We need you. We need you to say out. So all right. Thanks, Gump. Hey, thank you. Good night. All right. See you. Gump's been waiting. Gump's been waiting for like an hour to tell that story about you hucking this (laughs) this catapult on a sixty. Yeah. Bobby, you're on a you're on a new team. And Fab, Ty Lube, Yamaha. Your Velocity three team uh, couldn't make a go of it. I guess talk about the switch a little bit. You're on your same bike, so there's no no adjustment really. Yeah, you know the the switch was great. You know uh, Yamaha really stepped up to the plate for me. Um, you know we were on me and my and Chisholm were on a team that was kind of struggling to financially get to the next couple rounds, and, and Yamaha really kind of saw the downward spiral of of funds and stuff, and, and really stepped up to the plate and uh, kind of placed me and Chisholm. Uh, anyone that was really willing to take us and had budget to take us, um, you know, unfortunately, Josh Grant got hurt. It was an easy fit for Chisholm at that point uh, due to some uh, contract issues. Uh, he was able to get out of his a little quicker than I was on mine. Um, he, he slid right over to Gibbs. It was a great fit for him. Uh, Alan Brown was actually uh, real apt to taking me because he was uh, talking about signing me uh prior to the season, you know, so um, that, that was also an easy fit for myself to slide right over there, and Yamaha really, like I said, stepped up to the plate, and NFAB, you know, is a great sponsor to our sport. I want people to be aware of that, you know, that that guy is, Thomas. you know, just an enthusiast all around, and uh, he, he really stepped up as, as well as Perfect, Cube, and the boys, you know, it, it was an easy fit. A lot of people wanted me over there, and it was you know, an easy home for me. I feel right at home right off the bat, and it's just a great first weekend for us. I mean, not, not that getting in the main and getting 17th is the best, but it was uh, successful that everything went smoothly right off the bat yeah. for me. Felt right at home, and everyone was real welcoming, and it, it was a, a fun race to go to. You never know what to expect with a new team on the first weekend, and they're real lenient with some of the setup on the bike and everything. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was an awesome deal for me. Um, JT, you know who Canari's mechanic is? Hmm. Uh, I don't. Jungle. Oh, really? Jungle's back. Yeah, Jungle's wow, bringing it back. He's yeah. been around all the. Uh, uh, Jungle's been around a long time. Partridge. I mean, no, this year he's been kind of like he works oh, he on everything yeah. and anything. Um, mm-hmm. Jungle's is that a full time deal with Jungle now for the rest of the year, Bobby? No, I think he was just going to help out like this weekend, this, okay. uh, next weekend, and this past weekend, and uh, he's got some other stuff that he's he's been doing right. and. Uh, he just kind of knew I needed a hand for a couple weekends and uh, was willing to step in and uh, That's awesome. you know help any way he could. I just remember Jungle when he raced. He would run up and down the pits <laughs> pretending to shadow box uh, a speed bag for a warm-up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's always like, all right, there goes Jungle. And he's like running like, you know, and he's like this, warming up. He's just warming up. And we're always like, where's the speed bag? Oh, it's imaginary. I don't know. That's what I remember from Jungle. Uh, long-time yeah. racer, you know. Raced a, raced a long time, Jungle did. Um 
So, so basically, yeah, the setup of the bike is, is no adjustment. There, same suspension, bars, exhaust, motor, all that, Bobby. Right? Yeah, man. I look, yeah. I look out. You know, a lot of the sponsors were the same. You know, Ross and Enzo really, uh, you know, I put a lot of time in with myself and Kyle uh, in the preseason, and um, you know, we had a great setup, and I was kind of scared to lose that. Um, and come to find out, he was uh, also working with the NFAB Tai Loop team, and uh, you know, again, that was an easy fix. Yamaha, you know, helped me out because I had some kit suspension that uh, had not been paid for, and they stepped up and uh, helped Ross with a uh, with a back bill there, and and kind of took care of my stuff so I could stay on the same setup and stay comfortable, and you know, just keep racing and getting, you know, getting that that Yamaha in the mains every week for them, and and as well as some other little bolts and blings on the bike like that, wheels mm-hmm. from W and stuff. I mean, a lot of people, you know, knew that myself and Kyle were not. You know, the reason why they had not been paid and, and, you know, a lot of people like us. We've been around for a while, you know, and it was cool to see, you know, some of the people to step up and help myself and Kyle, a favor to me and him, you know, let some parts slide without, you know, being paid for and let us keep racing with right. them, even though, you know, that stuff's not cheap and still servicing stuff, still sending parts, though a lot of stuff had not gotten paid for, you know. I can't thank everyone enough on my end. You know, everyone knows who they are for, for stepping up and doing that. I mean, I just can't thank you guys enough, you right. know. Uh, that really helped me out in the long run, obviously. Right. I'm glad to be a part of uh, what everyone's got going on still. Are you out a lot of money from this deal? I don't know, like, how much, if you had a salary. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, like, are you yeah, are you out I, now? I don't feel yeah. like I should really say it out loud, but it's, it's quite a substantial amount of money. Yeah, you don't need and, to say uh, it. Just, 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 yeah, so this deal's cost yeah. you a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it, it, in the big picture, I mean, I was paying – some entries and, and my travels and, and really everything at that point, you right, know, right. there's not much, too much more, uh, you know, it was kind of frustrating, you know, uh, we just, my wife and I had a baby here, um, you know, six weeks ago, five weeks ago. And, uh, the reason she, you know, was so cool with coming out to California was, you know, we were going to make good money and right. everything was going to be good to go. And turns out I ended up spending a lot of money to be out here in California. Cause I do have a, a wife, a family, a house, and everything at home in New York that still needed to get paid for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the plan was, is, you know, we we're going to have X amount coming in every month, and, you know, that fell through. So, uh, you know, uh, luckily I'm riding the 450 class to make a little bit more money, and uh, Yamaha stepped up with some contingency this year, and X Brand and everyone is helping me out, and Answer and Rockstar. So it, it really you know, made it a little easier, but at the same time, you know, we were planning on one thing and ended right. up with another. So it's been a little bit tough, oh. but uh, you know, we're making it work with uh, coming back and forth a little bit. So JT, it's been good. JT, do you, and I'm just springing this on you, I didn't get a chance to ask you before the show, what's your favorite Bobby Canari story? Do you have one? I mean, you two have raced each other for a long time now. Is there <laughs> one that comes to mind where he was either meathead or he was just Bob Gnarly or anything uh, like that? Probably two. They're, and they're kind of, uh, they kind of tie in together. I remember at Steel City, like, man, what year was this? This is like early 2000s, and Bob was on an, an 80, I think. And uh, this is back when we had, like, we had practice on Saturday after the amateurs finished. Bob was on an 80? Yep. What? Yeah. Just okay. go Just go with it. Okay. And all I heard on the freaking intercom all day was Bobby Canary, Bobby Canary, all day. Gone, I bet announcing. Right? Yeah, it was all oh. day winning races. <laughs> That's, my guy. That's my good friend Bob Canary. That's He's my good friend. He's from up there. That's... He's from Irv, just down Irv. the road from Irv, from where Irv lives. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I heard him all day, and then I remember I took flash forward to okay. 2003, 
and Bob shows up at Minneapolis for his 125 race, and I'm just like, God, if I have to hear this guy's name all day again, <laughs> and then he goes out there and just grenades himself every time he's on the track, I'll just I mean, never I forget I it. Like ugly every time I went on the track. I think I was upside <laughs> was, down in the bleachers almost every time I went was, on the track. Was that Motor World days? I Who was somehow that? made my first main and got like 17th there too. But right. I think it crashed probably three times in the first main I ever rode. Oh, jeez. Uh, that's funny, yeah. Bobby. You're like a wine. You're you're like a fine wine. The the, the older you get, the better it gets you get. Better with age, yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I feel like I'm smartening up. That's I, maybe I, you know, it. I may have grew one or two more brain cells. You, I think know? you know what happens, Bob? Is that then it gets you get too smart. Yeah, you get too smart, and then you got to hang it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, then you go. Wait a minute. I can get a real job and make the same money. I, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna tail myself practicing every week. I'd like to uh. see if. Uh, if uh, Matt Gurky thinks you've calmed down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, two, right, yeah, yeah, that's two just conflict- shows my age right there. Right? Right. Two conflicting uh, stories there with, with – with, uh, Oh, Albertson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, hey, Bobby, so still Canadian Nationals, still the plan. Yep. And as many U.S. Yep, ones as you can make. Yep. As many U.S. ones yep, you can gonna make. I'm going to do the, the rest <clears throat> of Super Crawl mm-hmm. um, and do the six or seven U.S. I think it's six rounds in the U.S. that I can do outdoors. Uh, with the Ty Lube and Fab Yamaha team. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, go back up to Canada and race the nine rounds up there and, uh, right. you know, try and get a championship. I've been so close so many times. And, uh, you know, hopefully this is the year, you know, hey, bring it home. Did you hear about the fill-in for Dusty at KTM? I heard it was Tyler Madagascar. Yeah, is that yeah. true? Yeah, it's Tyler. Yeah. I'm hearing, I'm hearing today I talked to Teddy Mayer. I don't know that this cat was supposed to be out of the bag yet, that uh, – Brad Metcalf is supposed to be riding a Kawasaki up there. Yeah, I that's, don't know if anyone knew that. That's I, I don't know if that's done, but it's ninety percent done for sure. Really, it's, or it's that's done what now. I'm hearing yeah. too. No one's telling me for sure, so right. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm hearing. So Dude. that should be fun. You know, I get along great with him. It'd be a cool addition to the uh, series, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Brett Metcalf, Colton Fasciati, Tyler Medaglia, Bobby Canari. Hey, how gnarly is that? So now I understand that what Canari with. Uh, with uh, the, the the champion up there in Canada, what are you talking about, brother? The champion who's who was the champion last Gerke. year? There oh, you go. okay, yeah, right, yeah, right. That's, that's why I see yeah, Gorky got it. Yeah, yeah. I, exactly. But, but I can see yeah, why Bobby's you got pissed. Some, yeah, yeah, Bobby's exactly. pissed at Matt. Yeah, now he's pissed at Supercross at Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all come together. Rivalry. Wow. Hey, so tell me, how about up there in Canada? Did he do you dirty or something, or what's the deal? Why do you hate him so? No, bad? no, we race. No, we raced clean all summer. We had yeah. some really good battles up at clean all summer. I don't know. I think he just shut his brain off the other night, in my, <laughs> my opinion. But uh, whatever, you know. I, I've, you know, we had we had a lot of good clean races. I can't say nothing bad about him. Right, I, I think it was one of those deals the other night. Yeah, it's so. super cross. It shit happens for sure. You know? Yeah, happens. you know, we we race each other so many times in our life. You know, you're occasionally. I'm sure I've done something stupid to him too at one point. You know what I mean? Right. It's just you can only race each other so many times before something happens. You sure. know what I mean? It's just inevitable you know yeah absolutely um all right well hey bobby thanks uh thanks for coming on the show man i appreciate it uh and fab tyler oh, rider uh i think you're gonna do better uh last year you were really good for the star guys on the team and i think uh with with everything like kind of relaxed you know where you're riding you know what your program is i see you doing even better than what you've been doing just because uh you know i think ease of mind will help out i know chisholm and yourself were stressed a lot of weeks so this has got to help yeah yeah i think it is a, it'll be a good turnaround of the program i feel already you know relieved and i feel like things are going to turn around pretty quick here and uh, yeah man i can't thank you guys enough for having me on i really appreciate wait, the time wait we got one we got a shiner has a bobby canary story 
Probably from New York. Shine, right. are you from New York? Yeah, from yeah. New York. Everyone's New York got it. Imagine that. <laughs> Everyone's got a Bobby Canari story from New York. What's your story? Hey, what's up, Bob? What's going on, buddy? <laughs> what's up? It's Sonny. Hey, I got a story from 2001 Regional. When you uh, Look, broke yeah. your ankle in practice, had my old man duct tape it with uh, with some duct tape, went out for the regional and qualified top three, I think, with Hepler and those guys. Yeah, and then I think I flew right from that regional right to Mammoth Mountain and raced Mammoth Mountain with a broken ankle toe hobbling through the airport like a gimp and uh, ended up, like, winning Mammoth Mountain or something, too. I don't even remember. Uh, yeah, I think I won. But yeah, that was a... Uh, like the two weeks there, too. Through me, head fashion. They don't call him Bob Ankle Gnarly. For, yeah, they don't call him Bob Gnarly for nothing. Thanks. There you go. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Sean. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, hey, Bobby, thank you, man. Thanks again for coming on the show. Cool. Good. Thanks, uh, guys. We'll Appreciate see you this it. weekend in Daytona, man. All right. Sounds good, buddy. All right. Yeah. See you. All right, everybody. Uh, that was Bobby Canari and Fab Ty Lube Yamaha's Bobby Canari. Um, do we take a commercial or do we do this game? What do we do? Who wants to do the game? Who wants to do a commercial? We need a third commercial at some point in time, right? Uh, yes, we do. Let's do it now, and then we'll do the game when we come back. Oh, Tits calling things. Nice, Tits. Yeah, tits running, running the show. Tits running the, the producer. Sh- he is the producer. Uh, JT, well, then we will get you back on the air as soon as we, uh, as soon as we come back. And uh, this has been the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Uh, please stick around. We have a NFAB Bag and Bar segment. We have Pookie versus Tits. So Tits versus Tits, Moto Knowledge. We have uh, X-Brand Tear-Offs. <laughs> JT's on the line. Berluti's here. JR's drinking. And uh, we'll Berluti's be... drinking. I love it. Who, what's that? Berluti's Ber- drinking. Berluti's drinking. Guinness. <laughs> uh, oh, my bad. You told me to pull my mic away. So, uh, you know, whatever. Is he drinking or not? In or out? Oh, I'm drinking. Who's drinking? Both of us. Guinness. You're drinking Bud Light. Are you serious? Anyway, that's hey, commercial time. I'm just moving my mic where I'm total. Uh, we have Told Norm. To. We have Norman Cliff Told here. To. Norman Cliff here from Cheers, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll be right back exactly. on the Pulp Mech Show. The Pulp Mech Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM Race Team and the heart of the BTO Sports Amateur Motocross Team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOSports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey designed for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I've ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. 
NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Blighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulp Mech Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summercross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. Taught by Paul Feed, 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me, listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars, he's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archives, you can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person, and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had, where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please, check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. 
Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 showy. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients no preservatives and are gluten and soy free available in four delicious flavors honey graham chocolate chip cranberry and blueberry order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll free at 1-855-8-BROP today mention pop mx and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes like us on facebook or follow us on twitter at brop nutrition now brop nutrition bars accelerate your body and mind your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike.
show presented by btosports.com a little face-to-face there thank you everybody for listening we're live on a monday night and thank you to our awesome incredible sponsors btosports.com fly racing race tech suspension x-brand goggles atlas neck braces nfab jeep and truck parts showy helmets free gun underwear works connection tech one designs fmf racing brat bar a10 solutions w wheels and black ops moto thank you w for coming on board and uh we got we're pumped to have you guys uh jr's in the house berluti's here Pookie's here for a, uh, a moto contest and, uh, of course, tits. Before we get too far, though, JT on the line? JT there? Correct. JT, you there? Yes. Uh, let's play a – you know Blake Wharton. He got third this weekend. Rockstar Racing's Blake Wharton. Fairly familiar with him. Yes. He has a CD out, and I have a copy of it, and it's not bad stuff. Let's take a listen to, uh, to the first track on Blake Wharton's CD. Is it called Purple Rain? No. <laughs> take a listen to the first Play track it, on. I thought that was funny. Play it. Let's take a listen oh. to the first track on Blake Wharton's <laughs> CD. Boom. Your computer's not responding. Awesome. <laughs> hey, don't this look at me. This song is amazing. It's, it's great. This is great. Hey, hey. Little red Corvette. I'm just saying, your 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 computer's lagging. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Okay. Not my fault. Okay, hold on. Wait for it. Yeah. All right, here we go. Blake, there it is. Blake Warden. <clears throat> hey, some smooth metal jazz from Blake Warden. You're not as young as you used to be. Wow. Many fun scores from the day you were conceived, and you're still my love, and you're still the one that I adore. Your liberty, oh, and what you have stood for. heaven on behalf of me appeal to heaven 
What do you think? Not bad, huh? I like it. Not bad. That's good. Got some yeah. skills. What? See if you can click on track two there, JR. Listen to it. What do you think, JT? Uh, way better than I could do. That's for sure. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, maybe you got to get out of that and then double click. Is he playing the guitar himself? Yeah. Yeah, I think wow. so. Yeah. I think so. I mean. Where'd you get that, Steve? He, had, he was passing it out this weekend or someone oh, was passing okay. it out this weekend. Seriously, musical talent is like the coolest gift you can have, I think. Yeah. No, I agree. And I have it. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> it's one of my You're gifts. You're truly gifted. Uh, double click. I did. It, okay. It, it stopped the one, but your bio is not responding. Okay. Well, here, let me see it. Hang again. tight. Hang tight. Let me see it again. Got you. Keep Over two. Clicking. Um, I thought it was pretty good, though. Yeah, no, no, no. song two is I good think it's too. Really good. Get to it. Yeah. it. Depends on if you like that kind of music. Yeah, but it was good. Coming yeah. up. You're something great. All right. Is that song number two? You're so surreal. Wow. Yeah. Deep mood. Yeah. you to feel. If the seasons move on. I thought this one was a little harder. Yeah. Hey, I don't know if he's single, but if he is, can you imagine all the tail he could get by getting a chick over? Forget racing motocross. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. He reminds me of Bob Dylan a little bit. Yeah, this one is harder, yeah. No, I think we're good. Okay. All right, we're good. Hey, like, if you got his, if he had his chick over, he's like, oh, hey, look at my Topic Supercross wins, and, you know, look at all my skill. And, oh, that's not good enough? Oh, sit down, young lady. Let me, sit down, young lady. Let me grab a g- guitar here. Just panties dropping. That guy Just, is boom. good, man. No, I, yeah. I, I think that's he's got a good sound. JR, can I have my uh, really good sound. plug back? What do you need? My plug? Oh, yeah. Uh, Good. Pretty good, JT, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to, like, you know, get a huge record deal, but he's yeah. he's definitely got some talent. Like, you know what I mean? He's already I, in a band. I know what he? I sound like singing, and it's nothing like that. <laughs> I'd like to see a little harder, you know, some screams and stuff, but. I thought he was in a band with his brother. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, that, that's, that's what, its own. Pookie? That's Turn a, it off because I have to cough. I'm sorry. Just move it away from your mouth. Jesus. Um, genre? Is that how you say what? it? Genre. <laughs> that's. Like his own deal there. I don't know, man. It's mellow, though. No, dude. I think Van Halen. Come Soft on. Are you rock. serious? It was but, good. But I think it needs to be more Van Halen. Hey, can you imagine him being in a nightclub in Texas? I'm sure the guy pulls some puss for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Big time. I'm with oh. you, though. He, he, he does that acoustic? Yeah. Good. Yeah. All day. Right. Uh, wow. I do wish I could play an instrument. It'd be pretty cool. 
That'd be pretty sweet. I, I'd like to be able to sing like that. There used that. to be this guy named Brett in my school, in my high school, that played a piano. And at prom, we call it graduation in Canada. <laughs> at graduation, there's a piano in this hotel, you know? And Brett just gets there and just starts playing with all the chicks. And we're just like, uh, oh, yeah. fuck you, Brett. <laughs> hey, I took, I took piano lessons all year last year. You did? Yeah. Last year? Yep. And I am terrible. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why'd you start last year? I don't know. It was just a talent that I always kind of wanted to have. And I finally kind of had time. And I was just like, I'm doing it. Well, why don't you keep working on it? You might I don't have good. time anymore. Oh, okay. It's gotcha. kind of a real yeah, job. And I, I truly sucked at it, too. <sighs> It was really. Have, has anyone in this in this conversation ever tried to read music before? Yeah, I have. It is hard. Yeah, it's hard. Really hard. Yeah, and I, I feel like I've tortured myself my whole life being bad at dirt bikes and all kinds of stuff. Being <laughs> short, <laughs> so it's like, short. why make it worse? <laughs> all right, let's get to uh, come on, JT. You got it going <laughs> on. These are small hands. That's not good. What for a piano? Oh, for the piano. If you got small hands, yeah, it's harder to play the piano. What your mom says. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, okay. That, All right. Uh, Atlas Neck Braces is bringing us this next game. It is uh, the Atlas Neck Brace, born and fused and fueled from the racer's perspective, designed by a racer, refined over a three-year period by a team of engineers and biomechanical experts. AtlasBrace.com. The choice of neck brace for Ryan Villapoto, Jake Weimer, Evan Ferry now has an Atlas. It's the best thing out there for uh, innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. Simply put, the Atlas Brace has it all. Atlas Brace is bringing us the Moto Trivia Game standoff. Tits, uh, we're done with stumping you. Yep. We're now going to put you up against my wife, Pookie Mathis. I've proven my superior Moto knowledge in the past. And Okay, so JT, the early odds, you have you have Pookie winning this. Yes. Uh, Berlut. Landslide. Landslide. Nice. Berlut. Uh, Pookie all the way. JR? You know what? I'd rather, much rather go in as the underdog and overperform. <laughs> JR? I was letting Tits talk. Yeah, thank I'm, you. I'm going to go with Pookie. I'm going Pookie. I'm going Tits, too. I'm going Tits, sorry. Me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm go- I think I- – sorry, I know you're my wife. Whoa. Did you make up the questions to skew three so to that two. he three would to know two. I wouldn't and then you'd be the winner? No, no, I made up the questions. I just uh, – yeah, we'll see. Um, wow. Okay. All right. Good call. Uh, so what we're going to do, we're going to give you guys five seconds to write the answer down. And you both have a pad of paper in front of you? Yes. Do not let the other one see it. Tits. She can't see mine. Right. I can't see her. And uh, then we're gonna, you guys are going to hold up your answers. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. So question number one. Maybe we'll give you a little bit more than five seconds. Maybe <sighs> ten seconds. Question number one. Yep. Name two of Jeremy McGrath's mechanics. You guys, both of you two have it, right? JR? For loot? We, yeah. We, JT, we've got this, right? Both of us. All right, ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. Time is up. Time is up. Got Pookie's it. done. Okay, Got Pookie it. has Skip Norfolk and RL. So does Tits. RL Norfolk. All right. Wow. We didn't get first wow. names. Uh, I was, I was standing. Lawrence I got it. Randy Lawrence. No problem. Pookie was done before Tits. Yeah. I'm All just right. saying. Matter. Okay, they're tied. Next question. Tied. Wow. Who got second in the 1995 Supercross Series? Second behind Jeremy McGrath. Who was the rider? Oh, my gosh. 95 or 96? 95. I'm waiting okay. until she finishes hers. Oh. Yeah, dude, oh, don't hold man. it up. Pookie's stumped. Yeah. That was right when I... Oh, 10 seconds is up. Okay, Pookie? I'm going to say... No, Pookie, 10 seconds. Too late. No. Oh, I can't even answer? No. Yeah. Oh, you have 10 on. seconds. Hey. Pookie Wrong. 
It's crap. wrong answer. It's crap. Right. I knew Both it wasn't right. At least I had crap. something. It's I had something and it crap. was wrong. It's Larry Ward on the Nolene Yamaha. I yep, didn't know definitely that. Definitely did not no, get that. Nolene. Okay, both got it wrong. Wow. Nobody Let's, got can it. Can you keep track of it? They're tied 1-1. I am. Yeah, 1-1. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Okay, next question. <laughs> crap. <laughs> next question. Name three brands of bike that Jeff Chicken Matasevich raced pro on. Three brands of bike that Jeff Chicken Matasevich raced pro on. Both riding feverishly. Hold, hold on, babe. You can't. Okay. Don't show. Okay. All right. Ten seconds. Here we go. Uh, Pookie, what do you got? Your Yamaha, Honda, Suzuki. You're wrong. Wrong. Oh. You got two or three. <laughs> well, I have Yamaha. Cowie and Suzuki. You're right, Tits. Oh. Tits is right on that one. All right. He probably guessed. I bet you he I didn't did know guess, that. I did guess, actually. He guessed. Yeah. See, so did I. It doesn't matter. Okay. I guess. All right. Uh, and he's happy beating up on a girl? This tall yep. and lanky rider won the, one, the 2002 125 West Supercross Series. Who was it? 2002 125, uh, 125 West Supercross Series. Time. No. Time Damn, now. Time 2002, now. I should so you know this. You should know this. All right, yeah. what do you got, Tits? Travis no, Preston, you're right. Millsap. Ah, oh, shit. Holy oh, shit. Tits, three to one. Hey. Holy uh, shit. Last Are you drunk? Oh, maybe I should be. Hey, Fireman Ron is, okay. is, 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 is putting it you out like we got down, it Pookie. done here on the board. Pookie, come okay. on. I know. Get, I got right, Look at Tits has already won, but we'll throw this right fifth. Oh, yes. We'll throw this. Suck it. Jesus, Tits, you didn't just win the lottery. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? Serious, dude. This one goes out to all the haters and all the doubters. I, I was not one of those. Guess better than you, I you did. All... Next question. JT, he got a little excited there. Good God. All right, Pookie, Pookie pull it close. Come on now. Pull it close with well, this one. Well, give me an easy one. This one. Is, this on. one. You know I don't know anything about Matasevich. How am I supposed to know that? You think that I'm supposed to know that? Yeah. He got I lucky guessed. on that. Yeah, one. I, I, I guessed and I got lucky. Tits doesn't even have no kind of brand of muffler he's got on his bike. <laughs> All right. He ma- has a bike? Consolation question. Okay. It's JT's old bike. one of JT's old Subway Hondas. Okay, nice. Yeah. Now, Go last ahead. question. Go ahead. This, Pookie, this is your husband's. This, uh, this is has something to do with your husband. Okay. All right. Does he have a small. Never mind. Um, uh, <laughs> how large is my penis? No. Uh, all right. Fifth, fifth, fifth question. Yeah, draw a picture. Uh, if Tits gets that one right, I will be very, very upset. Hey, no, this show be, is shut down. Berluti never coming back. JR gone. All right. Last question. Who was the top privateer in the 2002 250 Supercross series? Top privateer 2002 Supercross series. Time. All right. Who do we got? What do we got? I got a big fat question mark. I got no idea. Tits, no answer. Nope. Pookie Nickway, correct. Sure, Pookie, sure you, yeah. Pookie hey. pulls it close. 3 2. 3 2. I yeah, you, buddy. I knew you'd get that one, Pookie. Suck See, it. Anything about Nickway, you know I'm going to get it. Suck it, Berluti. Suck it, JR. Suck it, JT. Uh, yeah. My pick of Tits suck it. came yeah, through. You're right. Next week, I'm going to win. Are we going to do it next week? Pookie, are you serious? I thought I, I had you. <laughs> he Pookie. guessed. I, 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 yeah. If we're going true knowledge. Come on, bro. She Dude, won. I can't Come believe on, bro. you. I, I underestimated. Uh, yeah, you did. Tits. Uh, Legendary. Yeah. Hey, he admitted he guessed. JT, it doesn't does this, matter. I JT, does this right. change your opinion hey, of tits at all? JT. How does the test work? If you don't know it, you guess and you hope you guess You're right. right. You're right. There you go. Uh, I'm JT. holding my head high. JT, you've been here in studio. Did you think that uh, tits would be that good? 
No, I'm shocked. I I, I'm really disappointed in Pookie right now. I am too. <laughs> you let everything well, down. Pookie held it down. Were those questions too hard? Pookie held it down. Yes, nobody knows anything. I, about thought, I, thought, I thought they were good. They were the right they're, era. They're gnarly. You think? Okay. No, no. Do you, I'm good. not. I could have dropped eighties on you guys. Lights. I mean, hey. I, I have no idea. Tone lanky. I haven't, so, I haven't so watched the lights. Keyword Pookie. Yeah, you know Steve. what I wrote down originally? I wrote down DV and I Tone crossed it Lanky. out. From now on, tailor oh, the go, questions too, to her so she can't complain late. afterward that the questions were too hard. All right. Yeah. Wow. I guess. Hey, I'll take her home tonight. It's cool. <laughs> Tits, did you do your homework or what? No, I'm not mad at Pookie. Did you do your homework? Sure. Did you study this last week? Nope. Pookie. It's all up here. Pookie, uh, I have smear off ice at home. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment brought to you by X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. The Goggle of Choice of Michael Lessie, Gavin Faith, Jake Canada, Travis Baker, Jimmy Albertson, Austin Politelli, Bobby Canari, and Ben LeMay, and much, much more. Let's go. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. All right, these questions are submitted by one Corey Moser. Don't forget xbrand.com, eksbrand.com, 30% off Pulp Show 13. Thanks, X-Brand Goggles, for all you do for us on the show. One of the original spot. You're still mad. You're still mad. You're, <laughs> She's you're, pouting. You're mad-dogging me. No. Yeah. How dare you ask questions like those? How dare you? I will say, Titch, you got a little excited over <laughs> no this way, game. Dude. Hey. No way with all you, well, not you, with everyone else doubting me. Oh, man, coming out right. on top. Felt just as good as it's like the 1980. It's like the 1980 USA hockey team. What you did tonight? Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. my god! In the Do you believe in miracles? <laughs> in the chat room, somebody posted, "I've never seen Tiss this excited." Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's good. The guy has a the median. Champion. The guy yeah. has a median attitude of below alive, <laughs> and, yeah. and he exploded. Love it, Tiss. Love it, Tiss. Yes. Yes. He went from zero to ten in like that. You went from zero to tits. Red line. <laughs> um, okay. These are That's questions good. submitted by Corey Moser. Yep. Do we have any for JT? Nope. We don't. We forgot that. You didn't ask him to do any oh. for him. Can you ask my questions for JT? Yeah. Let's I do can, that. Actually. Let's get our guests involved. Who cares about my opinion? All right. All right. Um, so, so these are questions, uh, Berlut. You got, you got 15 seconds. And we're enforcing these rules now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. we didn't used to. All right. <laughs> All right. You, you're, do, I'll do the sound drops and everything. Okay. I got Jason, time. yes, Jason, what is the most thankless job in the moto industry? Truck driver. 2.3. Good call. Sorry, I wasn't ready for this sound. Uh, I know this is your first week. This first week of the job. Week. I understand. I'm new. I got it. Okay. Um, Berluti. Yes. What direction or change would you like to see on production motorcycles, if any? Lighter weight. Time. Lighter weight. The late weight limit change. You mean make it lower than what it is? You guys can't even meet the no, limit no, now. No, 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 oh. no. The opposite. Yeah, I think it's. Oh. T- I think it's too light. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. I mean, for a four-stroke and stuff. Yeah. They, well, they bumped it up a couple years ago from two seventeen like to two nineteen. Two twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Nineteen. Yeah. All right. Hey, does anybody take counterbalancers out anymore? Uh, Suzuki don't have one. They don't? It's got a weighted crank? They take them on, out of the 120, uh, 250s, yeah. but, uh, 450s, I think. The other guys keep them in. Really? I, well, I mean, uh-huh. we kept it in. I don't know about Cowie. And right, right. Okay. I'm not sure. What do you think about, what do you think about putting a chain in, in, under the frame in the skid plate? 
That'll work. He's he's Volstow. Why was his bike that light? I think he he said, didn't it? it was, isn't this correct, Mathis? Yeah, yeah. We showed up at the Yamaha track one day, and and Voss was like, you know, guys, I put a chain in between my motor and a skid plate, and my bike handles so good. <laughs> I used chain, and Jimmy Perry almost blew a gasket, saying, <laughs> "Take that out." We spend thousands of dollars trying to light up your bike, and you're going to put a chain. Yeah, in but your skid plate. weight bias though, it's right. it's low though. Yeah, maybe he's got, maybe he was onto something. Yeah. Right. Don't encourage him, Berluti. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Nice. S- second question for Jason. If you determined how the Daytona race was ran, would it be day or night? And how many man <clears throat> gates and who would design about the track? There's three questions there. Uh, I'm a sucker for the day race and 30 guys in the main event. I just thought it was cool. There was It just gave, it gave guys that were never going to make a main event in their life a chance to make it and be a part of a cool event. It made, it made Daytona different. Um, yeah, so I liked it. All right. Jeez. 16 seconds. Yeah. How about okay. 30 okay. riders at Three night? questions, though, bro. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Um, Barludi, out of all the riders that you worked for, who trained the hardest? Uh, probably Tortelli. Good-looking man, Tortelli. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I knew it. Homosexual tendencies. I'm, I'm just saying. It, it, well, Tortelli, he is a good-looking dude. Uh, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. Jr. knows. Always dressed classy, too. No, nah, he was a class it, act. I mean, class hey, guy. you know what's funny about that guy? The what? guy could cook. One time we're out at... Dude. Listen, we're one time... What can't he do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, really. Huh? One time we're, we're out at uh, Carmichael's you know, yeah. ranch and doing all our deal. The end of the end of the day, he's he's bringing us tiramisu. Tiramisu. I swear to God. Really? Hey, he, hey JT, he JT. One time, it was to die for. Tell me, is he a good cook or what? I swear to you. Yeah. This quiche was out of this world. <laughs> a quiche and a tiramisu. Wow. <laughs> Tortelli's quiche. Wow. wow. I think JT just means Tortelli's quiche-ster. Oh. <laughs> uh, real lady fingers in his tiramisu, by the way. Hey. Really? The guy can cook? He does. Dress like he does? Yeah. Sheesh, triple threat. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was funny. He's like the Count of Monte Cristo. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Wow. Um, The third question was about wrenching, so we're going to skip that, but fortunately he provided other questions. Um, Jason, who is currently your favorite 250F rider? Uh, Dean Wilson. 1.6. 1.6. That's fast. All right. Berluti, last question. You've worked with Tickle for a while now. Tell us something most people don't know about him. Wow, that's a tough one. He's pretty quiet. Um, riders and mechanics don't bond like they used to. Aww. They don't. <laughs> I have nothing. All All right, know, 15 uh, seconds. He, he trains Time. hard. Yeah. He, he does up. train hard. That might be something. That could be something people don't know about him. You know, like He does train uh, hard. Yeah, how hard he trains. All right. <laughs> that has been the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. X-Brand Goggle is the choice of goggle of many of the top privateers in the, in the sport, in the pits. Want to save 30% off tits? Yep. Pulp Show 13 on That's the website. It? Yeah. Nice. That's it. The whole year. You can Can't save on – you can – hey, on the new website, you can go to sponsor deals. Yeah. And, I mean, all listed. Race Tech and NFAB and X-Brand and BTOsports.com and, and Tech One Designs, Works Connection. 
You can save money. Free gun underwear? Just by listening, Berlu. Yeah. Fucking gun. It's fucking incredible. It is incredible. Um, it pays to listen to the show. It does. It does. Um, Great show. Banging bars? Banging bars. Banging bars. Banging bars. It's Banging Bars brought to you by Embed. called it again. What? Tits? Yeah, just sometimes, moving on. Uh, sometimes he's, you know, he looks at the time and he freaks out. Right. Uh, NFAB <laughs> is a Jeep and truck products, uh, the industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, and other off-road accessories. NFAB is committed to building a heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular parts for all the latest trucks and SUVs, but not Ridgelines hey, as of right now. Does Thomas know I have a Raptor? Does he know? JT uh, Thomas? No, no. What's the dude from Intab? Thomas Victor. Yeah, you told him 14 times at the SEMA show. I didn't. Yeah, you did. I didn't. You guys had, you guys had Raptor discussions. <laughs> no, no, that was RV. He don't make one for a Raptor? Dude, oh. have you been in the Raptor? No, let's go for a ride. You got it? Have you been in a Ridgeline? Here we go. No, nah, we're going to go for I a ride. I want to go for a Raptor ride. Okay, let's roll. We need to go for a Ridgeline ride. Really? No. Yeah. You ever Ridge- been in a Tundra? Ridgeline? Hey. Raptor? Berlou. Yeah. And he don't make shit for Ask. a Raptor. He's got to make shit for a Raptor. No, he does. He makes shit for oh, okay. Ask Goofball where he's going to put his groceries uh, when it's fucking raining. That's great. Dude. <laughs> exactly. In the cab. Dude. You guys got a battle going on here. My Raptor is so cool. Chicks it's, will line it's up get to eight, take it, my groceries It gets eight miles. It gets eight miles. It gets eight miles to the gallon. Yeah, exactly. My Raptor is so cool. I basically throw money out the window while I drive. I throw cash out the window. And women that do bad the same. gas mileage. Right. Those are the people Sinjin. that get the Raptors. Same ones who can't afford it. Hey, Twelve hey, miles a gallon. Well, first off, if you want to know like the best car ever, uh, do you guys have you seen the car, the Ford Transit? Uh, seen it, dude. That thing is freaking badass. <laughs> it it will not fit a dirt bike. Unless uh, you, you know, I've, I've heard that. Does it? I heard it does, and then I heard it doesn't. You have to compress the suspension. Yeah. Have you guys uh, seen Fire Racing has two of them painted up? Yes. Dude, just okay. throw on a fucking little hauler on the so back. You... That's a bummer. Oh, it's a bummer. Okay, well, what I was going to say was, uh, dude, the sound quality is so fucking terrible on the show. I don't understand how you have any listeners. It just cuts in, cuts out, cuts in, cuts out. It's so terrible. Sounds well, like you know what's worse about it is this call. Yeah. Yes. You know Thanks for listening. Yeah. Hopefully this call cuts out. Hey, we don't hey, use you know that what, word you know on the public show. Not being at least five feet five. Huh. Okay. You got me. You got me, Sinjin. Oh, no, that's Sinjin again. So clever, yeah. Sinjin. You're gnarly. We, uh, I think it's just an internet connection issue on my end tonight. Uh, last night we had our ban- or last show we had um, some issues with a banner implementation pro- product that we were having uh, issues. Yeah, well, with. when Kenny was around, it never did this. Uh, actually, it did. Actually, it, it did right quite now? a bit. We had uh, three I'm shows in a row with Kenny that people were freaking out on. So. Um, it well, did, I, okay. I, I won't be surprised if all the sponsors go. I mean, you have two good of sponsors. They should just. Get right. out when they can F make you, a little money. Yeah. Later. F you, hey, dude. Fuck. All right. See you, Sinjin. Thanks. Um, thankfully, there's <laughs> thousands. Is, such a shit talker. He Why is. would you I, even I, let that guy on the show anymore? Uh, I, I, is it accidentally? It's fine. You know what? It's fine. We we had some connection issues tonight. Big deal. Uh, it happens. We we have a lot more. Sh- we've had 123 shows, um, and probably 10 with connection issues. So I'm okay with those odds. All right. Um. Steve, baggy bar wanna... segment, NFAB baggy bar segment. Right. Uh, Berluti, what do you think was the battle of the night? Um, Wilson Hahn, pretty good. That was good. good. Um, that was real good. It was really good, my, actually. My 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 uh, choices are uh, Wilson Hahn, Stu Villapoto, Stu Villapoto, or Zach yeah. Bell in the ground. <laughs> Those are my choices. Wilson Hahn for sure. Wilson mm-hmm. Hahn. 
JT, yeah. uh, are you your big Dean Wilson guy? Um, what did you think of that race? I thought it was I thought it was an awesome race. I mean, I like Dean. He just you know he moved yeah. right by me, and I rode with him quite a bit last year. Uh, but I thought the race was awesome. I mean, Will was pretty uh, resilient. I thought I was impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good job for Will Hahn. Yep. Berludi, does Will Hahn win the series? Well, that's a little premature, Steve. I know, but, I uh, know, but let's Good just... answer. Bit of waffling. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I would say, okay, I'm going to say yes. He does? Yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Love this guy right here. Um, <laughs> JT? Wilson, right? Who do I think wins the title? Yeah, I'll take Dino. Just because he seems like he's been the fastest guy. Um. Hey, but uh, he was fast, caught him, and then what's his, and then uh, Han stepped it up. Yes, I, I'm not trying to that take anything away from badass. Han, but only one guy can win, you know. So sounds like, sounds like you are. Yeah, take take it or leave it. Whatever. Right on. There you go. Um, the the best race of the night was for Stu and Villapoto, though. There's I was multiple just passes. Say. There was multiple passes there was? attempts. Yeah, whereas with Dino and uh, Han, there was one almost a almost pass. Stu Villapoto, they were going back and forth, dude. Were it was they? great racing. I didn't see that. There was at yeah, least three was good. at least three or four passes. Really? That was good. Yeah, I'd say that was pretty good too. Um all right. Well Tits, I mean you're producing the show if that's what you want. That's right. That's you know, I didn't see that, so Tits could yeah. be right. I didn't get to I like see the, it. I like the aggression. Like Stu went for the takeout. Really? Yeah. His typical takeout. Yeah, Stu move? went Stu went for the takeout. It was it was a it was a smooth move. R V stood stood it up. It was, wow. it was good to see. That yeah, must no, have been Stu, good. I mean Stu straight up went for the takeout. Like wow. no no bones about it. Right. I, I I don't know if he went for the takeout. He could have kept going. No, he went for the takeout. He could have kept going uh <laughs> further it. to push it, I think. I think if he really wanted to. He well, if he wanted to crash himself, maybe. Uh yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I think Stu was not happy about the move Villapoto made. He went for the takeout. I mean, he didn't try to start it. Under, the, think, under well, the red, the red right, flag right. thing, or what? No, no, it was before that. It just they were kind of going back and forth and getting both getting really aggressive. Right. And uh, yeah, I think Stu was kind of like, no, nah, that you know what I mean. That wasn't cool. So it kind of escalates. You know what I mean? Every move escalates. Sure. So, Nash, what's up, man? Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Hey, I, hey, I wanted to just touch base about the cupcake incident. That was the best cupcake. interview you ever did. You walking around with like a box full of cupcakes, handing them to Reedy? No, box. he had the cupcakes. I wasn't handing him. I didn't have any cupcakes. I would definitely bring some cupcakes around if I were you. JT, what was the cupcakes you. all about with Chad there? Uh, somebody brought him for his birthday because his birthday is in like ten days or something. Okay, yeah, he was mowing down on cupcakes and giving an interview while and do yeah, but it, Steve, it was an awesome interview. Yeah, so cause, real, cause so he had candid. To, well, he's usually like that. He's a good interview. He usually has to go. You know, he had to go though, so. It was solid. Plus, I love the fact that he threw in the real comments about the suspension. You could hear it in his heart that he was loving the setup on the bike. JT, yeah. any knowledge on that? Uh, I think he might be overstating it a bit, but, um, yeah. I mean, he definitely was uh, not holding anything back. I think, I think they're still, they still have issues with the bike that need to be sorted out. I think yeah. uh, that the track kind of was a Band-Aid for some of the issues. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That dirt was, is not to be duplicated. We'll see. We'll sp- we'll hear all about it again. It'll, it'll be fine in Daytona again, right? Right. Daytona right. sand. It's right. good. Right. Yeah. It, it, last question, JT. Do you agree with that assessment from Will Hahn that it's like a fresh baked brownie and riding on a motocross track <laughs> made out of brownie? Yeah, dirt? I'm. I'm not. In, I'm not down with the like the chocolate cake and brownie and all those <laughs> comparisons. Like I hear them all the time, but it's just 
never been my thing. I mean, the, the dirt is obviously awesome, though. So. Right. All right, cheers. Have a good night. Cheers. Nash. Bye. Nash. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be very excited about our April 8th show. I'm not going to give oh, away the guests. No, on, no, Phil? no, not Factory, but you're going to be very excited about our April 8th show. Tell, you, me, you're tell gonna... me Factory Phil will come out one weekend with Ping in the car ride across the desert. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Sorry, Nash. I try to get you excited, but it's not good enough, I guess. <laughs> all right, well, no, I'm, dude, I'm a, I, I'm, you're, listen, you're, you're going to love our April 8th. All that's done with Pulpa Max, something we never had as super fans. Berlute, did you ever wrench for Factory, Phil? No, but I was on the same team. Factory's a good guy. Really good guy. <sighs> as a matter of fact, his, his wife. That's so funny. <laughs> his yeah. wife, his wife brought us cookies about a couple of weeks ago. They were wonderful. Big fan of cookies. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. All right, well, Not hey, brownies or I'm chocolate cake, show. but cookies. Cheers, gentlemen. Sorry about the connection issues, Nash. We're really sorry. I'm not, that, that, dude, that's all part of the game. That's, that doesn't phase me. Why it does not I, phase me in any way, shape, or form. I like Nash on this show. I'll see you, bud. Hey. All right, see you. Cheers. Did you like his lying voice? How it got all high when he said, "Was that Nash that, that was said Nash. about no what? about the bad connection?" No, Sinjin. That's what I thought. Yeah. He went into his gay voice like Nick Way in the interview. <laughs> uh, Tommy Ulikowski. You. Hey, I got your jersey. About time. It's been six months, hey, man. Sorry, bro. It's not easy to get a Ryan Villapoto jersey, but I got it. I'm going to give it to Shawnee this weekend. I want to. Well, since I heard that Timmy wanted it, I, I, I think I need something else, too. Wow. Well, it's such high, you know, in-demand jersey. No, no, no. You're, you're got a, you got an actual, real live Ryan Villapoto race jersey off his back for a 1990. 1990- oh, you're not going to at least hear me out what I want also for that? Uh, is it a Jason Thomas jersey? I can get you one of those easy. Yeah. I, I do. What do you want? What, what, six, is, it? what a, is it, Thomas? A 66 <clears throat> JT Money jersey. Nice. Also. I, 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 JT, JT can we make that happen? I yeah, I don't even know what's going on right now. Did he but. give you something? What are you guys doing? Tommy Ulikowski gave me Tim Ferry's jersey from 1993 when he was number 77. That one that's been hanging Whoa. over no, the railing? No, oh. that's a UFO Timmy Ferry jersey from 1995. Another one that's folded up right over there no, on that, the floor with a t-shirt or something? That is not a, that's a different Whoa. story. Oh, my God. This is Timmy's first ever pro number jersey from 93's Fox Spiderweb. Not 92. 92. Unfortunately, Red Dog bogarted it back. From me. <laughs> and you but, still have to give this guy a villa that's one of Well, that was the deal. Oh. Rossi, but Rossini that's how I, racing guy? That's how I got the Summer Cross Trophy oh. jersey. JT bargained. Oh, so you got yeah, something out of it also. I got a Summer Cross jer- trophy, and, J- okay. and JT helped negotiate that deal. And now he just negotiated another jersey on top of it? No, the deal was always to give Tommy on the phone here a Ryan Villapoto jersey for the Tim Ferry jersey. Right, but now he wants a JT jersey, uh, too. Yeah, now he wants to add to the deal. Who's on first? Because, Who's on because you know, Timmy, I didn't know it had such high value. <laughs> so I just added, you know, right. a little bit extra. So. <laughs> what, uh, what else did you want tonight, Tommy? Is there something else you called in for? No, just that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, how yeah, funny is that? Then I finally, you know, I finally it got you. Thank you to pay your deals up. Hey, bro, in six it's months. okay. First of all, you cannot count from the end of the nationals to now or to Anaheim I one. That, I thought he was your bro. He didn't have any jerseys from. He wasn't even <laughs> racing from beginning of the nationals to Anaheim one. You don't even. You can't even count that time. 
So all you can all count right. is Anaheim one time to now, and that's two months. So it took me two months to get you a race worn off the sweat off his back jersey. Sorry. Eh. Okay. <laughs> wow. And a JT jersey. I, I, I'm JT. Can we get a jersey? Uh, man, honestly, to be fair, he's pretty low on the, like. There's a list right now. No, no, no. no I'm being serious. Like I owe a lot of people jerseys. I don't want to like just tell them I'm going to give him one. I'll try to. It's just going to be, you know, a little bit. It, it could take six months. You got no, I'll, I'll get you one eventually. I'm just there's a lot of people that that I promise jerseys. This is uh, right Shawnee's now. brother. Uh, JT. Sean no, no. Yeah. I, like I said, I'll yeah. get him one. I no, just no, no. Wanna, I know. You know I, just, what I mean, I'm just trying to tell you. Tim, I, I've always been a fan of the hard work and privateers, and you know, JT has been one for his whole career, and uh, and uh, my number one used to ride with 66 also. So right on. Well, I definitely will get you one for sure. All right, fly racing. You can make those. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Tommy. Yeah, you, you don't even have to. You don't have to even like wear it. You know, <laughs> JT. I, I, I remember when you had like purple. Rams on your Cowie and oh, yeah. ugly as hell. Back <laughs> in the Gainesville <laughs> yeah. day. Dude, he's like a fan, JT. You got to admit. He's a fan. What, like uh, Gainesville, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Thanks, right, t- thanks Tommy. Birdwell. Thanks, Tommy. Yeah. Birdwell. Hey, uh, Mathis. Yep. Sean, will be at Daytona this week. So I'll, I'll give him the jersey there. All right, buddy. And guess what? Um, him and my sister are flying me and my wife out. For my 40th birthday to Vegas, so maybe I'll see you out there. Ah, for the race. Cool. Yeah, right on. You'll yeah, see man. me there. Sweet. All right, buddy. All right, Tommy. See you. All right, later. That's Tommy Ulikowski, Sean Ulikowski's brother, the man holding Brian Deegan's goggle when Kenny Watson took – sorry, the man holding Scott Sheik's spare goggle when Kenny Watson took Scott Sheik to the win at High Point. Yeah. First trivia. That's a stretch. Second moto. trivia. First moto. Yeah, first motto. Uh, voicemails, 702-586-7857. You can call in at any time and leave a voicemail. And these are dedicated to Greg McCreary, who loves these so much. Um, let me give you an idea of how much people love the voicemails. I offered a show sponsor the segment of the voicemails to sponsor. I said, hey, show sponsor, you want a segment? I'll give you the voicemails. The guy said, no, those are terrible. I don't want my company's name associated with those voicemails. <laughs> so, once again, it should give you an idea of how much these are valued. Um, yep. Desert Marble gave you five bucks for them, no? Desert Marble. Desert Marble. Yeah. Ten? Would you like to promote your company a little bit on here? Probably not. Okay. You just did. Desert Marble, if you live in Las Vegas and you need your uh, tile floors uh, polished, cleaned, fixed, anything. Desert Travertine Marble. or Marble. Travertine or Marble. Can't polish tile. All right. Boom. <laughs> Let's go. Voicemails. You're the best <laughs> of the best. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Joseph. I have a question. I was hoping you could answer for the, on the show. Uh, in, the, in the theme of talking about ideas to make the racing better and such, what do you think of making the light class or the 250 class, whatever it's called these days, what do you think about making it a so-called manufacturer's class and it's run as a stalker class? You know, you can put clamps, bars, tires, sprockets, chains, things like that. But the motor stock, the pipe stock, uh, the suspension isn't super tricked out. You know, make allowances like that. But for the most part, have it a manufacturer's class, mostly stock bikes. That way, and there could be manufacturer's points or a manufacturer's cup. Uh, there would be a lot of fees for winning that class because, hey, it's a stock class. Ask Ike is better straight out of the box. 
So discuss on air, please. Air, please. Uh, right. uh, tits, tits. Uh, first of all, stock suspension, you would die on a supercross yeah, track. So you have, sure. to, you have to mod suspension. What do you think, JT? Is there anything to that? Uh, it seemed, seemed like it would be pretty cool. I mean, obviously, he, he gave a little leeway for the suspension. Yeah. I think he just meant kind of stock tubes and stock, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and internally, there's no way you could get away with, you know, the stock setting. Um, but, yeah, it seemed like, it, you um, know, th- there could be a niche for that. Listen to Coy Gibbs' idea. He told me this weekend he's been trying to push this on <laughs> Dave Prater. No, and Prater's having none of this at Feld. He wants to take the 10 worst qualifiers in the 250 and the 450 class. So not even the night show guys. Just the 10 worst ones. And have them race at halftime combined. There's no way you could get insurance for that. You said halftime. <laughs> Uh, what do you mean insurance? What do you mean you couldn't get insurance? <laughs> like just, oh, just because of the, the quality of riders? Yeah, just the, Liability. the attrition rate. Coy is uh, full of ideas. That's one of them. And he said Prater won't even won't Is he even serious? Yeah, he's serious. That's what he wants to do. No, nah, there's no way. You can't put guys out there simply for the reason to make fun of them. No, I don't think that's the reason to make fun of them. Yes, but. it is. <laughs> okay. All right, next, next voicemail. Here we go. I grew up racing motorcycles with Matt Mighton, Mikey Mason, Dustin Miller, and um, I want to get on there. I want to understand why I um, got to go to a bunch of other different places to listen to your shit live when I bought your $2 app at Pulpamax and I, I'm on a bunch of different websites trying to listen to your shit live. Holy shit. Yeah. Is this Rizzo? <laughs> People say I'm drunk. Holy wow. shit. You can listen to it live, though. Was it Did, when there were problems or something? Give JR his $2 back. <laughs> uh, you can listen live on TuneIn. You can listen live on the app, Droid and iPhone. You can listen live straight from the site. Straight from the site. I don't know. Um, hey, Stroop just tweeted a good one. Yeah. You want me to do the intro or just read the, just read do, the tweet itself? Stroop is back on Twitter. Life is good. He's coming in hot, man. He's He's been epic. Yeah. Uh, read his last one, one he All just right. did. It's IDK, or I don't know why I'd be on Twitter. I hate people knowing what the <laughs> F I'd be doing. <laughs> Stroop. Oh, he's awesome. JT, if you were thinking of hiring Stroop for, for a comeback, <laughs> would you feel like Twitter was bad or good for you? Your, uh, for your hiring. There's no correct answer for this. <laughs> the fans would love He said him. he wants to come back. He tweeted it. I Listen, mean... that guy has more talent in his pinky than I have in my whole body. If you could ever get that kid focused and a good head on his shoulders, he would be, he would be a top 10 guy every week. Yeah. But I just don't know that that's ever going to happen. Yeah, I don't know either. Agreed. I do love his tweets. Yep. <laughs> I'd be planning a comeback. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's go to the rest of these voicemails. Gump here, trying to leave a message with you again. Hey, I'm calling because uh, seeing as though it's winter here uh, up in New York, I spend a lot of time on the computer killing time, and for a good laugh, I watched that race you had against Blair Morgan on 80s. Dude, how big are you on that 80? You say you were a 500 specialist. I got to ask, did you get off the 80 and step right onto the 500? I'm just kidding, man. I, too, live in the past sometimes, like your uh, four Manitoba titles at Summercross. My claim to fame was beating your favorite triple, Bobby Meathead Canary, 
for the 1997 Frozen Ocean ADCC Supercross Championship. Bro, own the gold just like Summercross. Um, I got to ask you, though, if you remember uh, Eric Riley, he was a privateer back in the 90s, and uh, he was a cool dude, and he even had two girlfriends at one time that were twins. He was a pretty cool dude. I got to go to the RM Cup with him one year. And uh, next time you see Meathead, ask him about that and ask him about if he, uh, if he can tell you the story about Jack Carpenter. Uh, me and Bob both got married, and Jack was in our weddings. And uh, let's just say when the DJ played uh, Kenny Loggins' Footloose, shit hit the fan. Have uh, Bobby tell you the story. Good times. All right, Matt, that's out. Dump. See ya. Uh, Eric, you guys know that guy who was talking about Eric Riley, the privateer? JT, you know, you know what he's talking about? So the the guy was dating twins. Yeah, they were both nice. his girlfriend. That's yeah. all he got from that. Love yeah, it. that's all. That's Love it. It. I knew that would happen. <laughs> I don't even know what else he said. Yeah, <laughs> blah 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 blah. I was dating twins. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> uh. That's good. All right, let's do it. Matt, this is Score from Houston. I just finished listening to last week's show, and originally I was going to call and comment on you and JT riding Tits' ass like a rented mule. But, dude, then Tint lost it and said, Lou the Tooth. Lou the Tooth? That's like some shit my mom would say when I was a kid. <laughs> so now I'm telling you, Mathis, I revoke my support for Tits. Go ahead and ride him hard. There you go, Tits. I thought it was great, but whatever. You said lose the Tooth, though. Yeah. Yeah. Pity. That's something the chicks would say. That's what's funny about it. Gag me with a spoon. <laughs> That's basically the same thing. Yeah. All right. Hey, Mathis. Uh, Daniel here from Irvine, just calling to uh, say I'm a couple hours into the show and I heard that uh, email you wrote about you being a, a bit of a jerk lately and kind of a downer. And I, I just think that uh, you had a bigger downer and a bigger jerk before when K-Dub was there and uh, maybe you were just being, you know, the nice guy back then and and now you don't have a bigger jerk than you, so... You're compensating, I guess. Wow. I don't know. Uh, Just my enough. thoughts. Uh, I still think you're an okay guy. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyways, have a good show this coming Monday, and I hope you're feeling better. Thanks. Have a good day. Holy Thanks, buddy. Shit. All right. Rough crowd. Yeah. Hashtag humble Steve. <laughs> humble Steve is back tonight. I am back, and I am humble. Uh, that's good. Hey, guys, you better put this one on the air, okay? I'm calling the defense Steve Mathis. Steve, you got all these people saying you're swinging from Stewart's nuts, you're swinging from Villapoto's nuts. Well, geez, there's only one guy whose nuts you're swinging from. Sammy Hagar. Everybody <laughs> knows that, man. He's on his nuts big time. Yeah, I am. Anyway, yeah. I just said to bust your balls. Hey, tits. <laughs> Suck it. Thank Love you. the pop show. Keep up the good work, guys. Listen every week. See you later. Yo, this is uh, Adam from Planet Earth. And uh, Millsap's going to win. Everybody knows that. So, uh Stamp it. Stamp it, bitches. Stamp it. Yeah, uh, apparently stamp it, bitches. So, uh, anyway, I'll, I'll see you at the Thunderdome later. This is, these are our listeners. Hey, guys. <laughs> Jack from Syracuse, New York. Uh, quick question for you guys. Um, I also asked this on the Ask Ting uh, column. Every local track, every, you know, every district has their guy, the pro, the, the, uh, the expert rider that... Everybody thinks he's going to make it, but for whatever reason, doesn't or goes undiscovered. What I was wondering, JT, Ping, if he's on Mathis, if you could take a stab at this, what's the fastest undiscovered rider that you've ever witnessed? 
Thanks a lot, and have a good show. I specifically played this prelude. Is there somebody that you've seen over the years? Somebody should have made it, never yeah. did. Yeah, but you guys, nobody would know the name. Well, tell us the story, though. Ah, well, uh, a guy named Lowell Thompson from Idaho. Well, we know no Lowell Thompson. You do? Yeah. You do? him at the supermarket this afternoon. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, it's JT. 80, former 80 champion, like uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. number 47. He always ran 47. No, uh, that was Emig. 147? I remember it was always Lowell Thompson. I don't even know what his oh. name 1987 was. he raced. Uh, around the, yeah. No, nah, he was good. He L- was good. Lowell Thompson, he, yeah. Pussies and girlfriends. Pussies and maybe drugs, maybe. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Unbelievable. The guy was really, huh? He was fast. Really fast. Yeah. Uh, I heard the same things about Butch Smith, too. Oh, uh, uh, Butchie Smith? Yeah. Like Snowy? Yeah, Snowy. Yeah. I don't know if that was... If it was I don't... He was before my time, but... Uh, I'll go with Greg Rand. Greg Rand? Yeah, he was good. Yep. What happened Greg to him, Rand. Puss? Uh, he got in... I think he got into some drugs for a while. Yeah. Bad deal. Um, I'm going to go with a, a, <laughs> a local Manitoba rider. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> uh, a guy named Don Formo. He was number five in Canada. No. Yeah, number five in Canada one year. And you beat him and you're, no, you're no, giving no, him no, a shout-out? No, no, no. no. I never on, beat really? him. Uh, you he, won four of them. I did, bro. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. He was fast. And he only did the Nationals like one year. And he kind of got hurt. And But the guy had a lot. Like in Canada. This is all relative. This is Canadian moto. Not <laughs> big-time American moto. Come on, Steve. We love you. Yeah. Serious. Fuck off, bro. I do. Um, wow. How about a local wow. unknown guy from Florida named Jason Thomas? Oh, he made it. He just never made it. <laughs> he made it. Oh, he, he put his. It. No, <laughs> I definitely should not have ever made yeah. it, and I was lucky to get as far as I did. Uh, JT did used very well. JT maxed out his minimal talent. There's no <laughs> yes. doubt. Um, yes, I've been told many times by Red Dog, I have no idea how you did have done so well riding that horribly. <laughs> uh, um, Don Formal, Manitoba's great mystery rider. Look him up, everybody. All right. Mathis, just got watching, done watching the best race of the year. Staggered starts always should be a must. Dirt was perfect. Now, I was watching, and if you look in the corner, there's top of the corner, when Stuart makes a pass on Villapoto, there is flashing red lights. Now, in the thing they put out in Razor X, it says, no passing no wheels leaving the ground under flashing red lights. Rewind your tape. Go back to the top of the corner where Stewart drives it in on Villapoto right before the red cross flag and our red lights flashing. Booyah. Hey, Steve. Uh, we, we covered this. I mean, the flashing red lights were on the triple. Yep. And the danger area doesn't start until those flashing red lights. There was a, are there flashing red lights at the end of the lane as well? Because there's a Coming up to the triple, to... there is, yeah. Okay, maybe, but that's, maybe that's what it I was. I think it's just, JT, it's just to tell you, like, hey, they're coming up to the red lights, right? I don't know. I always thought it was just the triple because, I, like, there was people doubling all over the place, like with the, the Millsaps and Dungey incident. Um, right. Like the double on the other side before the triple. There's There's a light. There was a light in the corner before the triple, um, but I, that, I don't believe that light means anything besides, hey, watch the triple lights. Right. Don't like, jump this triple. Here's your warning to get yes, out of the gas. Get get off the gas because the, right. the lights are on the triple, and that is where the accident area starts. Right. That, well, that's that's been a, a like thing in the past 
where as a rider by the time if the if the triple was right out of the corner by the time you looked up and saw the red light right you couldn't get out of it you were Thank already committed you. so they exactly. put that white earlier but it doesn't mean anything besides hey watch the triple doesn't yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the the official ruling, and I think that's the biggest one of the biggest problems is nobody really knows. Right. You know, like I think Larocco is one of the guys that makes the call. Big Mike. Yeah. Big Mike. He's not, he's not, like. I hope not. Uh, I, I he think might. he. I think he's in. He's in charge of the red light. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he rules on what's going on, but I think he turns no, it on or exactly. off. Exactly. Right? That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like when he turns it on, when it's it's. I mean, that's what I mean. It's it's split second. Yeah, it's a split second. Yeah. You know. All right, let's uh, keep going. Here. Uh, I want to know these four Manitoba titles you speak of. <laughs> how many of them are actual, uh, legit one twenty five, two fifty, or open pro titles in Canada? Um, I'm guessing they're eighty novice or eighty beginner titles. <laughs> Could you elaborate on all four of your titles? Um, what classes you raced? And uh, if there were two or three people in the class, you had to beat. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. You know, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I don't need to justify this. Has this guy ridden with you? They're 125C titles. That's what they all are. No, listen. I never won an 80 title. I came close. I lost by two points in 88. Lost by four points one year. Never won an 80 pro title. And in, in Canada, you cannot go right to the B class. Everyone has to go to the C class out of 80s. Your first big bike has to be in the C class. So I won both C class titles, 125, 250. I moved to the B class as the defending title, C class title. I won both B classes. Then I moved to pro, and I never won a pro title. I won one moto as a pro in Manitoba. Hurt myself a lot. Got some podiums, got some, lots of top fives, but never won a pro championship in Manitoba. I was only race pro for two years before I got, came down to the States. That's my Manitoba motocross history. If you're, <laughs> if you're still awake, that is it. So this guy can suck it. What's wrong with that, though? Well, nothing. I'm just trying to defend myself against this guy. He says I won 80 novice titles. That's funny. In the, U, in the U.S., if you're like a top 80 guy. Yeah, yeah you go to was, B. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. In Canada, right. yeah. the – there was a guy in Canada, and this was unheard of, uh, but there was a guy. like Ross in the Peterson? Late, well, yeah, there was yeah. that guy. Jesus. There was a guy who won. Like We, we had a Loretta Lens every year, our yeah. Canadian amateur Loretta Lens, and it moves from track to track to track to track. It never stays in one place like Loretta's. There was a guy. I can't handle your breathing. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a guy. Tits, back me on his breathing. Tits, oh, back me on his he breathing. he was wheezing over there. Okay. I was trying – I was about to defend you, but whatever. There was a guy n- – nobody cares, right? Nobody cares about this, this story. No. No, I comment. like it. Keep going with it, Steve. I there like it. There was a guy who went to the, the amateur – the C-class, so right out of 80s, went to the C-class amateur nationals, won all three, 125, 50, Won all three. He moved up to B-class in the two weeks. Two weeks later was the B-class, Loretta Lins. Moved up to B-class, won all three B-classes titles again. Like, unheard of. Like, you just don't do that. And then went to pro and never made it as a pro. I got hurt. I think he finished number 10 one year overall. But uh, this kid, I mean, that was unbelievable. You, you went C all year, B all year, then, then pro in Canada. So, all right. Can I breathe now? Yeah. Thank you. Coming at you! 
<laughs> Those are our listeners. Wow. Right there. You need that for a sound drop. Just Here the whole guy? Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing, whatever. Parts of it. I thought it was pretty funny. That is uh, funny. Um, is that it? That's it. That's it. That's the voicemails. Uh, 702-586-7857. You can call in any time. Uh, Berluti, before we go, yeah. uh, real quick, I wanted to ask you a story. Um, this came up with my wife and I the other day um, when I got the factory Yamaha job as a mechanic. I was working for Nick Way, and then we were just reminiscing about when they called us and everything. Um, when did you get the factory Suzuki job? What, what, where were you? What happened? How'd that happen? 1991? 1989, I got a call from um, Antonez. I, w- I was working at a dealership at the time. You were done with Tommy Watts. Tom, just done with Tommy Watts. And then uh, Albrecht recommended me to Antonez. Jeremy? And, yeah, Jeremy and Joel recommended yeah. me to Antonez. And, Weren't uh, they like 18 at the time? They're younger now. Yeah, yeah, they're okay. young. They're young. Just um, I I worked with them at Ponca City, and and you know, I don't. We just had a good time together, and they just recommended me to Antonez. So I got a call from Antonez, and I got a call from Suzuki, and then uh, I went down there and met with Pat Alexander. And next thing I know, uh, they offered me a deal, and I said, you know what, this is better than a dealership. I'm going for it. Was it better money? In a dealership? Oh, like, for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it was close. So just from a dealership to factory Suzuki? I was just going to yeah. say, that that's pretty hardcore of a yeah. jump. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah. He, he was a mechanic for Tom Watts on the circuit. So. Right. But, yeah. I mean, find me somebody that nowadays is going to go from a dealership to yeah. Well, I'll tell you circuit. what. Here's the kicker. I was when, I, when, I, when we drove the circuit, Tommy and I, you know, I thought to myself, this isn't really what I want. This really? dri- this driving sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the racing part, but this right. this is a long deal. So when they offered me the deal, I'm like, you know what? Dealerships suck. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna try it, you know. Yeah. And so and it and it ended up good. I mean I I drove for quite a few years and uh you know, I mean the drive but now now that you fly it definitely makes it better. But the driving it, you don't see the world better way than driving it because you see it all but yeah. uh and lot lizards? Uh no, never stayed in lot lizard <laughs> country. Uh how no, about you? I, I drove the whole circuit for I think six years. Yeah, I, I was six about years. six or seven it, years. Just, I mean I'll never I hated it at times, but I'm glad I did it. Yeah. You know? You JT, saw the country. You can't yeah. see you don't you don't see the country by flying. No. Uh being a kid from Canada from a small town in Canada, I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Yeah. At least for year one, two, or three. Then I'm like, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The beginning is right. fun, but then after, yeah, it's like monotonous. Yeah. Okay. So that's how you got the job, Factory Suzuki. Yeah. And then 19 years later, you're, you know, you write Suzuki. Now you're 22 years later, you're still doing it. Yeah, still doing it. It's crazy to me. 22 years of being a mechanic. About 25, I think. Yeah, eighty-seven. Yeah, including the Watts thing and all that. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's gnarly, huh, JT? That is pretty. JT, uh, I'm pretty old, dude. Pretty Come intense. On. Yeah, I'm, I'm an old fucker. Excuse me, I shouldn't say that. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. It's the internet. Okay. You have to use so many cuss words. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right. Your way, dude. <laughs> Uh, JT, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate no it. Worries. Um, JT, you're on it, dude. I love you, man. Wow. Right on. Oh. Love you too, buddy. I do, dude. He's, that guy's on it. He's all right. Gainesville. What? Gators. 
I just love the whole Gainesville. I thought thing. you were going to bring up Gainesville when Ty Birdwell beat him on a Mathis tuned KX250, and I didn't even know about that. Did, he, it, is it, did that really happen? My first national ever. Yep. Ty really? Birdwell got twentieth, and JT got twenty-first. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mathis and JT were even battling back then, sort ah. of, kind of. <laughs> uh surprised Frank didn't hit you with a just smash you in the face with a pit board. Frank, <laughs> yeah, I know, huh? That yeah. would be nice. Your dad's pretty cool. I like your dad. Your dad's a really uh, now good he's guy. super super mellow now. Yeah, he, I thought he was a good. He's a, he's always been a good guy. Oh yeah, he's a good guy. He was just hardcore. Really, I never saw that in him. Oh yeah, oh, you should you should have done bad in moto then. <laughs> Has Frank ever put a piston in backwards? Uh, not that I know of. Okay, so Mathis has him covered then. <laughs> uh, I would say that my dad is a better mechanic than Steve, yes. That's what, that's what I was alluding to. Oh, my God. I mean, you a rough crowd. Listen, it, it, no, it, no, it, my dad was a mechanic for like over 30 years, like it, 35 it years or something. It didn't have an intake port on it. I was hung over. It didn't have an arrow on it or anything. <laughs> you hung I didn't, over. I didn't make fun Steve, of you. Steve, you don't even drink now. Yeah, you know, drink coffee. I know. That's one of the reasons that's why. why. one of the get... reasons I was like, oh, shit. Like, hung over on coffee? No. Drink, I, I, went, I was drinking. I'm like, this is like if I'm making these mistakes. I'll buy anything. I'm going to be out of a job. Wait, you know, anything I was like, you have to say, I'll buy it, except you being hungover. Oh, no, no. The FMF Honda drink, days? I, the FMF Honda days are what I call the dark years. Wow. <laughs> okay. And who were you working for then? Danny Smith. Oh, yeah, my Danny. God. And I had both ears pierced. Blonde. <laughs> I think was, I was blonde. You were blonde. blonde. I think I, I remember that. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> steel roots, bro. Right oh, on. Wow. And I was... Like going to the after parties and kind of doing that kind of stuff and <laughs> and like I remember some nationals where it was like super hot and humid, humid Foggy. and I was like, dude, I, I I mean this is I can't do my job like I can't focus yeah. like, you know like yeah no I don't know which way this drinking. piston is going I should have got I should have <laughs> uh, listen I admitted it whatever it's fine yeah we all make mistakes yes the the the, the ring. Uh, and gap should have tipped me off. Though. That, that really should have been the number one tipping. Never mind the arrow. Never mind the intake port. The the ring gap should have really. Steve, you're awesome. Really dude, got listen, fucking I can't work on a bike I'm to save my life. Yeah. But the one thing I can hang hey, my hat on is the fucking thing. The bikes, yeah, I got that. Bikes work good at Summercross. Work yeah. good at Butts Creek. There you motor, go. Work good it. at Mount Morris. Capturing the win. Butts Creek, man, that was badass. Oh, you're telling me, bro. How about the fire coming out of the ring? <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> Whatever, believe I'm just saying. I don't know. Uh, all right. Um, okay. Well, JT, thank you for coming on. All right, boys. Have uh, a good show. See you this week in Daytona. All right, see you. All Later, right. JT. See you, JT. Uh, Jason Thomas, everybody, brought to you by Fly Racing. Thanks, JT, for coming on. Berlute, thank you for coming on the show. Always a good time. I enjoyed time. it. You bring the class Thank you level very much. up. You bring the class level. Thanks for the class. I just, up high. you know what? I love this show. It's so, and it's enjoying coming on. I really was. Really? I was anticipating coming on. Uh, tits, you you believe, haven't called you me that? in a while, Steve. I've been worried. Yeah, sick. I, I was wondering why he wasn't coming on sooner. But I, I was worried. He's sick. always a great, great host. Well, maybe we should get you on more. Then I don't know. I just, oh. I thought I didn't want to bug you. No, you know? no, you ain't bugging me. I think we're going to have Mike Mason in next yep. week, but then maybe we'll... Really? Yeah. He's a good guy. He's, he's, he's going to be a good guy. Yeah. That'll be good. Uh, JR, welcome Yo. back. Welcome back. Hey, thanks Thank for having for me. Glad in. I can help you. You okay to drive home? You need, yeah, you need oh, a ride? I got to drive Berlute home. What are you talking about? Dude. Who's driving who home? Yeah. Dude. I'm fine. You I can put down way too many beers, man. Are you wow, serious? Wow, to Debbie Downer How many did you get over there? He had eight so far, and I don't know if... I don't think he put down any more after that, but... No, that's, one that more. That sounds like a lot. Dude, when you're the GOAT, 
Goat? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> when you're flexing that you're the goat of drinking, I think I was there's kidding. something wrong. Come on now. <laughs> I oh shared with Blue. Oh, That's right. Wow. That's uh, the guy was my bartender, actually. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, BTOsports.com. Fly racing. Race tech suspension. We gave away a couple of T-shirts tonight. X-brand goggles. Atlas neck braces. NFAB Jeep and truck bars. Showy helmets. Free gun underwear. Works connection. Tech One Designs. FMF Racing. Brat Bar. 810 Solutions, our buddies there offering us uh, some brat bars and uh, free shipping, by, by the way, using Pulp MX. W Wheels, welcome on board. Black Ops Moto, uh, thank you to uh, Jimmy Albertson, thank you to Bobby Canari, thank you to Michael Lessi for coming on, and uh, we got Daytona this weekend, and Tits, thank you for all that you do. You're welcome. Congratulations on your victory over Pookie. Yeah, it, you know what? It feels better than I could have imagined. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. All the doubters, man. Proving them wrong. <laughs> Berlute, JR, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. See you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.